following is a world-class Bullshitters exclusive. Welcome to World Class Bullshitters, the epitome of pop culture. I'm your host, Jeff Hicks, and with me tonight is the one, the only, Dion Green. Maybe, baby, boys and girls, children of all ages. And no matter what's going on in your life from day to day, week to week, month to month, year to year, especially if you had a bad day today, just remember, at least you're not Dan Snyder. What do you do? Oh, he's the owner of the fucking Washington Commanders, and that dude is just nobody. You could be, you can own an NFL team, and everyone around you can hate you, and that's mm-hmm. still funny. Well, <laughs> well, that's life sometimes. Tough break. That's Up next life. Is American, <laughs> and it's a beautiful life, my friend. <laughs> Tonight we are also joined by American Ramrod Kendo Slice. Speaking of people that are hated. Tomorrow is a big day. It's the one-year anniversary of Alec Baldwin going pew-pew. It bothers me that that happened on my birthday and the channel's birthday, but you know what? We're going to take this day back. Like Randall Gray, well, hold on. We're just taking this day back for the the same people. So, folks, don't worry. October 21st is a celebratory day. It's not the day Alec Baldwin changed everything. No, it's the day World Class Bullshitters debuted. But we're going to celebrate that tonight because we have a lot of stuff planned. We have a big show. We're going to be drinking, partying, talking about everything. And, uh, you know, a little reminiscent here and there about the history of the show. And uh, we'll be joined by Nick in a little bit as well. But before we can start the show, we have to send some shout outs to everyone watching. So hail to our friend Blue Watcher. Shout out to Obi-Wan27883. Hello to Garth Vader, Breadman Productions, Girthy Guitarist, Alexander the Great, Enrique Vasquez, Darkness Viking. That's a cool name. Uh, Blue Watcher again, because I said so. Uh, also, we have our friend Zombie Box Reviews, James Unchained, Cesario Japan, and a whole lot more. But like I always say, folks, if we keep saying hello to everyone joining us, we hear all night long and look. Maybe it's one of those nights. Maybe it's not one of those nights. Who knows? But we're going to start the show right now like we always do and give a quick shout out to our new patrons, which this week we do not have. But if you're a patron, you can go over there right now and listen to our Halloween Ends review. Now, we'll talk a little more about that movie in the show tonight, guys. But have you heard about how terrible it is? Yeah. Yeah, it's that bad. It's hyperbole cannot overdo it you cannot overdo your reaction to halloween ends i have seen some people shilling hard for the film folks ain't gonna work this time but it's always gonna be fun to talk about so that review will be up probably tomorrow maybe saturday and then we're gonna have some new videos uh, in the rotation for you speaking of videos this week we dropped a g4 video which is a follow-up to the frost situation it's a fun little addendum so check that one out the first one keeps on trucking very well and uh, our ghostbusters video is kicking ass as well so check that out and uh be on the lookout for more wcbs content coming your way make sure you have your inboxes and notifications and everything turned on to all so you find us when we drop the newest wcbs content Okay, so it looks like we have a lot more people that joined us. So I got to say hi to at least Joseph Bianowicz, Donkey Resource, Rex, Freddy Delgado, and Josh, Eagle Josh 92. So uh, there you go. Guys, it's been a week since we've met. How's, how's your life been? Dion, anything new in your neck of the woods, my friend? Uh, not really. My football team is pretty shitty right now. And my other football team 
is pretty shitty right now. And all I have left is DC shooting themselves in the dick. So let's go. I'm ready. I'm emotionally ready. Let's go. Woo, I can handle it. I'm a grown man. Um, I'm sorry for both of your teams. I didn't realize MSU was doing poorly this year, but the Lions, what are they, one in five now? One, yeah, one in five. And coming off of a bye and playing a team that's probably going to beat the shit out. But hey, I'm used to it. It's okay. So yeah, me, right? Um, it was a good weekend for football in this household. You know, good for the Eagles, but the Bengals pulled it off. It was a good game, so I'm very happy with that one. Yes, I got so folks. I got the motherfucking the Chiefs to keep me alive here, and you know, by proxy, rooting for the Bengals. Otherwise, I'd off myself. <laughs> um, how about the Buffalo Bills? Asks Alexander the Great. Did they do Bills well this Mafia? Weekend? Oh, they yeah. beat fucking Chiefs, which made me mad. But yeah. the Bills are for real. You know, hey yeah. man, Josh Allen, that that Caucasian boy can play. Yeah, see, you know, people think, oh yeah, I'm gonna make fun of them for their team losing. Well, we lost to a team that's better than us right now. They that team is that team went out and got players specifically to beat the Chiefs to be the top team in the AFC. So yep. that we went into the game as underdogs. We were expected to lose. We lost. We. we they had an opportunity to win the game, but they squandered it. And, you know, that shit happens in the NFL. But last time I checked, um, we won a Super Bowl recently. They haven't. And 13 seconds. That's all I got to say. Yep. 13 Boom. seconds. Yep. Yep. And see your ass in the playoffs, baby. Yeah. But, yeah, no. I mean, they, they lost to a better team. I'm not going to – I can't – what am I going to do, bitch and cry like some pussy? No. You lose to a better team, you man up, and you figure out how to fucking regroup and find a way to win. That's how it works. Just as long as you don't lose to the Dolphins. Dude, if we lost to the Dolphins, I would be kind of upset just because Tua Tagovailoa is, I mean, just a strong breeze away from dying. And they're back. So to, to put it mildly, here's the Dolphins situation, Jeff. Remember we were talking about how they had a quarterback that got a concussion that we clearly could see on TV was a concussion, but they yeah. let him stay in the game. And a few days later, he got an even worse concussion to where he had the ET arms going on. Well, the backup quarterback received a concussion as well, and they had their third-string quarterback in there who broke his hand or something like that. So they were fresh out of quarterbacks. But now they got to turn the ball over back. And we'll see if he gets concussed again this weekend. You well, get I CTE, wish him... you get CTE, and you get CTE. Everybody gets CTE. Yeah, I do. Dion, I am relishing in the in, in, in the Denver Broncos though because they went out and they got the Russell Muscle. And all I heard about all summer from people I know that are Broncos. Yeah, all I heard about was unlimited time to ride, you know, united in orange. It's like, yeah, we'll see how that goes. That dude has been nothing but a, uh, he needs to be paid a quarter billion dollars to have yeah. your kicker miss. Yeah, he needs to be he needs to be arrested for defrauding the Denver Broncos out of $253 million. That's how I robbed that motherfucker watched point break before he before he went to fucking Denver. Yeah, this guy, the, this organization signed him to an extension before he even took a snap in practice and i believe there's some buyer's remorse going on hmm. and that makes me so, happy dion i heard in the background that you cracked a cold one now we're all drinking tonight but what are you drinking specifically i am drinking a specific a local favorite lansing brewing company's oktoberfest 
Um, delicious, fantastic. Anybody I know, they're starting to slowly branch out in the Midwest. So God bless you if you can get you some. But it is really good. Kendo, have you started drinking yet? Yes, Jeff. I got a nice frosty cold Coke Zero. But oh. what I have in my glass is a wonderfully iced bo- uh, glass of uh, Akavit, which is a vodka, but it is distilled with flavors of like fennel and caraway and stuff. It's it's like it's like a rye type of vodka that comes from the good people of Scandinavia. So I'm just you know worshiping my roots and I'm drinking that. Nice. No man, you're from the Appalachians. Y'all ain't from Sweden. Uh, no nah, man, that ain't me. I'm from Buffalo. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Go Bills, Bills Mafia. <laughs> Why if you jump through a uh, table? So, oh, dude, those are fun videos, though. I can't talk shit. Yeah, wide right. That's all I'm gonna say. So you have every right to talk a little bit of shit. Well, now, folks, we're gonna start tonight off. I'm drinking as well. I got a fistful of gummies from Second Chance Beer Company. Uh, it is a sour out here from San Diego, California. I also got uh, some Jameson and some hard coffee and some other beer. I just raided the fridge because I plan on celebrating. So, all right, let's uh, get started like we always do. So, Tits and Art closes in two days. It's going to close Saturday afternoon. Why not Saturday night? Well, because it was more convenient to put up and make sure everything was perfect when I did. So, it sadly, we'll close on Saturday afternoon. So, we're treating tonight like the big closeout stream. So, tell your friends, tell two friends, tell everybody. But the reason I wanted to bring it to your attention is... I have some more art to share. You gotta understand, Tits and Art is, yes, a book of beautiful women who are busty, but I get, I went the extra mile to make it artistic. So I've updated the Indiegogo as of just a few hours ago, and let's see some of the new pieces. So first off, uh, this one wonderful, lovely piece. Uh, it is the Seasons of Change, or maybe whatever I'm gonna call it. But yes, this is one of the newest pieces for the book. Yeah, it's censored, don't worry. But you can see that Tits and Art is fun, it's colorful, it's got all kinds of comics and other great stuff in it. But I did go actual art this time to, you know, show a little, a different side of Jeff Hicks, the artist. So that's a new piece. And uh, this is one of the finished pieces with the Tianator, so you get our sense of humor. But, uh, this is another one I had commissioned. Well, I did it, but I didn't paint it. I worked with an awesome painter uh, over my pencils, and we created this parody of American Gothic. So check that out as well. We have uh, a fun take on that. And then like we have goth. the Castlevania piece. What? So they don't look like goths. No, but it gives Grantwood a whole new meaning. Mm. And then we have uh, some sexy Vania down here, as well as some uh, Joker rib- uh, parodies. And due to popular demand, there is a new piece of art added to this book. So for those who like the backside, uh, your you know, requests have been answered and you will now have uh, more to tits and art. So folks, you have two days until the campaign closes, but I will be sending this off to the printer tomorrow. Yes, it's my birthday tomorrow, but I'm gonna send the print file uh, then. Uh, it's all done, but I had to add one last piece that'll be done after this show and then that goes off it will be here, and I will ship it to you at the end of this year for your Christmas gift, whatever you choose to do. So that is for how far along we are in the process here at WCBS Studios. This is done. Uh, the files are just numbers now. So I'm excited to go, hey, company, print this book and ship it to me. So all you guys got to do is back that, and um, Tits and Art will, you know, 
We'll come back next year. There's already a part two in the works. The Book of Booties in the works. And there's a letter from Hugh Jeffner that guarantees part two will be on the way. So for those who are big time collectors that like to get everything, all the versions, all the editions, well, here's issue number one. And we all want issue number one down the road. So get some issue number ones, folks. But we'll be checking back with that all throughout the night. So <laughs> thank you, Joseph Pianowicz. Uh Folks, also, we have some more housekeeping before we start the show proper. Remember, our WrestleMania meetup will take place March 30th and 31st, as well as April 1st and 2nd. April 1st and 2nd is a Saturday-Sunday night combo of WrestleMania. Uh, WCBS will be there. Dion and I will be hanging out. It's our... Was this your 10th WrestleMania now, Dion? <sighs> yeah, dude. Yeah. No, 9th, because uh, we didn't go for 37. Oh, Okay. Thank you. Uh, by the way, I realize I didn't put the link in the chat. Let me fix that. Go to titsandart.com right now, folks, if you would like to get a copy of that book. And I will add that into the back-end stuff right now. So, I'm excited, though, for this year's WrestleMania because, you know, The Rock. It was rumored to be there, Dion. And it's going to help us get over the fucking pain that is Black Adam. What do you think about uh, all the news that Black Adam sucks? I, you know what? I'm not surprised. Um, at the same time, it kind of makes me want to see it more. Uh, you, know, you know, and again, obviously, our uh, objective opinion on a lot of these movies is a little different now because we've been doing the show for so long. So, you know, I was always gonna gonna have a, a spe- I guess, a, a specific mindset. Being a wrestling fan, being a fan of The Rock, uh, knowing what the quality of movie he puts out on on the regular. You know, so I was I wasn't expecting much, you know, but now to hear that it's not very good, oh man, it, it, it's just gonna be very interesting because this was supposed to be his foyer into comic book movies where everyone has wanted him to be, you know, for probably a decade now. So for it to not be that good, ooh, I, it'd be interesting to see what happens to the Rock brand after this. If it's if it if it is that bad, and we're probably gonna go see it Sunday. Um, if it is that bad, man, I don't know, man. It's gonna be very interesting seeing him try to get other projects, blockbuster projects, uh, after you know, going into the spring, going into the summer. So, so we'll see, man. I don't know. I'm, I, I don't know. It's I did not see it going this way. Yeah, I'm almost disappointed. Um, like you said. The Rock has been in this conversation for about a decade. When's The Rock going to play a superhero? He looks like a superhero come to life already. Like, dude, just about time. Play one. I got to see the movie before I can accurately judge, but let's just say I see it and it sucks. It's just going to be so disappointing. Like, that's it. That's your one shot to be a superhero. Like, the guy that looks like one couldn't pull it off. That You can make Michael Keaton, who weighed 135 pounds and was like five foot seven or 8, you made him Batman, and that shit was believable. We fucking fight to this day if he's the best Batman yep. or not. That's exactly. that's the power of filmmaking and acting. I would assume... Uh, I think what it is with The Rock is the brand, whatever they keep around him, like, it's popular, it works, it makes money, but it doesn't make anything that good. It makes stuff that's, like, good enough. The Rock is like Walmart. He's everywhere. A lot, yes. millions and millions of people shop at Walmart, and it doesn't make them bad people. But there's also a connotation that comes with shopping at Walmart. And right. so when you're kind of creating this Walmart brand where you're like everywhere, 
You know, you can go to fucking uh, England and you're in Asda. That's technically Walmart. But, you know, it's it's still not that great. I would, I just, it's so weird to think. Like, if you would have showed me a picture in 1999 of Robert Downey Jr. on Ally McBeal and The Rock from the WWF and said, who's going to be the better superhero of these two? Everybody in the world would have said, The Rock, he looks like a superhero. He acts like this. You know what's sad? He played Superman on SNL, and that was pretty fucking good. Uh, I wonder mm-hmm. if his Black Adam will be as good as that. <laughs> well, that, and you know, you have the added weight of when are we, when are we going to get the Black Adam Superman fight? When we, you know, and the fight's not going to be a one-off, and it's going to, ha- you know, they're going to be in the same universe. Da 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 da. And if it's not good, it, dude, who fucking knows? Damn, damn. <laughs> It's, it's just, it's, you know, if, if, if he had the red carpet into superhero movies and he, he doesn't pull it off, you know, the only thing I could, I can really think of is, Hey, people are going to be like, man, damn, man, maybe, maybe, maybe he isn't as bankable as we thought. I mean, maybe he should stick to, you know, off the cuff action movies and, and shit like jungle feet, not jungle fever. Uh, <laughs> That's jungle a Cru- different movie. Way different movie. Way different movie. Kendo, uh, what are your thoughts on this? I mean, I wasn't planning on seeing it anyway because I figured it was going to suck. So to hear that it sucks, it's just like, yeah, I mean, that's just everything we expected to happen out of this movie. So I am not surprised. I I might eventually sit down and watch it one day if I'm extremely bored with nothing else to do. And I'm like, you know, I think I might give Black Adam a try, but I'm not clamoring to go watch it. If you said, hey, here's a free movie ticket to go see Black Adam, or if it was like we were going to go see it together just to, you know, riff on it and whatnot, I would go. But I wasn't interested when they announced it a long time ago. Wasn't interested in it any time since then. And I damn sure ain't interested in going to the Red Rock 10 tomorrow at 7.50 p.m. to watch it. Or the 9.15. And I say that only because I'm looking at the showtimes right now and – Oh, no, it's today. It's today. So, um, yeah, no. And I'm not interested in going to the Red Rock 10 tomorrow to see it at 225, 3, 515, 625, 8, or 915. Well, you guys uh, you know, I opinions are subjective. I'm not going to sit and rail on this movie, you know, blindly because I'm not, we're not one of those channels. But I found it interesting that people are arguing over the efficacy of Rotten Tomatoes in defense of Black Adam. Now, before, people were talking about the fans of Star Wars are trolls, and so we have to change uh, uh, Rotten Tomatoes and protect Captain Marvel a couple months later. Like, we have to do all these things because of these toxic fans. And now, people are mad at Rotten Tomatoes because it could spook people away from seeing this great movie that critics just don't understand. Like, this is... Yeah. This is lame. I, I, this makes me just like this movie less. It's like, come on, let the movie speak for itself. If it's if it's as schlocky as Venom, people shit on Venom. I like Venom. We own a copy. I'm happy with that movie. Yeah. But, you know, uh, what other movies do I like that are considered garbage? Like Airheads, one of my favorite movies that has like a 40% on Rotten Tomatoes. I don't give a shit. It's Airheads. It's a great movie to me. Yeah. I mean, and it says a whole lot about the quality of the movie if, you know, like, People are having to come out ahead of the movie's general release to defend it. That's just because of what the critics are saying. That says an awful lot about the film, too, because it's supposed to be this like heralded piece of cinema. 
and at the same time, I'd like to I'd like to ask those people the same question of where were you in the last several movies The Rock has put out? Like, uh, what's the one? Uh, fucking Die Hard with the fake leg and Rampage, <laughs> and you know all those other movies that he put out that we were like, these are rock movies. They're just going to be over the top action. That's going to be kind of a stupid movie, but it's The Rock and all that other good stuff. But where were you? Why, why weren't you defending that one so hard? What's the difference between then and now? That's what I would like to know. Because those movies going into it, we were all like, it's a rock movie. It's formulaic. It's it's, it's going to be an over-the-top action movie that's going to kind of suck. But, you know, it's The Rock and he's charismatic. Don't, did, did, did they come out in droves saying that, oh, don't don't be, don't want, don't look at Rotten Tomatoes. It's got a low score. Uh, don't know. Oh, go see the movie and let you make your own decision. No, they didn't say that then. So my question is, why now? What What's the agenda now? that we have to come out and do, you know, essentially, you know, downfield blocking for this movie before it even comes out that we have to try to shill for it when we didn't have to before. It can't be because it's The Rock because they didn't do it for the last few times he's come out with, you know, stinkers. You know, I'm glad he's got his $800 million in his production company and his other stuff, but Rock, pick a good project, man. Or go back to wrestling, like one of the two, or just produce and don't do anything in front of the camera. Like it's like he'll just make a bunch of bland entertainment, dilute the water, and then well, just it'll suck. Yeah. Now I wanted to look up one last thing on the Black Adam Rotten Tomato stuff because I put uh, ad blocker on my regular browser because fuck Rotten Tomatoes. The movie is now at a forty-five percent. And the audience score at 88%. So there is a battle between the scores, between the critics and the fans. And um, I just want to hear what the fucking bad reviews are. Well, read a couple. Because it's like, yeah, so we're going to do. Let's see here. So uh, from Detroit News, it's a credit to the lowered expectations of DC that Black Adam, while incoherent for large swaths of its runtime and tonally all over the place, isn't a complete disaster. That's a bad review. Kind of, that one kind of starts off rough, though, essentially saying that DC is, <laughs> has gotten to the point now where they've set the bar extremely low. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. We are going to have to read some of these because these are fun. From The Verge, Warner Brothers' long-awaited Black Adam movie starring Dwayne The Rock Johnson is a one-note spectacle for children about how cool murder is. <laughs> I thought that's what It Part 1 was. <laughs> yeah, but that's a much better Warner Brothers picture. This one comes from uh, Metro Weekly. Yeah, wait, that's kind of a generic one. Here we go. From the Midwest Film Journal. The new nadir of DCEU. Essentially unwatchable. Hmm. Black Adam feels less like a passion project and more like a mindless table setting. It promises its promises are more than exciting uh, than half of its sorry, its promises are more exciting than half of the product itself. Oh no. The Rock sold the promo, but not the fucking match. That's what just happened. Oh, nice. <laughs> Black Adam is another example of DC skipping seven steps ahead of themselves, like the Brahma Bull in a China shop, instead of organically building something exceptional from the ground up with care. Ooh, this one gives Black Adam a 2.5 out of 10. Black, I... Adam does exa- Black Adam doesn't exactly have a plot. Instead, it got massive explosion. It got sorry. Instead, it's got massive exposition dumps interspersed with endless poorly motivated and une- uneventfully, <laughs> unevenly choreographed fight scenes. 
oh man this just sounds like a shit show i can't wait to watch yeah. it yeah dude it's gonna be wild oh man that's just a, a 2.5 2.5 out of 10 is harsh dude like nice. we didn't even give captain marvel that bad of a score no we gave it like a what was it a four or a five? Yeah, I think I think our aggregate score was a four because I gave it a three and I think Dion gave it a five and then you guys yeah. both gave it fours. So it was we were all very low on the spectrum, yeah. but we're like, that's Visually, as, as we can get. It looked like a really good movie. The movie part wasn't that good though. <laughs> yeah, no, no, never, never. So, folks, if you see Black Adam, let us know now. Here's a little thing I didn't tell anyone. We have a, a friend of the channel out watching the movie right now, and he's going to send me a review while we're on air. So oh, I will. Yeah. No, it's not Nick, sadly. I forgot about oh. that. Nick, where are you? I know he made it home. Uh, from a... I didn't tell you guys we went to Not Scary Farm last Friday, and it was an event. It, was... it lived up to the name, though. It was not scary whatsoever, but it was a good time. Well, maybe he wandered off into the Smoky Mountains, and he just... You know, never can win home again, just like Scott Bakula. Lost in Appalachia, the Nick Utam story. Dude, there you go, comic book idea. How about we treat home. it like a, a 90s TV movie of the week? You know those like couple-night miniseries? And now the conclusion of the three-night miniseries. We'll get John Tesh to do the music. <laughs> That's okay, awesome. maybe not, I want to do that. Dunna, dunna. Fucking what is it? Uh, Entertainment tonight. We'll get was Mary Hart back too. Let's get them all. Yeah. We'll get them all. We'll, we'll we'll just have an ET or yeah, we'll have an ET reunion to you know produce our miniseries about Nick being lost in Appalachia and the and twist ending at the end is he just never gets to go home again. Just like Scott Bakula and Quantum Leap. It'll make it'll make Nick upset and, and in a funny way too. Hashtag not my Nick. <laughs> I just want. I wish Nick was here to hear this. See, Nick, this is what happens when you miss the show. We troll you. Yep, that's what happens <laughs> when you fuck a stranger in the ass. God. The Big Lebowski is the only movie where the... Well, no. One of two movies where the censored version is just as good as the uncensored version. Because you guys know Not the censored fair. version, right? I think that's, that might be one of the truest things you ever fucking said. Yeah. Thank What's, you. The, the censored version only like five minutes long? No, it's... You see what happens, Larry, when you feed a stoner scrambled eggs? And he starts screaming that. <laughs> when you find a stranger in the Alps, that's what he starts saying. That's what he says on TV. It's awesome. Dude, that's almost as bad as, like, Yippee-ki-yay, Mr. Falcon. Mr. Falcon. That's the, I love that one. At least that one sort of kind of Well, they flip worked. you in the drive-thru. You get in and they flip you. <laughs> but Kendo. They actually get John Goodman to do the feed a stoner scrambled eggs line and all that shit. So, it, well, then it, that works. It, yeah. yeah. It's not like the fucking TV version of Mallrats where they get this random guy to uh, dub Jason Muse. Doesn't yeah. even sound right. It's a totally different, like, pitch to the voice and everything. And you're like, it's like, I love those, though, when it's like a TV dub that's, like, so jarring that it, like, makes you actually pay attention to what's happening. You're like, wait, dude, that does not sound like him at all. What the hell's happening here? You're right. Uh, about, sorry, I was trying to put up a visual for the audience right now. Um, should I give them something like nice and soothing to look at, or something scary to look at? Scary. Scary, baby. It's Shocktoberfest. Come on. Yeah. It's the spooky season. There we go. We'll just, <laughs> this is make some. This will make someone uncomfortable, right? Toby Maguire just 
looking at you, smiling. Yeah, especially if that Hello, was the Dion. scene where he finds Uncle Ben laying on the side of the road. Like oh, it was. <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll, we'll say Uncle goodbye ben. to you, Toby. Over here, Uncle Ben. Um, Uncle Ben? They you might as well hit the, the rice. button now. At this point, you might as well hit the button. We've said it a lot. Oh, God. Poor Uncle Ben. Who's that Pokemon? God damn it. It's too it's funny to, to be cold-blooded. It's just like, you want, you want to be like, oh, god damn it, but that's just too funny. The thought bubble with the diglet makes it the best part. <laughs> you know, you're right. I want to, I wish we could make some more of those. Folks, if you have any who's that Pokemon buttons you'd like to send us, please do. And Ninja Lawyer Steve, your buttons about cussing and all that stuff, I meant to add those for this week's show. I got those ready and lined up, so... Folks, be prepared for some new WCBS buttons starting next week. So, guys, we usually press buttons when we check in with the audience, and we're about that time. So let's check in with the audience, shall we, guys? Yeah. Ooh. It's that kind of night. So we can finally... Oh, I'll start drinking for the... Well, we'll all start drinking for the Super Chats, because it's now that time for the show. And we got a lot of generous people in the audience, so be prepared, guys, to start drinking. Uh, so, Space Monkey 0899 is up first. Thank you, Space Monkey. Currently rediscovering my love of Berserk. So many mangas, anime shows, and movies. I personally feel that Berserk is a natural evolution of, from Conan. I like Berserk. One of our listeners sent me the Leatherbound Edition. I think it was Volume 4. It's a very nice book. I have seen animated features of Berserk, the 90s one. It's legit. I would watch it if I'm in the mood for some very gory anime. Uh, Kendo, Dion, I would recommend you guys check it out late at night if you just want to watch torture porn. It's funny. Yeah, Not man, I got I got I've heard the Berserk is fucking wild. All right, so that was a fiver, guys. Nice little drinker. Mm-hmm. All right, so SH Rebels Away, thank you very much for the word of the day. For Jeff's birthday, the word of the day is Marty. Debbie does Marty. Dial M for Marty. Star Wars, the rise of Marty. An adult Marty Wolf. All right, so folks, the word of the day is Marty. So... Marty. How Marty got his groove back. Yeah. Hunt for don't Marty. St- don't stop or my Marty will shoot. <laughs> now, Marty we, October Marty's- just sounds like... Dude, Marty October sounds like a good album. We should make that. It's a sequel to Party Boob. Um, let's see. Starship Marty. Ooh, that's a good one. Uh, Strip Marty. Uh, Marty Rats. Marty Club. Marty Wars. Teenage Marty Ninja Turtle. It's Teenage just him. Clear and Marty. Clear and present Marty. The Marty Lebowski. Black Marty. Mm. I almost said my Black Marty, but I'm like, wait, my black ass isn't a real movie. That's our movie. <laughs> no Nick wants to make that shit. We will. We. I t- I didn't tell you how you like. We start to meet these people when you're just out, like at these movie screenings and shit. So, gonna start talking to a couple people. There's no like irons in the fire yet. It's just like how you start to like pick up the iron and put it in the fire. So, that WCBS production house is gonna happen there, Dion. 
be on the lookout for it. You might have to relocate in 2025. Listen, listen, if a movie hits, you know, obviously security I can do when I retire from the movies. Yeah. yeah, we're only young once. Look, the Impractical Jokers aren't going to be alive forever. We're, we we exist to fill their spot, but, you know, funny. Actually, hey, I like those guys quite a bit. We'll, we'll be the show that Comedy Central is clearly dying for. Yeah. And then Comedy Central dies with us on the air, and we're like, well, shit. They haven't released yeah. the last 12 episodes. <laughs> Fuck. Damn, it's the way we thought that was going to go. We'll be like the Clark's well, cartoons. Except people will actually have demand for us, so we get picked up by Netflix, and then we have to eat crow after all the shit we talked for all these years. We're like, well, we're on Netflix. Fuck it. We're like, all right, uh, you got a white guy. We're going to race swap him. Fuck. Okay. It, it's like the show's like accidentally diverse. You have to have a white guy on the show, or then it's racist. That's what I'd tell I the producers. Am, I am the token honky, and I want that on a shirt. A picture of my face that says token honky. You will get that. I'm going to hunker down and uh, put a bunch of new t-shirt designs up. So if you want a token honky shirt, I have to be careful, though, because if I don't put it the right way, it might say honky token and look like a little gold coin on a shirt. So Ooh, that's, that's even that's better. Whole... I want that. You want a honky token or a honky token yeah, shirt? I want to be the honky token. Like, make it look like them fucking Chuck E. Cheese tokens where, like, on the back yes. it's Chuck E. Cheese, and on the front it's, like, a very cartoon-looking, like, mouse. So, like, my face on the front and on the back of the shirt, it just says honky token. <laughs> Hi, Nick. I'd buy that for a dollar. Nick. How time you got here. You missed last week's show. You're late to this week's show. Sir, your performance review is coming up. What do you have to say about yourself? Um... I don't know. Nothing. 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 Nothing constructive. Nothing good. <laughs> nothing constructive is yeah, honest and fair. I don't, <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know what you want from me. <laughs> now, truth. Let's. Uh, we can't handle the truth. No, <laughs> we fear change as well. We're just like Wayne and Garth. Oh, so, Nick, we're drinking. Uh, we just started. Oh, so, um, by by the way, last night I did watch um, Halloween. Halloween ends. Gross. Oh, um, we're, we'll get yeah. to that tonight. Um, okay, okay, but, okay. No, okay but, we we haven't talked about it yet, but yeah, it's just full no. man. Well, did I overestimate how bad it was? Or did I over... Uh, n- <laughs> did I overdo it? I don't think so. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. I mean, you, 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 go to, you went over the peaks, but like I watched it, and I'm just like... The fuck am I watching? Like I don't, I, and, and like I put I put down my phone. I think I think like every now and again I was like messaging Pete Pete uh, or Etep, sorry, uh, about it because he did a wonderful review. You guys go watch it. Um, but I was messaging him because I was I was uh, popped on his channel last night. Um, and I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm watching. I'm gonna text you. I need to just all this other stuff. And I was like, man, it's, it's so, like, <sighs> this this trilogy is like this the 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 Disney Star Wars trilogy. I swear to God, they had they had no direction. Yeah, the first one made a lot of money and was okay, but that's it. Like the second one, like was disjointed. The third one doesn't make any fucking sense. Like it's, I don't know, man. I really don't know. <laughs> like it felt like it felt like Ryan Johnson stuck in the writers' room and he's like, "Hey guys, I got a really good idea for Michael Myers movie." You want to learn tell how to get something. a Saturn Award to shove up your ass? Let me write this Jesus, movie, man. All of all of the writers and directors need need, need to get bent over and have Saturn Saturn Awards like forcibly shoved up their ass. Oh <laughs> God, it will help. Damn. Because no, it's like. No, because like the, the stuff you told me, Jeff. I mean, like, yeah, it was it was bad. But then when actually seeing it happen in front of my eyes and being like, somebody, it's just one of those epiphanies you have with constant, you know, 
constant entertainment out of Hollywood these days. You're just looking at it. It's like someone greenlit this and gave this money. Somebody thought this was a good idea and let it happen. Danny McBride wrote this piece of shit. Oh, yeah. Well, and, 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 and also, like, the, the faith they had in it was literally nothing because, like, they released it on, in theaters and on VOD as well. Well, ever since George Michael died, no, no, any type of faith whatsoever just hasn't measured up. I mean, that's a very topical joke. I'm telling you what, man. Like, once, once Harambe died, like, the, the world went to shit, okay? I Listen, don't know what that's, that's, that's the linchpin, man. Harambe yeah. died. It fucked the rest of us up, man. Harambe died. The Blues won the Stanley Cup. The Chiefs won the Super Bowl. Lots of things that should never have ever occurred all happened in a short time period. And then the virus came. I think yeah. Um, can can can, can some can some some crazy scientists go go and please clone Harambe so we can at least have him back and maybe it'll fix things. Or or and this is just me spitballing here. We clone <laughs> an army of Harambe's. And their job is specifically to kill the children. Send them to Russia. Send the world. Oh my God! Yeah, maybe, 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 maybe if that happens, gas prices will finally go down. Um, <laughs> do you want to make this into a thirty-page comic book for next year? Yes, what? dude. The clones of Harambe. The they clone Harambe to fix the world. I don't know. look at people buy lots of stuff. People will read that comic book. Oh God. I'm in. Yeah, the front. Yeah, the front cover is just like what is it? Um, was it re- redo of the Planet of the Apes? Or like the, the I forget. It's it's like the the, the third or fourth Wait, movie where like what? Can we just call buy make a movie called Redo of the Planet of the Apes? <laughs> <laughs> it's just a fucking bootleg. <laughs> oh, God. I feel like we might get sued for that, but I'm willing to take that risk. Oh, <laughs> I want to make that movie. Or can we at least officially call Tim Burton's redo of the Planet of the Apes? Is that is that fair? Isn't that is no, that one yeah. like two thousand one? Yeah. Oh, that one's yep. sick. Michael Clark Duncan. Woo. <laughs> R.I.P. to him too. Yeah. Ow. Was that your impression of Arnold Schwarzenegger? <laughs> no, that was me remembering that Michael Clark Duncan's dead. Yeah. Okay, no, 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 no. I'm thinking. I'm thinking of Conquest of the Planet of the Apes. That's what I'm thinking of. Um, that's that's yeah, that's the one. I just like where um, where, where 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 all the where all the dogs and cats mysteriously died from a virus, and now everybody's got like chimpanzees like as their pets and yeah. doing their doing their bidding and stuff. Well, well, it was battle for pa- uh, Planet of the Apes in the original series where they they them motherfuckers took over. So well, that's the yeah, th- that's the end of the series where like it happened. It, well, well, it seemed like humans and humans and and apes were living together. Okay. Um. The uh, what is it? Escape from Escape from Planet of the Apes. Planet of the Apes is when like um, the uh, the apes from the, the I guess the future come back to the se- like seventies New York or some shit in the same ship that uh, Charlton Heston left in. Which I don't know how that happens. <laughs> I don't know either, but I've seen this one. Yeah. So so in the second one, Charlton Heston dies and he hits the thing that blows up the planet. Yeah, blows up the planet. Yeah, 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 yeah. The, yeah, the, so yeah. That's when. What's her name? And and the husband leave. They, they're on the ship, and then they go back in the past. So he dies, but he so he sends them into the past. Yeah, 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 yeah. He basically, yeah, basically sends them in the past. We we don't know how. I don't. I I, I think it's I think it's kind of addressed in in the dialogue and in uh, in Escape, but like that's about it. But so we just call it Planet of the Harambe's. 
So, you know, Harambe was an ape. He was a gorilla. We just use the same font. That's all it is. We just, yeah, that we just steal that. We call it satire. That's protected under free speech laws. And it's just, it's a story about a clone of Harambe, a Harambe army that eventually takes over the world and makes it safe for Harambe. And then they resurrect One the original us. Harambe, and the world is safe for him because there's no zookeepers that shoot him when some dickhead parent is just not paying attention to her kid. And the bastard child climbs into the enclosure. And Harambe wasn't going to try to kill the child, but he should have to teach that lady a lesson to watch her children. <laughs> God. Well, goddamn. <laughs> I am glad we have some drinks in us because this is... He uh... died for our sins. He did. Oh, dude. So my mom sends care packages every once in a while. Guess what T-shirt she just so happened to send me? A Harambe hmm. shirt. Jeff Boyardee. Nice. Jeff Boyardee. Oh my God. Mine is back home at Camp Kendo, and I plan on getting it when I go back. Dude, that's gonna be our uh, convention shirt when we first get together. All hands on deck for the Jeff Boyardee shirt. I'm in. <laughs> oh. No. All right. So uh, it's time to keep drinking. Our friend S H Troubles O Eight. Thank you. Space Monkey 0899 says, Happy birthday, Jeff. This is a fiver, guys. Now, the next one's going to be a really big one, so get ready. This comes from our friend Cesario Japan. Thank you for everything, uh, for all the years of support and friendship and all, you know, WCBS support. But this is a big old $50 one, guys, so this is a lot of fucking liquor or beer or whatever you want to drink, so I'm going to chug one in just a second. Um, but i'll even open this other one up uh where are we at it says the trio of horse videos please on the birthday stream well holy oh. shit is that a preacher uh, <laughs> that's reverend neon yes brother listen 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 only all the entertainment brother the only defending the... against the entertainment and the internet brother as i'm watching a fucking trailer for Pressing ass movie too. I he doesn't even look like Dion. No, 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 Dion. Dion. Oh, all he needs now is a suit and a bow tie. That's all he needs. <laughs> yeah, he, it's, he's he's gone for the brother Muzom look over here. Yeah, he is. <laughs> Who? How are you going to go you? shoot cheese over a street corner? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe for the right price. Making sure. So, folks, Dion is here to sell bean pies. Right <laughs> Nat, you're an average nerd. You're a smart ass. I, I saw it. I saw it. <laughs> Dion, at least my shirt redeems yours. What you talking about? But uh, yeah, it does. It does. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Oh, okay. Keep on like Wow. He just looks so different. I'm taken aback. He's got hair now, sideburns. Well, I'm going to cut it probably tonight or tomorrow night, so don't get too excited. The glasses and everything, it's like, tell your moms to stay inside, goddammit. Like, you don't even look like Dion no more. You look like a totally different person. <laughs> Can you do it? Like, listen, 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 listen. Dion just winterizing. That's all he is, right? He's just winterizing. He's growing all the hair and things like that. He's about to get real real cold in Michigan. He's just making sure he's, you know, covered Fucking up. Dion X over here. <laughs> The funny thing is, Diane had glasses like these, and I totally made fun of her, but I, you know, I liked them or whatever. And then she had tried to dye her hair red, so she looked like you know Malcolm X when he had red hair. So I would always call her Sister Diane, Diane X. Da, 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 da. <laughs> and I, when I got them, I got the same thing. So she was giving me shit, 
and Hillary were giving me shit. Dude, week, I, like, dude oh, the, first time, the first time I saw you on Snapchat, I was like, dude, remember, a guy got shot wearing those glasses. Calm down. Yeah. <laughs> Getting a lot of ladies ovulating over this shit. Hopefully, <laughs> Louis Carcon doesn't see this. Over. <laughs> the whole thing. Okay, so. Oh, God. I got to mute my mic because I'm chugging a fucking. Dion didn't land on East Lansing. East Lansing landed on Dion. <laughs> <laughs> Is she a brunette or a redhead? <laughs> <laughs> she's got she's a, purple she's and blue hair. She's one of those types. She's progressive. Oh, oh, oh! I'm okay with that. They she's do well. Mad at her dad. All repressed. Well, listen, all repressed. L- l- listen, they listen. They spent you gotta... time I read it in two chromosomes, so they come to daddy. Dion's going to make her prove that she's progressive. <laughs> so how mad are you at your parents? <laughs> yeah, yeah. How mad? How mad are you at, at, at your rich dad that paid for your entire college? Yeah. Are you really mad at him, or you pretend mad at him? Let's find out. Because either way, we can find out. <laughs> how badly do you want to get back at your dad? <laughs> oh my god, we're the perfect podcast for that. Yeah, that's right. We're differing. Well, we're different degrees of that, Dion. Think about it. It's that like a, be, you, you be, start out with me, be. then you go Nick, and then you, Dion. That's like, never mind. We're not going to. You know what I'm saying. I just don't say it anymore. I know exactly what you're saying. That, that was the language of our friendship, my man. That's why we uh, keep on doing this, folks. This is our seven-year anniversary. Yeah, so, seven years, man. Seven years. Yeah. When we get to ten, we'll, uh, we'll tell you a secret about Dion. Uh, I'll learn the secret first. <laughs> I don't oh even know what the God. fuck it is. I mean, there, right. was, there was a period of time where we just started telling everybody that, you know, no, nobody existed and Jeff was doing everybody's voice. Oh, my God, yeah. People believe that, too. Remember that? No, because I think, I think it was the time when we were pre-recording the, the episodes and putting them out. So yeah. everyone, everyone's just like, oh, my God, it's true. We're like, none of them exist. I can't – dude, I forgot that. Yeah, folks, so – we used to tell people that it was just me doing every voice and that it's all fake and a decent amount of people believed it. They would write emails, they would tell me how convincing it was, how good the editing was. Oh yeah, I know. It was it was it was, it was it was hilarious. It was hilarious. So sorry, Japan, I was actually gonna play that for you on top of that no matter what, but uh let's get that. So let's get the band aid off and get the hard part out of the way for Dion first. Who are you? What are you doing here, and where are my horses? Sorry, buddy. Because for you, you just for you, just for you, no, Dion. No. It's all for no, you. No, no, no. Your glasses are so you.
John. <laughs> Hello to the new people who just joined us. I'm sorry, Dion. You should be. You should be sorry. I just need a Yoda button. I'm sorry, Dion. I know. <laughs> How about this, though, to make it up? You know, they say all men are created equal, but you look at me and you look at small Joe, and you can see that statement is not true. See, normally if you go one-on-one -on -one with another wrestler, you got a 50-50 chance of winning. But I'm a genetic freak, and I'm not normal. So you got a 25% at best at beating me. And then you add Kurt Angle to the mix, your chances of winning drastically go down. See, the three-way at sacrifice, you got a 33 and a third chance of winning. But I, I got a 66 and two-thirds chance of winning because Kurt Angle knows he can't beat me and he's not even going to try. So, Samoa Joe, you take your 33 and a third chance minus my 25% chance and you got an eight and a third chance of winning at sacrifice. But then you take my 75% chance of winning if we used to go one-on-one -on -one, and then add 66 and two-thirds percents. I got 141 and two-thirds chance of winning at sacrifice. See, Joe, the numbers don't lie, and they spell disaster for you at sacrifice. Yeah. Isn't it, isn't it, isn't it the anniversary of that, of that promo? Uh, it's got to be coming up. Dude, perfect timing, if not. Seriously, man. Like, I, I, ah, fuck. Scott Steiner, you're the fucking man. Underrated. <laughs> Ramona, we all agree, man. We agree it's awesome. <laughs> oh, man. So, guys, we got to keep on drinking. Uh, Cesaro Japan, thank you for everything, my friend. Zombie Box Reviews, thank you very much. Says, Happy birthday, Jeff. Have a good one, bud. We will. Well, I will have a great birthday. Got a lot of stuff planned. We'll get to hang out with some friends. Uh, sadly, I don't get to see any family on my birthday this year. But my mom's awesome. She sent me uh, some birthday gifts already. So, thanks, Mom. I know you Ooh. don't listen to the show, and I'm kind of glad you don't. <laughs> yeah. So we, all right, um, there's a little contention here. The promo came out, according to this, it said 14 years ago today on from Reddit on April 29th, 2022. But then there's another one that says May 1st, 2019, and it was 11 years ago. So it was 2008, and I'm really hoping the anniversary of it's April 29th because that means we have a connection to it because that's the kid's birthday. <laughs> Oh, oh nice. so he could have been born on Steiner Math Day. So I got to find out for sure. Your kid's birthday is one day shy of my grandma's. Cool. So, continuing on our drinking uh, extravaganza tonight, Enrique Vasquez, one of my friends I'll be seeing this weekend, says, Happy early birthday, Jeff. Hope you have a great one, and I'm glad to have met you. You're a great friend that deserves the best. Back to the future forever. Thank you, Enrique. <laughs> I appreciate that. That's a, Those are very nice words. You're a good friend, too. And, folks... What you got to do is be on the lookout for Enrique and I when we're out toy shopping. So uh, two Mondays ago, he calls me. We had made plans, and he's like, I'm on my way. And I'm like, cool, where are we going? So he's got the whole day planned out. He takes me to these vintage comic shops, vintage toy shops. It was awesome. Dion, when you come out here, you, you and I definitely have to go to some of these places. Absolutely. Yeah, bring, bring an extra home. suitcase as well so I can haul that shit back. Yeah. yeah. Dude, you... <laughs> You will buy shit that you don't plan on. Enrique bought a giant ass X-wing. It's a three and three quarter inch scaled X-wing for Luke Skywalker. So it's awesome. Oh, I bought uh, wrestling uh, figures and comic books and all kinds of shit. 
It was a good time. Fuck so, yeah, man. Uh, well, it's going to be a big old trip. I don't. Hitler, we're trying to decide if we're going to bring the kids and shit for WrestleMania. We'll, we'll figure that shit out. But I'm fucking pumped, man. We're definitely checking those places out, man. Now, obviously, we want to party. So the answer is whatever. But remember, my mom's going to be at WrestleMania and she will babysit the entire time. <clears throat> Just saying. <laughs> she loves kids. If you need. If what you, about infants? Need exp- How does she feel about them? Oh! My mom loves kids of any age. She will take care of any kid. A baby, uh, uh, me at 34, she'll take care of me like I'm a fucking kid. It's great. She'll cook for you. She'll take great care of you. You'll, be, oh you'll feel God. positive about yourself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Hey, what do you, uh, what do you, do, what do you have planned tomorrow, man? What are you doing tomorrow? Uh, tomorrow, I'm going to Universal Studios. And then, nice. uh, yeah, just going to go there, hang out all day. Have a nice breakfast with a lot of bacon. To be honest, though, this week, in honor of my birthday, I've eaten a lot of fucking bacon. Jesse and I have probably eaten five pounds of bacon this week. Jesus. Well, it's okay. Your sodium levels are probably through the fucking roof. (laughs) I drink a gallon of water a day, so I'm trying to, you know, balance it out somewhere. A little exercising. But uh, bacon's been on sale at Ralph's, and bacon is cheaper than, like, any other meat. And we're just like, it's bacon, and, you know, let's eat it's some bacon. That, so bacon. It's, probably the, it's probably that Chinese bacon. Yeah. It's, it's Oscar Mayer bacon. So unless Oscar Mayer, by way of, you know, the South China Sea, it's delicious, too. <laughs> yeah, it meows at you. <laughs> Cat that's bacon, you know, it's the way of the future. That's yeah. how you know it's good. Yeah. Like, mm. This bacon came from China. Mm. Kind of tasteless. Kind of tastes kind of feline-ish and a little canine it in there, like, too. Yeah, it has, it has a really high mercury level. <laughs> Why is there gristle in my bacon? <laughs> uh, but uh, Enrique, thank you very much. That was a fiver, guys. So let's take a big one. Uh, sip for that oh, one. Five. Five dollars for um, So sorry, Japan. Thank you very much. He sends it to or to ask for one of these. I won't tell you what it is, guys, because I want you to have the surprise of my favorite, maybe my all-time favorite button. You know what it is. Yeah. <laughs> That's been a while. It's a guitar riff. <laughs> mm-hmm. I wish I could tell you what it was, but I downloaded some just generic-ass rock song and like picked one second of it just because it made me laugh. That's that's as deep as a lot of this stuff goes, folks. If you ever want to know how world class bullshitters works, there's no formula. I just make it up as I go. I'm like idiot. Oh, by Jones. the way, um, I watched uh, I think the new video you put out yesterday about uh, G4, mm-hmm. and I heard I, I heard girls uh, new new intro for your for your TNA campaign. I was like, oh, well, that's new. Yeah, <laughs> folks, tits and art. Let me tell you something. Just because it's going to the printer tomorrow and going to be closed on Saturday. It has passed its goal. You've seen that the goal of Tits and Art was many, many hundreds of percentages ago. We are now in the end game. We have 808% of our goal. So this book is in demand, and there is a limited run. I will order slightly more than we need, or slightly more than we sell, and we will have a, a finite print run. And uh, yeah, after we guarantee fulfill everyone's first, anyone after this cutoff date, you'll get yours probably still early too, because. You know, we're that ready for this. So uh, the reason I'm telling you all this, though, is there's going to be some new tits and art commercials. We're actually going to 
shoot the Hugh Jeffner stuff. It just took a little longer behind the scenes. Everything was prepped early, but you know, when you go to Europe for your uh, voiceover work, there's a little bit of time. But yes, Nick, she has recorded all sorts of new stuff. There's even a new World Class Bullshitters exclusive intro out there in the in the wilds of my computer files. So yes, we are having a whole big overhaul, folks. That's Be good. on the lookout right now. Uh, the only thing I'm not going to change is our logo since I just drew that last year, and I really like it. <laughs> there you go. Buy the t-shirt, folks. ShopWCBS.com. <laughs> so, uh, Adam Walford, thank you very much for your super chat. He says, remember, evil dies tonight. Hey, guys, 31 and 13. Well, Adam Walford, ask and you shall receive. Guys, this is just a small sip, but keep on drinking. All right, so a 13 and a 33. Oh, well, pardon my French, but uh, I'll be damned. <laughs> Walker told me I had. Uh, that fucking needs. Could he be dead by now? <laughs> yeah. Lucas. Yeah. I remember watching okay. that uh, live. Not live, but I remember watching that when it first aired. I was like, "What is happening with Walker, Texas Walker Ranger?" Walker told me I have AIDS. Right. He died. Well, I mean, I mean, I mean. Now, what is it? Uh, one of the supernatural guys is you know, doing the the redo, the remake of that show. So, Did, is he yeah, telling kid that he has AIDS? Uh, no man, no, no, not, not, not in 2022. That's part of the shame. <laughs> did you, Nick? Did you hear that that Walker spinoff got or that Walker reboot got a spinoff already? <sighs> of course it fucking did. Yeah, yeah. I'm I mean, like that's either. yeah, that's. God, I mean, the, the, they're even doing the prequel of the Supernatural show. That's happening like as well too from our good friends at C at, at CW. Dion's favorite network. Oh yeah, man. I mean, it's the best network. <laughs> they make so much money. Network. Yeah, they make so much money, man. Haven't haven't made a profit in seventeen years. Damn right. It's the CW, as in shit. It's the caught watching. <laughs> Remember when SmackDown was on the CW? Yup. For a little bit, right before they, right. Dude, before I, I remember. I remember when SmackDown was on Sci-Fi Channel for I think a year or two. WWE hasn't always made the best decisions. They did not make always, but then they would put full episodes of SmackDown on YouTube. I remember that too. Oh, that was weird. That was weird. Which was great because when I was working at the fucking airport doing security, I didn't have shit to do, and I would watch episodes of SmackDown the next day, even though it wasn't great. But fuck it, Kane was champion, bitch. <laughs> I can't imagine Dion being TSA at an airport. God damn oh, it! I see him in the uniform. I was a TSA. I worked for a contract company, and we were essentially red caps, which fuck that shit. But we just sat outside <laughs> all the time. So okay, okay, okay. All right, all right, good, good, good. I was just like, I was, I was just like, I could, I could imagine Tion fucking TSA with the blue gloves every goddamn day. No, no, hell no. Yep, yep. My man Alexander the Great gets it. UPN. The last moment of SmackDown on UPN was Booker T Young and Bobby Lashley. I'm a whoop your ass, and then at the show. Mm-hmm. Well, what a great way that to go out. End of UPN, which is the most, the truest thing ever, because UPN was known as, you know, it was UPN, and the best way for it to go out was the five-time, five-time, five-time WCW champion saying, I'm going to whoop your ass. <laughs> yep. Yep. Oh, fuck. Did he? Did he ever whoop yes. his ass? Okay, just checking. Uh, he whooped Batista's ass. Who didn't? Booker T. No, Batista's. Wait, but 
Batista has been beat up so many times that it doesn't matter if Booker T did or didn't beat up Batista. Batista ain't <laughs> shit in the grand scale of things. And you know that's true. Damn, why are you going so hard? But Batista's all right, you know what I'm saying? Because he can make a decent movie unlike The Rock. I'm just pissed, okay? Ooh, that's a, that's a, that is a fair assessment, too. <clears throat> Batista's yeah, Batista actually is, in good movies. Well, Batista's in, in, in the new M, M. Night Shyamalan movie, I think. As well, like like he's like a cult leader or something. I'm like, that's well, he's in the Knives Out sequel too, isn't he? I think he is. Yeah, he's he's fucking all over the place. It's crazy. Hmm. Yeah, but no, no, it it's sad. I'd rather see a Batista movie than a Rock movie right now. So, oh well. Same. I'd rather watch uh, Spectre than anything the Rock's been in. You mean you you mean you you do not you're not looking forward to African American Adam? No, African American Adam is uh. An inevitability, but I'm not excited. I wonder. I wonder if, I wonder if it's going to bomb at the box office. It's The Rock. It'll probably make a bunch of money. Yeah, and it'll encourage him to make a fucking sequel. Yeah, because yeah, because if it, if it makes money, he's he's going to get like like he's going to get to probably um, two more two more uh, movies then for sure. So I pulled up. So if, if if Black Adam makes a little bit of money, even if it's fucking terrible. They're going to lean into it, man. You know, they, they want to compete. They want to get in the comic book game. And The Rock, especially if he goes to WrestleMania, if the WrestleMania shit's true, that if, if, it, if it makes Batman versus Superman money, we're getting a fucking Black Adam 2, 100%. <laughs> well, guys, temper those expectations because the estimate... Hold on, let's guess the estimated opening weekend. Nick, you go first, sir. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Um, um, I'm, go- I'm, I'm going 80 million. Dion. Ooh. Now, after all that shit I said, I got a gun to my head. I... Alec Baldwin, are you in the room? Oh, fuck. <laughs> Did you check it? Wait, it's um, been a year. It's been a year. Clear the weapon. Clear your weapon, Baldwin. Um, oh, he I'm cleared not, it. I, ooh, I'm going to say I'm gonna say it's only going to make 70. I'm going to say 70. All right. Kendo. Oh, all right. Um. Let's go with 110. Well, you guys all overestimated. Oh, shit. It looks they're estimating $60 million. Oh, my God. Ooh. That's Ooh. bad, isn't it? Yikes. Yikes. Are... Yeah, well, when you get to 60 and 50, like, you're getting, yeah. You're, yeah, it's, it's not good. It's not good. So for context, that would be enough to dethrone Halloween Ends, the movie we'll be talking about in a few Jesus. moments. Jesus Christ! If that we keep drinking, bulk. Halloween Ends made a whopping forty-one million dollars this past weekend on a budget of thirty million dollars. I'd rather I'd, ra- I'd I'd rather get like a free pay- premium membership from Peacock for seven days, watch it, and then never see it again. I'm sure there's some people in a certain Facebook group that are audibly filleting themselves as much as possible. I'm sure they are. I am sure they are. God. True fans love every Halloween movie. God, I fucking no, hate those people. people all no, I, I, I quit. I quit the group. Uh, of, I think, I think two or three weeks ago as well. Ken, I was just like, I, I can't anymore. You shouldn't I can't. have. I can't. I, I should have stuck around. No, it's really good now because what it, what's happening is the people that run the group like the movie and the fans hate it, so they keep posting official group posts about how good Halloween ends is, and everybody is ripping them apart. It is so awesome. Oh, good. Well, because like, like even on Peacock, you you see the you see the uh, audience score and then like the critic score, 
and both of them are both of them are in the gutter. You know, nobody like nobody wants nobody likes this movie, and they're and like I don't know. Well, once again, I love I I, I love our, our 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 writer at um, you know the, the guy who writes for Bloody Disgusting, John Squires. Uh, he's praising and he's like, oh, if you don't like it, just turn off the TV. It's like, dude, go fuck yourself. Yeah, that really line isn't exactly hot right now. I wouldn't keep saying shit like that. Well, no, he was he, he was also the one for like a whole week filleting fucking um, Robert Cummings about about his you know Halloween two movie. Of course. Well, Nick, I I will just bury I won't bury the lead too deep, but I'll say this: Rob Zombie's Halloween two is not the worst Halloween anymore. <laughs> I don't know, man. They're, yeah. for, for, for me, for me, they're neck and neck. For me, they're neck and neck. Oh, they're neck and neck, but one wins by a nose hair. A so nose hair. Okay, it still right, wins. I'll give you that. It's like I want to beat my head against a wall over watching those movies either day of the week. So yeah. now, our, moving on, one thing, the Black Adam movie has to make enough money back because, yeah, Halloween made $41 million against a budget of $30 million, but Black Adam's got a budget of $195 million. So, oh my god, really? What the fuck? Like how, how much did The Rock ask for to get paid? Jesus. Oh, he probably owns a third of Warner Brothers right now. Probably. God. So, this would be, if this movie actually makes $60 million, it'll be the biggest box office opening since Thor Love and Thunder. Uh, so the box office has been pretty shitty this year, I guess. I've just been riding yep. high on the story well, of no, Top I Gun. Think, well, 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 I think I think what it is is that you're, you know, like because of the previous two years, there wasn't a lot of production in movies, so there's not really a lot coming out this year. And also, people are really putting their money where their mouth is. I mean, that's why Top Gun hasn't left the damn box office. It's been there. Like it's still, it's you can still go watch it in the theater now, you know. Um, and it's it once again, it didn't need any help from China. They you know they didn't put any money into it, and it made a billion dollars on its own. So, well, I want to watch it again. I, I can't say that about a lot of movies these days. Yeah, that's true. So, also, um, well, also, um, if anybody is mad at Halloween, Halloween ends. Um, go watch Terrifier two in theaters because ooh. that is an independent movie that is unrated and it is it is showing in seven hundred theaters across the U.S. Terrifier one is for is free to watch on Tubi. You have no excuse not to watch it. Go buy a ticket for this movie and support it, please. Show Hollywood that uh, you know some 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 small movie that's in the theaters for just for the month of October um, can make some money. It's uh, more in the chat says there's been plenty of releases even in September and nobody's going to the movie. We have the Regal Pass, and I don't think I've been to a movie in like about a month or two. It's been a minute. I've just been too busy, and I want to go to movies. Um, like we watched, I wanted to see the Black Phone in theaters, but we ended up watching it on um, Peacock instead. So yeah, that yeah, the, like that watch, that one, yeah, that one, that one, that one I watched on VOD. But like, I feel bad because that one was really good, and I think it deserved to be watched in theaters. I think it would have had a, def- a different, a different feel to it. I did, I, I did like it. I really did like it, but I feel like it, it, it was meant for theaters, kind of thing, you know. I agree. Um, the audience wants us to drink, so we have to keep going. You guys ready? Because there's a lot. Oh, yeah. All right. So uh, where were we at? Rob Brantz, thank you very much. He says, well, Jeff, with the new Resident Evil 4 trailer, there's still a lot of the old mechanics still there. But now you can craft items and parry with your knife if needed. Well, Rob, I missed the trailer today, but you're telling me about the parry and the crafting the items. 
has me interested. I was never really against this remake. For as much as I personally am against film remakes, game remakes are a little different. Now, I want them to always have Resident Evil 4 available, as it is. I got it on the Xbox, PlayStation 4, fucking GameCube. I love that game. It's a great, wonderful game. Played it on multiple consoles. Always have the original. But if there's a remake, I'm cool. So I'm very excited by this. If this hits Game Pass, win. If this eventually hits that like $30, $40 mark, because I don't really feel like paying $70 for video games anymore, count me in. I've been collecting the entire Resident Evil remake series on disc, so... Um, I think Ghostbusters. I, I think the new Ghostbusters game came out as well. Ooh, yeah. So that's that's in, that's in the wild too. So also, I think um, what the fuck was it? Um, the new Dark Pictures game is out too. Let me check what that is. Because they, uh, they yeah, I keep want to say the quarry. Or is it? Yeah. Wait. No. 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 It's uh, it's not. Uh, no. It's on the quarry. It's um. Let's see. Uh, it was a brand new one. Fucking forget! I'll have to look it up. But I know it, it was it was one for October for sure. Let's see. Uh, the devil in me is what it is. Okay. Hey, I, I, think yeah. I looked up that. I looked up that new Ghostbusters game. They eventually go to a brewery, just like in Wolfbusters. <laughs> oh, they copied off of us. We beat Probably. them. That would be hilarious. Uh, now, ours are a little different, but yeah, there we go. Uh, back to the audience. Rob Brands, thank you very much. Ninja Lawyer Steve, this is a fiver. We have to drink for two fivers, actually, guys. Um, one from Rob, one from Ninja Lawyer Steve. Ninja Lawyer Steve just says, happy birthday. Well, Ninja Lawyer Steve, thank you very much. It's uh, It's been a good day so far, and it's not technically my birthday until hours from now. Sorry, two hours from now. I'm just, uh, we don't have a show tomorrow night. Xavier to God says, what's your favorite rock movie and least favorite rock movie? Well, that's a tour, guys. Take a sip. Um, my favorite rock movie is Pain and Gain, and my least favorite rock movie is Skyscraper. That's so dumb. Well, <laughs> no, Southland, Southland Tales, no. Ooh. Yeah, Southland Tales are the Tooth Fairy. Those movies suck. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> I'm a pimp and pimps don't kill themselves. What fucking line is that, Dion? Oh what? my god. Oh my god. I remember being drunk and you and I just being like we were hoping it was the room bed and it was just bad as fuck. Like Donnie Darko, my ass. Get out of here, dude. And I like Donnie Darko. It was just a shit. I do too. Like and that motherfucker could not make a movie with The Rock and Sarah Michelle Geller, Sean William and Scott. Sean William Scott. Fuck? Jinx. Wasn't Justin Timberlake in that movie too? Yes, he was. What, so he's what, got Southland soul, Tales? but he's not a soldier. Yeah. Oh yeah, dude. Oh god. Yeah. Every, everybody. Apparently, everybody was in fucking Southland Tales. I'm in it if you look closely. <laughs> yeah, dude. That movie was. Uh, yeah. What about you guys? Favorite, least favorite rock movie? Favorite is the Rundown. Um, it's just such a cool flick, and you know, you know how much I love cool flicks, and. Least favorite has got to be the fucking Tooth Fairy. Like, especially since it was supposed to be based in Lansing. I was like, dude, I can't. This movie's so fucking bad. I was going <laughs> to say the game plan, but I, I got a soft spot for that movie just because it's, you know, Disney kid bullshit. But even then, that girl grew up. And I was like, Jesus, that, that, that's how old that movie is. But yeah, Tooth Fairy is just so bad. And then it wasted Ashley Judd. I'm like, damn. 
<laughs> um, let's see. Favorite has got to be Walking Tall. Uh, solid movie. Good one. Uh, yep. Good one. Uh, least there has got to be Doom. Oh, that's oh, terrible. Doom. Do you, no, 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 no. It's a good, bad movie, but like... Yeah, it's, it's also bad. It's also like a bad, bad movie. It's like, man, I can't fucking watch this. Man, that fucking... That first person's uh, portion of the movie is just so... And I love Carl Urban, but goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, that's... 17 years ago on my birthday, The Rock released a film called Doom, and it was terrible. And now, 17 years later, we get I get Black Adam. I think he hates me as a fan. He does. He really does. Dude, I'm looking, I'm looking at The Rock's filmography here. So I'm going to say my favorite, since it technically counts, is Beyond the Mat. Oh, yeah. And my least favorite is pretty much all of these movies, because I'm looking at all these movies. I've watched maybe half of them, and I haven't liked any of them. I'm just... Rock, dude, your movies suck. I'm sorry, man. He's up. He just making. He's he's just making. We're living in the in the era where the Wesley Snipes B movies have become kind of standard for some people, and The Rock just makes those kind of movies. Oh God, dude, that, like no, 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 that, no, no, no. That is that is 100 correct. The Wesley Snipes straight to DVD movies. That is what The Rock yep. makes. That's what they, that's what they give him the big money for. Yeah, which is fucking wild. Like hey. him. He's doing what Jean Claude Van Damme did in the 2010s, and it's like, oh, damn, shit, dude. These motherfuckers, yeah. they, they spent 190 something million dollars on some of these movies. Damn, and some of them I enjoy. Like, I I fucking enjoy Jungle Cruise. Is it a great movie? Fuck no. You know, fucking. Like oh my god, Doom is the perfect example where it's like, like people, you know, people forget because I don't. What's the new the new the the, the, the I, I want to say Eternal, but that's the game, but. The newer Doom, the Annihilation. People think that that was bad, dude. Fucking Doom, Rock's Doom, and it had decent names in it. Oh it god, yeah, stuff. dude. It's yeah, it's yeah, it's, it's got it's got some weight to it. But um, yeah, man, they fucked it up bad. Sometimes I watch it, I'm like, Len Wisman didn't make this movie. Damn, that's crazy. Fucking, yeah, D- yeah. Doug Jones is in there. It's like you know, uh, yeah. a doctor and then the creature. Like, go figure. Um, Carbon. Rosamund Pike, um, Richard oh, Brake. Oh, her? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. You had you. Carl yeah. Urban's fucking sister. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, you had a, yeah, you, you, you had a good amount of people in there, and then you're just like, man, you guys fucked this shit up. And I remember, I remember when it happened, like, oh, we can't really copy the game. We don't want to make a portal to hell. It's going to be weird. It's like, you have the, you have the best, like, the, you have the best premise for a fucking game ever, for, for a movie ever. Uh, and like you know, for, for Doom, it's like, oh, we we went to Mars and we found you know ancient artifacts and they opened a portal to hell. That is a fucking great movie. But yeah, yeah. you pussy, you pussied out and we're like, oh, we're gonna do it like it's the another chromosome or something. We're gonna make it like that yeah. and people get yeah. infected and they it's turn an, into shit. Ain't that a bitch? The the fucking point of Doom, Rock's Doom, is it's an extra chromosome. <laughs> Dude, it was it was it was, su- it was such. It was such a honey dick fucking letdown. I was like, you have the best premise for an awesome fucking movie. The creatures are ridiculously like horrific. You have you have this you have this great material for it. No, we're not gonna do that, man. We're gonna make PG thirteen, and we're, we're just gonna make it an extra chromosome. It's fine. It's all, it's all right. It's cool. Dude, seriously, that's Down syndrome. That that right there is the plot line for how you get Down syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> imagine talking about movie stars. Imagine if you would have picked the Rock to be Doom Guy. How Doom Guy 
is a cultural staple now. You know, Doom oh, Guy yeah. so badass. Doom Guy, Doom Guy, Doom Guy. And if you had The Rock as Doom Guy, come on. What are you doing? What were you thinking? Yeah, I mean, I mean, like the I I hate to say it, but the best part of the of the of the movie the movie is when they pull out the big fucking gun, the BFE, and use it. Um, that's probably the best part of the movie. That's, uh, that's cool. Right. I still I still love Portman holster shoulder your fucking weapon, soldier, and it's just the Rock talking shit. And I was like, okay, if they'd have made this, the movie around this, it it have been a, it would have been a success, but God. they did. They fucking pussy. No, out. they no, no, they no. They I yeah, they put him looking at him all intense like that. I'm like, okay, that's that should have been, that should have been what this movie was about was horror and 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 action intensity, and it just became a generic 2000. <laughs> I just like your description, action intensity. No, yeah, no, because I mean, you could have made it horror action. You you could have made it like a Vent Horizon level kind of kind of scary. Yes, yes. Oh my god, dude. Yes. It would have been fucking awesome, but no, you pussied out. Like make it weirdly horrifically action intensive. Like Event Horizon is dope. Like that movie had fucking and Nick knows that motherfucker gave me the reel of it. Or uh, no, I ordered the blue the uh, the Blu-ray, and that movie has a following to this fucking day. It's yeah, and it's if you so, made it like so good. that. Yeah, it's so good. Damn. Because I remember, yeah. I remember my mom taking me to the theater to go watch that, and, and I was just like, "This was a mistake. This was a goddamn mistake." <laughs> when I was sick, right when it came out on video, and Diane and I were homesick, and we watched Event Horizon, and we were terrified, but fucking love that goddamn. Movie. Yeah, yeah. Do you see? Do you see? Dude, it's so fucking good. Mm. Now, Xavier the God had a follow up. Uh, another tour, guys. Fuck Mary Kill. Rock Cena Batista movie careers. Damn it. Um, marrying. Uh, marrying. Ah, uh, fuck. Killing Cena's movie career. Even yeah. though I like, I love Peacemaker, <laughs> and I do like the Suicide Squad. And I'll... and like he's and, and like he's legitimately funny in the stuff he does. He's legitimately funny. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like you know, but his, it's his part like... is funny in what's her name's movie. Amy uh, Poehler's movie. Yeah, yeah, but 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 like his career has been very eh. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I'd probably probably marry Batista and then fuck Rock uh, movie career. But yeah, that's yeah, 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 yeah. I'm I'm, I'm gonna go with that because I feel like Batista is like like is learning from what the Rock did and still doing it slowly, getting up there, you know, doing his thing. Uh, the Rock is just like fuck it. I'm a, I'm gonna be huge. It's like you're huge, but all your stuff, you know, kind of sucks. <laughs> mm, I'll kill yeah. Cena's. And I'll just flip Nick's. I, I'll marry The Rock and fuck Batista's since he did a Bond movie. I'll go with Nick's just because John Cena sucks, and anytime we get to hurt him, it's great. Oh, <laughs> uh, this is a fiver from TLJ Screwjob. Thank you. He says follow up to Xavier's chat. People's elbow, arm swings, sorry, people's elbow, arm swings, or the little shuffle when he prepares to hit the rock bottom. Rock bottom! Oh, he said it twice, like JR. Oh, you mean the, um, the spine buster. That's what he's doing when he hits him with that. Yep. All right, Dion and Kendo and Nick, um, what's better? Do you guys like the uh, people's elbow or the spine buster? 
Oh, if I if I'm picking, it's people's elbow. It's yeah, people's so elbow. So theatrical. Yeah. It is. So it's, theatrical. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's quite theatrical. He, he, he's playing it for the crowd and everything. That's wonderful. And like you him, can't, him, yeah, yeah, him, him just standing there like slowly taking off his elbow pad and that whole like yep. thing. He, it's it's yep. fucking ridiculous. And then at twenty, where he did he does the fucking strut right before. Like, come on, it's so great. <laughs> now, hold on. I read. I'm reading this a little closer because I am drinking. You mean specifically, what do you like more? The way The Rock crosses his arms or the get-up taunt he does for The Rock Bottom? Um, Give me the cross arms. The, the get-up yeah. taunt is probably the best taunt in pro wrestling history, but the way, when he does the crosses of the arms, man, it's just like you know what's coming, and it's fucking oh, – it's just – like it's 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 – it's a staple of the sport of pro wrestling. And it's just the way he, ah, it's, yeah. Give me the cross arms all day. Uh, I'll go the cross arms too. The people's elbow is just awesome. The rock bottom is a great move and it's more effective if you're, you know, if wrestling's real to you. But it's the people's elbow. Every part's fucking cool. Like even the way he drops his elbow, it's awesome. Now, guys, Darian217 is very generous to us. So these are ten, three dollars $10 in a row. So we have to keep oh. drinking. Yeah. First one from Darian. Thank you very much. He says, "Happy birthday, Jeff." DC is horrible with their marketing. It's similar to how they handled Batman versus Superman. Superman, where they showed you that Doomsday was in the movie and blew their load in the trailers. Well, yeah. All right. Excuse me. Now, I actually, answer what you're saying. I remember when. Dion and I both remember when this BVS trailer came out, and we both rolled our eyes. We're like, "Fucking Doomsday!" That was Dion's mm-hmm. response. <laughs> fucking yeah. Doomsday, dude! They gave it away in the fucking trailer. What's they it? did, they did. Um, and he called like, it. Yeah, and 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 like they, it took them a while to give it away. Um, you know, because I think it was like, uh, like right, like a couple months before it came out or something. Like that, and then they're like, "Oh, Doomsday is in this." I'm like, "Oh, Doomsday? That's fucking weird." It was just too much. It's like you had the death of Superman and like five other stories in one movie. Well, yeah, and yeah. you wasted it. And you wait. And I got into it on Twitter with a motherfucker today. You know, people, you know, because obviously with the with the Rotten Tomatoes thing, and people were saying, you know, the fact that, uh, you know, super people are like, oh, well, how is Superman of fifty percent on Rotten Tomatoes? It's like because it's fucking awkwardly dark, and then the follow up is bad is ranked, rated so low too. Batman for Superman because it's just like continues that dark bullshit and it muddied it like you had people who Zack Snyder and these motherfuckers who made a movie who didn't fucking understand the source material now, like, now Dion, Dion I have a point of contention with you here because I was told that when I said Batman versus Superman sucked that I was wrong because I haven't seen the director's cut you have to watch the director's cut to fully understand and appreciate that. oh my god, I've, oh, yeah, god yeah. I fucking hate those people I I despise. I want to kick those motherfuckers in the balls every time. I'm like, oh, you gotta watch the director's cut. Go fuck yourself. Yeah, really. Yeah. Dude. Actually, 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 you know, put your hand in your in, in your pants and go fuck yourself, because <laughs> because like you're, you're telling me you're telling me for it to be good, I have to wait. I have to wait six weeks for the fucking DVD or Blu-ray to come out, and then watch the director's cut on there, and then that's gonna be the thing that makes it good. I'm sorry, but if the studio hadn't if the studio had any fucking brains because they don't now, they would have made it good from the jump. They would have put they would have put the time, put the effort in, put the money in, and made it good from the jump. This way you wouldn't have to wait six weeks for the goddamn Blu-ray and watch the director's cut. Yeah. Now folks, if you would like to go fuck yourself, order yourself a copy of Tits and Art. Get those pages stuck <laughs> together and send pictures to Nick. 
Oh yes, care of Last Stand in Samoan, WCBS. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because oh, I, mean, I, I I hate hearing that. It's like, oh, director's cut's really good. It makes everything better. No, if if, if the theatrical if the theatrical cuts if the theatrical cut sucks, why the should I spend? Cut's not going to rescue. Yeah, why should I but spend the movie more is money? Just straight up bad. Why should I spend more money and more time on something that that I didn't like to begin with? That makes no sense. And like, Nick, like I said before, if the studio had, if, 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 if the director's cut is so much better, the studio would have gone with that cut. And Nick, you've watched the director's cut. We've watched it. Folks, if you want to hear us review the director's cut of Batman versus Ooh, Superman, join our cut. Patreon that's page. True, we did. We did. We did. We reached, and you can we, hear us we, bitch. We, yeah, and, and we reached maximum saturation with alcohol because we kept drinking. We're just like, this is not getting any better. This is just not going to yeah, do no. it. See, there you go, Jeff. You were talking about history of the channel. That's a deep cut. That's like eight years ago, history of the channel type shit. Or seven years Before ago. we even existed. a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um, well, folks, we're gonna keep on joining or keep on coming at you every Thursday. That's what day it is this week. Yeah, um, Thursday. All Good right. Call. So Darian two and seven. Oh, it's not Thursday anymore. No, it's still Thursday. Well, okay, not everywhere. I mean, what if they're in like Nova Scotia? It's Friday. Folks, if you're in Happy the future, Friday. <laughs> yeah. I'm a little jealous. All right, Darian Two and Seven also says, "Isn't it always like that for movies that are not woke and don't sell their recognized platforms for social, ag- personal agenda, political agenda, or social justice? It seems like a pattern we've seen before." Dude, I feel like that worm's turning, and I will talk about that later when we talk about what I want to talk about. You know, when we get when we stop drinking for these, that will not stop drinking, but when we take a break, that is what we'll start talking about first. Cool. Yeah, man, it's just, yeah, I just, yeah, the director's cut, oh, yeah, whatever. I mean, there, 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 there are some that that do improve it, like after the fact, but you know, it's it's few and far between, man. It Nick, really is. Now, I've heard also another rumor that there's a director's cut of Franken Thug. Is that true? <laughs> uh, you you've heard correct, sir. You've heard correct. I have to oh, go. Shit, steal, really? I have to, I have to go steal it off of the hard drive of Richard Tanner, and then I can show it to you guys. Dude, I yes. want. Uh, yes, dude. Seriously, do that because the director's cut of Frank would be awesome. I've got yeah. the I've got the theatrical cut at home on a DVD that I forced you to sign at gunpoint. Maybe <laughs> that's true. You did. You did. I was happy to do it. You didn't have to bring out the gun. Jeez, so he was happy to, to do make, it. Look, I wanted to make sure that it would occur. So I'm like, okay, no, go hang out with fine. Nick. It's gonna be New Orleans. Things might get weird. New Orleans is a dangerous city. I need a gun. I want to make sure Nick signs this. I better use. No, the no, gun. no, no, no. Let's no, no. Kenneth, let's be honest. You, you, you're a white guy. You saw a dark guy, and you're just like, oh, I need, I need my gun now. Well, it's true. I was in New Orleans. It's a dangerous city. <laughs> it's for my own protection. And I'm my sure friend's it was. Protection, sure it was. which creates a bit of a conundrum because my yeah, friends exactly. happen to be the color of the people that I'm trying to defend myself against. I know. I know. Like shit, who's on my side? I don't know anymore. (laughs) (laughs) All right. One more from Darian two and seven. The Big Lebowski, the uncensored version, includes a cameo with my favorite Asian porn star growing up at the time, Asia Carrera. Have a drink, guys. The dude bides. (laughs) Asia Carrera, hell yeah, dude. She was the she was the OG of the Asian uh, starlets, or one of them. Before everybody else decided to copy me. (laughs) Easy, easy. Philippines count. Philippines count. It's in Asia. So Asia Carrera. And MacArthur promised he'd come back, and damn it, 
we've got we've got little Kendo out of it. Little Kendo Jr. out of it. Yeah. She didn't appreciate the other day when I called her Miss Saigon, but I don't think she understood why I called her that. Yeah, I would not imagine someone from the Philippines thinking that's funny. Yeah, she's like, I'm not Vietnamese. I'm like, you never mind. Whatever. Shut up. God damn. Great mail order bride response with that one. Oh jeez. Well, speaking of speaking of Vietnam, um, I did I did I did read the book too, the greatest beer run ever. Oh. Um, I got yeah. I want to see that movie so bad. It's worth it, man. It's worth it. Um, it is like <laughs> the book is the book. Obviously, the book is way different from the movie, but also the timeline. He was like once like he, you know he what he he went over there and did you know and what. Saw everybody he could, and then once the Ted, once the Ted offensive happened, he was stuck there for like three or four months. Well, he yeah, there's there's a reason for that, Nick. Well, no, no, yeah, and like he he couldn't leave, and there wasn't food coming in, and he had to help people out and stuff. Like it was, yeah, like yeah, it was like the book. The book is fucking great. The book is great. The movie's really good too, uh, but the book goes into obviously like more detail about like how things happened and how we got around and how he Talk eventually got home. Fucking timing though. It's like I'm gonna go on this amazing thing. I'm gonna. Go to Vietnam in the midst of this fucking massive conflict and do something really nice for my for, for, for my comrades, my Americans in arms that I'm not serving with, but I'm gonna serve them some alcohol. And you get fucking stuck in the Ted offensive. It's like, oh, you picked the wrong time, man. Bad luck. Woo. Yeah, man. Um, that was yeah, that's crazy. And it's yeah, as, especially how, how many times he should have probably died is just like it's ridiculous. But um, yeah, man, he made it out. You know, he um, the, uh, he he unfortunately lost a couple friends, um, you know, to the to the war and stuff. But uh, the majority of them came back home, man. Now I gotta see this fucking movie. Yeah, yeah. No, it's it's you know, it's real good. It's real good. Then go watch Hamburger Hill. That's equally good. Uh, Is I'll that go Matthew Broderick? Out. No, um, it's Dylan McDermott, uh, Stephen Weber. I believe it's Don Cheadle's first ever film performance. Um, fuck. The one guy that always plays Johnny Cochran in everything is in that movie, too. I can't think I think, I think, I think for Don Chile, you're, you're forgetting Meteor Man. Was that before 1987? No, it was not. No, that was in the 90s. Okay, then Don Chile's first movie is probably Hamburger Hill, because it came okay, out in 1987. Fair. Fair fuck, <laughs> Nick. Learn, learn to tell time and dates. <laughs> <laughs> this is why I'm always late. Yeah, well, CPT. You know what? Fair <laughs> the phrase, you fucking know it. You fucking know it, Kendo. You, you figured it out. Oh, oh my god. Um, I think it's uh, the the drinking that makes this show more fun tonight. What do you guys think? Hey, listen, that's what we do, baby. Drunk streams. We're, we're the kings at it. I'll fucking put our show up against any other fucking show, podcast, whatever. Drunk streams, anything where we're, baby, we're 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 loose, we're goosey, we're fucking, fucking lock up your middle aged moms, damn it! Come yeah. on, now. yeah, they're Dion's they're in danger when Dion's out. Looks like no, that's true. That's true. <laughs> Wait, who? Oh, that one porn star that's really famous. It's like a cougar. But she looks like Pete Carroll. God, I cannot fucking think of her name. You keep saying it looks like Pete Brand- Carroll part, and it makes me bust out laughing. Brand- 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 Brandy Love or whatever? Brandy- yeah, Brandy Nina Love. Hartley? No, Brandy Love. She looks like Pete Carroll. No, Nina Nina Hartley's a little too old now to do. To, to no, do seriously, yeah. get a picture of Cor- uh, Courtney Love. Get Courtney Love, too, while you're at it. Get a picture of Courtney <laughs> I mean, Love, probably Brandy Love, and Pete Carroll, and two of those three are going to look similar. 
Did you did you hear about the uh that that one porn star at, at TwitchCon? Yeah, fucking All she got two rods put well pun intended, two rods put in her spine. Ooh. Yeah, dude. Ooh. Um yeah, like the yeah, TwitchCon had one do a stunt. Yeah. And they didn't fill the uh the foam pit uh, you know they didn't fill it enough with, with foam. Much better last week on the show, you know, because you weren't here. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, it, <laughs> go figure. Go figure. Oh, um, Nick, Nick, Jeff Nick, got it. Nick, there's Jeff some smoke coming off you. I think you're burned. I think so. Scorched. <laughs> He's Neosporn. Yeah. Fly <laughs> ice directly to burn. Yeah. I mean, we covered it on the show. You know, it's kind of what we do. You know, we cover. Uh, well, I haven't talked to you guys about it, and that's that, that, that's my gripe right now. Okay, well, maybe so. you should stop thinking you're bigger than the podcast. I'm I'm not. I just want to discuss. I just want to discuss with my friends. That's it. You spent a few days in Hollywood, and suddenly you got this. Big <laughs> yeah, now you're too big for us now. Like we got to deal with fucking Jeff falling in love with the movie Glitter and shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's are. better than Dark Fate. Yeah, and then hey, no, Christ. it's not better than Dark Fate. I've been to Hollywood. I'm I got so much better than what I am. No, you're not. Listen, I got Mexican Terminator on Dark Fate. What did you get out of <laughs> Mariah Carey, and it ain't all well, I want for Christmas. Well, well <laughs> Dion, Dion, I was I was in Oregon, where also one of your favorite movies, Twilight, is uh, it was made. So. <laughs> Dude, don't try to make no this Twilight is Jeff. It's not me. I've never seen Twilight. No, Twilight. Twilight is also you. <laughs> no, how is it? What? How, what? What you saying? Fuck me for. <laughs> yeah, dude. Just because just because you're taking a beating right now, that's when you gotta turn this on Dion. Come on now, just take your L yeah. and live with it. Thank you, man. Like fucking, we are, I already got deal with the fucking Chiefs lost the goddamn Bills. You're gonna spring this shit. I got a belly full of white fucking dog shit. You're gonna yes! spring this shit out of me. <laughs> God. Oh, this is our best episode. We're quoting fucking stepbrothers at each other now. Yeah, right. I watched it the other day. <laughs> I don't like that movie. Still. Dude, when that movie was new, you oh, said to me, of, Jeff, you watched it too much. Listen, Will Ferrell, I loved it, and you dude. fucking were obsessed with it. You were obsessed with it. And I'm just like, I loved it, but I was like, damn, you got you to gotta cool it on set, brothers. <laughs> fuck, man. No. And now we're in our 30s, and I'm like, I fucking love the fuck out of that movie. Speaking, uh, speaking of Will Ferrell, he's he's doing a Christmas movie with Ryan Reynolds. I think it's like yep. Scrooge or some shit like that. Yep, it's yeah, it's 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 no, it's a uh, Christmas Carol essentially. Christmas Carol, yeah, yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, I will pass. Does it start? <laughs> it star, does it start Pete Carroll? It looks so fucking bad. Holy shit, it looks so. Because bad. it looks it looks kind of like they're they're ripping off Scrooge. Yep. Uh, it yep, looks like much. that. And and it's it, it's Will Ferrell trying to be like it, like I I don't think Will Ferrell and Ryan Reynolds can be in the same movie together. I don't think it's gonna work out. I don't well, think Ryan Reynolds shouldn't is in that weird place now where he's trying to be, uh, I'm, I can do everything guy. And it's like, cool, it, you know, you have to make good stuff, you know. You know, Red Notice wasn't that fucking good. And yeah, mm-hmm. we're excited for Deadpool 3, but that's a fu- that's fucking a year and a half away, man. You can't be making goofy shit. And it looks goofy because as much as we love Will Ferrell, his decisions ain't exactly been the best the last couple of years. So, no. you know, Decade. he's off the gas pedal a little bit. You're not, you're not the Rock. No. <laughs> well, I don't. I'm not going to watch any of these movies. So, Anubis T800, thank you very much. Uh, he says, "Oh God, guys, I got an idea for Michael Myers movie." Michael Myers in a samurai suit and katana. Halloween, the Bushido Massacre. <laughs> Don't say that out loud. That would have been that would have been better than what we got for Halloween ends. Oh god, Jeez. yeah. Oh god. Oh, All right, so god. um we're gonna drink for 
two more because if we don't, we're just going to drink and then the show can't go on because we'll get too drunk or we'll actually get drunk. So, all right. So, two more. This is a fiver from SHRubbles08. It says, I'll take a Joe Rogan slap nuts and a horses for Dion. Happy birthday, Jeff. Well, thank you very much, SHRubbles08. Uh, ask and you shall receive here on World Class Bullshitters. What did you want first? This one. Did you see that guy accidentally hit that moose with his car? No. Holy shit. Jamie, pull that video up. fact that fucking Jeff Jarrett was NWA champions bothers me to this day. The only world titles he didn't hold were what? WWE and AEW? Well, ECW. Yeah. He had a lot yeah. of them. Yeah, yeah dude. Dude deserved titles, but him being NWA champion, get the fuck out of here. In his, <laughs> as as the rise and fall of WCW said, in his little Tennessee brain. <laughs> well, WCW had a lot of other problems. Jeff Jarrett was just one of them. So, <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, TLJ Screwjob, one more. He says, can I get an It's Me Austin and a one beer? Okay, so the one beer might be the one we can't press because we always get these damn WWE copy strikes, but I don't think the Me Austin one will be it. So we'll be able to press you that one right here. Who's that Pokemon? Who's that Pokemon? It's me, Austin! Oh, son of a bitch! Terrible storyline. Jesus Christ. Yeah, but me, that fucking worst. button is my favorite. Who's yeah. that Pokemon? It's me, Austin! Yeah. Oh, son of a bitch. That's the only thing JR that makes it worthwhile. It. That's it. But that, J- that JR cool. makes a lot of really shitty things worthwhile. That's kind of yeah. his thing. The pay, the payoff to that storyline. God, watching it in live time, it's like, okay, finally, we're gonna find out who. It's fucking Vince. But God damn it. Well, plus, you know, you gotta remember, you know, Vince's target audience has always been kids. I remember being a kid and being like, damn, that's kind of fucking crazy that he would do that. You know, and and then that that painted Vince McMahon in that light as that type of guy. As I became an adult, so obviously the storyline sucked dick, but you know the I'm, the kids lost their mind. The adults watching at that time were just like, "What the fuck is this?" You know, yeah, like so. dude, this has been going on for months, and the payoff is it's Vince. What the hell? That's what we. That's what we fucking get for you know leaning too hard in the goddamn Vince McMahon, never knowing what the fuck he wanted to be. He just wanted to be the king of everything. Damn it! Yeah. That the yep. type of dude that yep. pays off whores and. Make some sign NDAs. <laughs> I want to. I want to. I want to be a kids show, but the same. Every once in a while, I'm going to say fuck on live TV. <laughs> oh, when he did that for the build up to WrestleMania 32 in Texas, yep. that was so dumb. No, no, no. I, you, do you remember after that promo on SmackDown? No. Remind me. You, sir. you and I were texting each other, and we were like, "Yeah, WrestleMania is going to suck this year because." We the because I, I don't even remember why we agreed to watch it it, to, it pretty much together at the same time, but we were watching it, and he said it, and we were just like, "Yeah, he does. He he wants to be a kids show, but he knows that WrestleMania is so shitty. He has to build it, pulling out, saying shit on TV. It's like you last minute, last minute builds was Vince McMahon's Achilles heel every fucking time." 
And I'll never forget, we were fucking texting during SmackDown, and they cut that promo, and we immediately were like, yeah, well, we're just going, we're going to WrestleMania this year to hang out. Like, this is this is our trip. I, I will die with that memory, that the minute that he did that shit, we were just like, yep, WrestleMania's gonna suck this year. And it did. And thankfully, the and one in New Orleans it was, was so, so much better. bad. And I was like, hey, I get to hang out with my best friend and my other good friend, Dan. But the minute, all year, it's a kid show, and they want to do PG shit, but he knows he can't get any build for the biggest show of the year. He has to throw in. I want to beat your fucking. I want to get your face fucking beat in. I'm like, what do you want to do, Vince? What do you want to do? And obviously, it fucking cost him in the end. He wants ratings like the Attitude Era. That's what he wants. Yep. Nothing goes wrong live on TV, pal. Well, Vince, um, no. <laughs> so. Let's talk about some of the stuff we had planned for the show tonight, shall we? Now, Kendo, you had brought up uh, something interesting because today you sent us a trailer for a new Netflix movie. And now, folks, you listen to the show each and every week. You know what we talk about. You know how we feel about Netflix originals. But Kendo shares a trailer for a new Netflix film and makes an excellent point. So, Kendo, would you care to take it from here so I don't step on the intro for you? Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. No! um, So, all right. I, I saw this trailer pop up today on YouTube. I wasn't expecting to see it because, I, you know, it's whatever. I clicked on YouTube, going to go watch, you know, the tree dunk on the NFL week season six. And there's a trailer that says All Quiet on the Western Front. I'm like, wait, they made another one of those? Because All Quiet on the Western Front is this amazing book about World War One. I. I love learning about World War One, And I've seen the original movie from the 30s. It's good. And I've seen the remake with John Boy. It's okay. So I'm like, you know, let's let's see what we got going on here. Because if they've remade it in 2022, maybe it'd be good. And it says Netflix. I'm like, oh, no. Oh, no. We're going to get black Germans. This is going to be weird. So I click on it and I start watching the trailer. I'm like, holy shit. This is actually pretty good. I'm kind of excited to watch this movie when it comes out next Friday. You know, I'm, I'm going to block off that time. I'm going to say when I get home. I have to watch this movie. I'm going to tell her I'm going to watch this movie. It's an action movie. She might want to watch it. Once the blood and guts start flying, she's not going to want to watch it anymore. She likes safe mm-hmm. action movies. And I'm just going to be like, maybe, maybe they can. Okay. So I'm trying to temper my expectations here. So it's like, maybe they can do what the first movie from the 30s couldn't do, which is show you the graphic horrors of war while trying to explain it to you. And do what the second movie version of this couldn't do because it was a made-for-TV movie with John Boy, which was actually show you the horrors of war. Because the book is a very anti-war book. It's it, it's it, the guy that wrote it was in World War One. He was a German who fought in World War One, and he did not want to paint a very nice picture of said World War One because it's not a nice picture to paint. And so, obviously, they couldn't do it with the technology they had 80 years ago. They could have done it, but they didn't because it was a TV movie. And back in 1979, you couldn't show blood and guts on TV or two people that were married sleeping in the same bed. Probably. <laughs> and so now I'm like, okay, maybe, maybe this is the chance. Um, Netflix has an opportunity here to show that maybe they've learned their lesson and they're actually going to show and create good quality content as opposed to the avant-garde of the 2020s which is what twitter wants us to show so we'll find out what this movie i think is going to maybe hopefully point us in the direction that maybe they're going to try to go i'm hoping 
that will well, get I mean, like, a good I mean, movie out of this. I mean, Netflix, Netflix, you know, out of out of twenty things they put out, one is usually good. So, I mean, you're probably gonna get black Germans. Let's let's be honest, it's Netflix. Dude, um, look, I'm saying if, if they show some Germans charging a trench, and there's a few fellas on there that don't exactly look, you know, like me. I'm gonna be like, ah, all right, here we go. Here's where it's been slipped in. So, because you know, and then if they do that, I, I, I want I want equal representation. I want to see Tuskegee Airmen Part Two with white guys. <laughs> it's only fair. And then we can have a World War II movie with black Nazis. That's fine. <laughs> if we're gonna go, if we're gonna go, if we're gonna go into this waters, then we're gonna do these things. I want it full force or not at all. I agree. I agree. But no, seriously, well, I, this actually looks like it could very well be a well-told, <laughs> you know, good story. Maybe they're like, 1917 was a big deal. People fucking love this movie. Let's, you know, tell another story. Let's remake All Quiet on the Western Front. Let's have it the third version of this movie and see if we can do it right. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, man. Well, yeah, yeah, definitely. I have, yeah, de- I have good yeah, news yeah. for you. Oh. Because the, pro- the producer has stated he wanted the film to be as authentic as possible. He said, we want to be historically authentic at all times, especially if you decide not to paint your war story as a trial of heroes, but rather actually make a movie about war. Authenticity is paramount. Of course, uh, Remark's novel is a work of fiction with invented characters, but this is written off of his own experience on the Western Front of World War I. Well, then I'm happy, because the book, when you read the book, and I've read it multiple times, it is not a man you know we're gonna go do this and we're gonna we're gonna save the day it's like i don't want to go over the top of this trench because there's a chance i will be murdered okay i'm watching my friends die in agony because war is not nice we do not want to paint happy lovely pictures of war we want to try to avoid these things unless we're russia and so that's but hey look historically they've got a very cavalier attitude about sending people to die so I I I'm excited. I'm look. I'm actually looking forward to a Netflix movie. I don't think I've ever said these words out loud. I know, man. I know. Um, yeah, dude. Definitely, we'll definitely watch the report back. Hopefully, it'll be a good report. Hopefully, they do it justice. Hopefully, it's you know. Um, yeah. Hopefully, they, they do it. They do. They do a good job, man. Hopefully, it, they do. it comes out next. It comes out on the twenty eighth. It's releasing to a limited theatrical release and on Netflix. I Ooh. fully intend on watching it next Friday night and seeing if it can live up to the you know expectations that i've built up in my head for it over the last you know eight hours will you give the audience on patreon a review uh if the germans win the war yes (laughs) (laughs) maybe this is a different version where the where the you know, central powers come out on top i don't know what what what, what, was quentin rewriting history again he might Jeez. I've seen Inglorious <laughs> Bastards. Dude. I'm like, wait a second. They did fucking, not kill Hitler fucking in the movie love, theater. Fucking love that shit, dude. It's ridiculous. It's a great movie, it. though. That one was, and that's the power of, of telling people what your movie is, you know, knowing that it was like an alternate universe thing. I, like, I hey, literally had, look, I was wavering on that movie at that point. I'm like, the stuff with Brad Pitt's guys going out specifically looking to hunt down and kill Nazis, I'm all for, because fuck Nazis. The stuff with Christoph Waltz, I'm like, okay, this is good, this is good. But then when they get to the movie theater, and she's like barricading it, and Brad Pitt has got really fucking horrible French going on, it's like, how would they not have known this guy was clearly not French? He doesn't look French whatsoever. 
And well, it's Italian. Italian. Is it, okay. it's, 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 it's Italian, and that that's the whole point of that part of the movie. Is they're like, fuck it, we don't have anything else to to go on. Hitler's gonna be here, and that's how Christoph Watts catches him, and then obviously does does his thing. So, but that, that's kind oh. of that, that's part of the point of that part of the film. Well, either way, <laughs> when fucking the one dude that makes all the horror movies, Eli Roth, is like fucking MP. He's got the MP40, and he's just fucking blowing Hitler's face apart. I'm like. Yeah, I'm tapping out at this point. Would I have loved to have seen Hitler get shot up with a machine gun? You damn right I would. Who wouldn't have? It would have saved us a lot of fucking pain in the ass, you know, aggravation of having to go fight another war to save Europe. Assholes, ungrateful. (laughs) 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 At the same time, it's like, that didn't really happen, though. And it's like, it takes me out of it because I I get it. It's supposed to be alternate universe. But historically, I'm just like, nah, man, back-to-back World War champs. Y'all, y'all have been speaking German two times. It wasn't for us. <laughs> and before you come at me with that bullshit, tell me how it felt being stuck on your fucking island during Operation Sea Line. Yeah, you were holding your own in the air, but you ain't doing nothing else. And don't even come at me if you're French. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Shove a baguette up your ass. That's and then America call me back. talking right there. God damn it. We need to. We need to make a movie called Black Fuhrer, starring Dion Green. See, Is I'm that not, a real movie? <laughs> no, it's not. No, it's Let's not. do some risque shit. I'm down. Dude, I'm all for making an <laughs> there we go. World War there we go. A black, we a black, a black World War, World War II movie involving Nazis written and directed by an Indian guy. That's what we fucking need right yeah. now. Starring Dion Green. And, 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 and that version of Hitler is a black dude. <laughs> yeah. Jeff can, Jeff can be Herman Goering, and I'll be Joseph Goebbels. All of the final scene when they go to kill Hitler is essentially uh, the fight scene at the end of Black Dynamite. Only the black dude is <laughs> yes. Hitler. Come against my motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. Somehow, somehow Hitler knows kung fu and has nunchucks. Yep, yep, yep. Or Hitler's a fucking like an MMA fighter, and the guy and, oh, the, fuck. and the guys go to kill him. That's the fight scene. I'm gonna get out. I'm gonna kill everybody. Fuck this shit. I'm fu- the I'm, the world is mine, motherfucker. You don't recognize that reference for another twenty years, but trust me, it's gonna be relevant. <laughs> and all of, all, of, all of your assistants and everybody who works around you guys in the office, I guess, is just scantily clad German women. That's all. Hey, hey, <laughs> listen, that'll work too. <laughs> That's all it is. We do, we do, we do some Elsa shit. That's all we'll do. We'll do some Elsa stuff. <laughs> I know that. I understood Let that reference. Go. Yeah, there you Let go. There you go. go. Yo, head, I'm about to fucking blow off, motherfucker. <laughs> That's all we need. You're like if Eddie Murphy wrote uh, fairy tales, Dion. <laughs> Listen, that, so that, that's just my role. That's my role in the show. It's what I do. I, I like it. You do it well. <laughs> that's right. That's, Bizarro that's universe. What the, that's what the world we come. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Jeff. That's how we. That's how we win the Academy Award in 2024. We make that movie. They can never say anything ever again, then. No, we should make it and win all the awards and then retire on top. <laughs> oh, my God. Do you do you guys want to drink some more? Yeah, I do. All right. Because our audience, uh, thank you, folks, for joining us tonight. Thank you for everything. I'm feeling pretty good. All right, so let's get back into it. Uh, Darian217 sends a five. Oh, wait, we've got to do it the right way. Just because it's a special show doesn't mean we don't do it the right way. Uh, Dion, pick a number between 1 and 69. And give me 
uh, sweat and sloppy 69. George Bush doesn't care about black people. <laughs> that con- that shit hits a little bit harder today, Kanye. <laughs> yeah, With he. What the ass. fuck is he up about or on He's about? Losing his fucking mind. God. Be- Do you think Kim Kardashian gave him syphilis? That, no. She gave him something. Possibly. Yeah, no. She gave I, him I think, yeah, I, I think it's it's all those mental images of uh, what's his name fucking blowing Pete his Davidson. Load. Yeah, Pete <laughs> Davidson fucking busting all sorts of nuts up inside your ex. That'll fuck with your head. Listen, listen. On top of that, you were already crazy, and then you married into the Kardashians, and then you lost your Kardashian to Pete fucking Davidson. Shit, I go crazy too. Yeah, yeah dude. You lost. Yeah, yeah. You lost your Kardashian to the skinny white guy from SNL. Yeah. yeah. Daryl Hammond? Uh, the other one. <laughs> skinny. He said skinny. Oh. Oh, yeah. Chris Kattan. Right, Chris right, right. Kattan. Yeah, sure. Where is he? Is he okay? Can somebody go check on Chris Kattan, please? Is he fine? He's he right? he old fine. as fuck, man. He he did that, the Chris Farley Vice thing. He looks old. He still looks pretty good for an old short dude, but he looks old as fuck. I got to see this Chris Farley Vice thing. I'm behind. It's really good. It's really good. How old is it? Uh, it's not that old. I don't. I think it came out beginning of this year. I oh, then I don't feel bad at all. I thought I'm like five years deep for you know, no, 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 like no, shit. No. It's one of the very few good things that Vice is doing right now. Yeah, yeah. They got Dark Side of the Ring still, but now that WWE is going to help produce it, it's going to be dog shit. Yeah, but they're still doing like they were. They just came out with a bunch of other wrestling shit. You know, when wrestling was real, and The Rock had narrated a bunch of shit. It's about Memphis wrestling and. Um, you know, oh, because that's where his family was for a minute. Yeah, right. You know, but you know, they're still, they're still, you know, listen, vice is vice, and they're still lathering up that dildo to throw on a fucking dartboard of what they write about. But hey, every <laughs> once in a while, they come out with some good shit. Well, everybody eventually comes out with some good shit, right? Well, they're not everybody. I mean, not everybody. All right, so Darian two and seven. Um, Thank you very much for your fiver. I must have missed this one. He says, we're going to find out the reason why from last year's Halloween Kills Drunk Stream. It dies tonight. Drink. Fuck. That's a fiver, guys. All right. From Joseph Bienowicz. This is a whole $20, guys. So this is a chug a lug. He says, here's to you, WCBS. And in your honor of St. Thurgood, the guardian of the liver. One bourbon, one scotch, one beer. Cheers to you. Cheers to the classiest chat and never forgotten the classiest mods on the block. And Buffalo Jeff. No, see, you ain't got to end it with that. (laughs) It already makes me want to drink. And because the audience ends it that way, Dion. (laughs) They hate you, not me. So, so Dion, Dion, I love you secretly. Buffalo Jeff makes you drink. Is that what you're saying? That, yes, he is. Yes. Not like in person, but the thought of Buffalo Jeff. You yes, just wait till you see me at WrestleMania. See, you ain't got to no, know. I don't want to see you. I want to see my friend Jeff. Buffalo Jeff can go fuck himself, which he probably will do because he's a weirdo. Yeah, you're Moffitt. not wrong. Miss Moffat? Like the guy that made Doctor Who? No, the reference is the fuck from the movie, man. Signs of the Lambs. You miss That's Muffet? how they find the, the head. Send the head. Oh. She sat on her tuffet. Yeah, dude. Speaking of finding heads, we finished Dahmer. What a like in hindsight.
Yes, go on. In hindsight. And and, and his mic went out. Great. <laughs> All I was saying is in, in hindsight, that show pissed me off. Oh, because go on. I I thought they painted him in too positive of a manner. And there were too many changes that even I, who wasn't really like up on everything Jeffrey Dahmer knew wasn't as accurate as the show portrayed it. And so I found it to be enjoyable, well-made, but at the end of the day, it was its message is a little too heavy-handed. Okay. Well, would you like a silver lining to all that, Jeff? Uh, yes. So you know how um, my, my, my middle school football team, who I took from Ofer for the last few years and took them to a respectable 3-4 and four record this year? I know, I'm good. So um, we, have, we have an audible call that I told you about earlier this week that we changed to. We have an audible call for a play called Dahmer. It looks like something that it's not. Um, we ran that one time last night, and it went for a 55-yard touchdown. Oh, nice. Nice, yeah. very nice. And the looks on people's faces when my quarterback audibly was loudly yelling, <laughs> Dahmer, Dahmer, Dahmer. <laughs> it must it must throw everybody off immediately when he does that yeah yeah so it's really good especially when he was yelling baldwin when because folks if you're listening if you're if you're listening to the show and of course you are at this point oh my um, god I, I i i'm a head coach of a middle school football team go mavericks and, and i didn't name them they were named that when i got perfect, there though. it's just it's Fucking just perfect. a happy Fucking marriage perfect. and our audible call was Baldwin because he's always on target. And so Damn. We, 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 it was Baldwin, and we had multiple Baldwin calls, and they were different plays. Well, we instituted a new one this week called Dahmer, and we only ran it one time Yes, last night. It went for a 55-yard touchdown pass. It was awesome. Like I said, the, 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 the people were, again, aghast at the fact that I had players yelling Dahmer. And it was equally funny whenever my players were going to flip a play and they wanted to use the play call of Glizzy. So <laughs> seeing kids run around yelling Glizzy, Glizzy, Glizzy because they essentially just flipped the play. If it was going to the left, it's now going to the right. was amazing. So, we should remake that team. movie. It's, look, at, <laughs> let's remake Bad News Bears but with football. I'm in. Ooh. I'm I'll, I'll, I'll be Morris Buttermaker. I don't give a shit. But we absolutely have to have the, the part where they're all screaming, Dahmer, Dahmer, Dahmer! And people are just like, what the hell? That's just, oh, that's God. gold. Gonna be, that's going to be a popular costume this year. Yeah. Well, it was a popular costume what? in the early 90s. Half-naked white guy? Yeah. <laughs> Wait till we get the slutty version. The slutty, the version. slutty, the slutty version. That doesn't send slutty. the right message. Slutty Dahmer. Listen, it's, it's, it's the same thing... Same thing happened with fucking Joker and uh, Harley Quinn. Like that was that was a thing for a minute too. Everyone's all about that. But bullshit. they're not. But they're not real people. Jeffrey Dahmer dismembered and ate those people. The Joker's on a piece of paper. I know, I know. But people have weird obsessions. What can I say? Can, can I That's answer Julian Two One Seven's question real quick? Because it's kind of topic oh. and form. So yeah, he course. asks, "Is Baldwin a shotgun formation?" Ha! Actually, it's a pistol formation. So. <laughs> We he, he lines up under center. We we run a hybrid wing T, and when the quarterback yells out for Baldwin, that is what we call our white formation, and they spread out because it's white formation because Baldwin's the whitest person I can think of, and they, they they spread out across the line. My 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 fullback, my wing back, they spread out. My tight end goes out. We stretch the defense, and then he goes into pistol. And my running back is my blocker as a protection. 
for my quarterback, and the goal is to be a quick strike that's always on target, just like Alec Baldwin. By the way, that yeah. By the way, that happened a year ago. I can't believe that. That's fucking weird. Yeah, we said that at the top of the show. If you'd been here, you'd have heard that. Yeah, I was late. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, think, I, I like how you're was... angrier than I am. <laughs> by the way, guys, not to jump back too far into the super chats, but we definitely have to get on the books a Halloween ends drunk stream. I need to hear Dion's comments on this fucking movie oh, live. Oh, that and I oh. will abstain from watching oh. the movie until we do it. Oh my god. Yeah, seriously, it's, <laughs> let's try to get that on the books as soon as possible. The audience will love it. Folks, we'll talk about it in a few minutes after we're caught up on some drinks. It's, uh, it's a shit show. It's one part Friday the 13th, part 5, one part Friday the 13th, part 9, two parts terrible, and a waste of your time. So don't fucking watch Halloween Ends, uh, unless you're going to watch it with synopsis. us. I, I saw all the horrible things people were saying about it online, so I had to read the synopsis of the movie. And I almost crashed my car because of how bad it was. I'm just like, oh, my God. You almost crashed your car because you were reading while driving. Well, there's that, too. But at the same time, it was like, this cannot be this. Oh, my God. No way. Oh, God. This is, sounds terrible. It, it, and, it is. Uh, yeah, it, it is. It is. Because, yeah, I watched it last night and I was just like, the fuck is going on? I told you over those mango dessert things on Friday. <laughs> Yeah. Just how fucking terrible this movie was, and you subjected yourself to it. I had to because we, I, I knew we were going to discuss it, so I wanted to make sure that I, I, I watched it. And, and I was, you are you know, a good man, yeah. folks. That is why you should thank Nick. <laughs> we do it for was, you. Yeah, because like I was like, at least yeah, at, at least two of us need to watch it so we can like discuss it and like properly and. Uh, Tell everybody how fucking terrible it is, and just not watch it, or give it any time or effort, or don't even don't even bother sailing the high seas and acquiring it that way. It's just really not worth any of your time. Yeah, folks. <clears throat> uh, preview of our next segment. The best thing about Halloween Ends is the content made around it. So never watch Halloween Ends. Just watch people bitch about it, and you'll get the gist of the story. Hell, by the end of tonight's show, you will understand why you should never watch Halloween Ends, and we'll even throw in a bonus reason why you shouldn't watch Halloween Kills. Fuck, I'm feeling generous. We'll even tell you why you shouldn't even watch Halloween 2018. It's gonna be an event, so just stick around for a few more moments. Guys, we should drink again, because Joseph Bianowicz sends us a big one, so... Fuck. I have to switch in a few minutes. Um, here's two, wait, shit, we just did that one. All right, fuck, we got another beer over okay, here. Right. Yeah. Um, Xavier to God, thank you, says, I rewatched MCU Phase 1 and was so happy, then got the Iron Man 3 and felt dreadful. Also, Iron Man 2 is better than Iron Man 3. How do you guys feel about that statement? Um, yeah, I mean, well, no, I, no, I, I understand that because you get Scarlett Johansson in her very, very tight outfits, and, you know, she changes Ooh, the yeah, back of the car. That whole thing happens. I also, I, also, I feel like it's more action packed um, than one, especially with the, uh, the the Formula One racing. That whole track sequence is awesome. Um, plus, Sam Rockwell's in it. You know, he's 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 fucking. That amazing. dance that he guy. does is terrible, though. It well, no, it, it, it's meant to be terrible. It's meant to be terrible. Um, the 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 court scene in the beginning when he hijacks the the feed and stuff like it's all it's. I, I love that movie. It's so much fun. I'm not going to fight you on that. Iron Man 2, I would rather watch Iron Man 2 or Iron Man 3 any day of the week. For a lot of the reasons you listed, has a it has a bitchin' soundtrack, too. I think I think where I was living back in the day, and even still till fairly recently, is Iron Man 2 
had to follow up the first Iron Man, which is one of the best superhero movies ever. And dude, so, I, I still, I, I still love that fucking trailer for that movie so much because it was, oh it, dude, it got me so pumped in in, in in 08. I was like, holy shit! It's like I don't know who Iron Man is, but I need to watch it. I need to, I need to, I need to, I need to know what this is. No, I, I had no idea who Iron Man was and fucking fell in love with the character. Take but, yeah. note, Hollywood. Literally, listen to what he said. I didn't know who Iron Man was. But I had to see this movie. Do you get that feeling anymore from any trailer these days? Nope. No. No. There's 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 nothing I've seen lately in like oh god in forever that um, I saw that I like have to go watch and have to realize I have to go find out more about it now. There there really isn't because, well I I mean I remember you know because I remember the the cool outfit and like the very quick sequence of him you know um you know you know rich billionaire w- women everywhere you know he's like he's really you know got all this stuff going on very quickly gets kidnapped and he's got the suit. Um, and then there's a scene where he, like he gets like the the tank takes him out and then he, he you know he crashes on the ground he shoots a little rocket at it walks yes. away and it just explodes and it's just like what the fuck I need to watch this you know it's that a was, great dude, scene yeah, it it's yeah I mean the 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 trailer was great it was good um, I think the Iron Man movies are the only are the only ones I actually bought on Blu-ray because I I really do like them uh, he's my favorite character I love him so much. I mean, there's a reason why people still talk about that movie. It, I've watched it fairly recently. It still holds up structurally. The CGI still it looks does. good. It's it's an all time great. Yeah. You, you know what my favorite part about the movie is Nick. Besides what? it being great, the fact that they didn't even have a fucking finished script when they started to make it. <laughs> so much of that movie is improvised. Really? Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's it, a testament to the great cast. And like it's it's and from beginning to end, it's a good movie. Especially, you know, like I, I, I know they did the thing where they showed the first fifteen minutes, and you know they go back to one. You know, like I'm not I'm not a fan of that thing, but I'll let it slide for Iron Man. But um, you know, him him in the cave, and then you see the giant battery on him, and he's trying to move, and you you realize what the fuck it is, and the guy next to him is just like, yeah, you need that on your chest, or you're gonna fucking die. Um. Him, him building, him building the stuff in the cave. Um, um, Jeff, Jeff, yeah, Jeff Bridges, Jeff Bridges. Yep. God, dude, so fucking good as an as an evil as an evil I, asshole. Oh my I, god. I, yeah, man, so so fucking good. Um, yeah, it was just uh, all all around all around like beginning to end good movie. Um, even even if the other MCU's don't come out, that's a complete movie in itself. Um, it's wonderful. It really is. God damn it! Now you got me wanting to watch it again. <laughs> like I like I said, I watched it fairly recently. Iron Man is not a like a you know a stretch for me to like want to watch. So well, yeah, and, and then and then even the training sequences of him training, like you know, getting the getting the the pulsar and like all this other stuff going were hilarious. You know, were really funny. Were really good. Him trying to navigate and stuff, and then testing out the. Um, the, the first silver suit and like going all the way up to the atmosphere and realizing, you know, oh, it, it fucking freezes when it gets up this high. You know. How'd you solve the icing problem? Icing problem? Boom. I love that scene <laughs> so fucking much. <laughs> oh, man. All right. So, um, let's see. TLJ Screwjob, speaking of TNA, how do you make it sell better? Have a woman with a sexy British accent do the trailer. Well, that's the thing. We do have it. We're yep. fo- uh, making that now. I reached out. I have my sexy voiceover artist, and uh, she is 
Like I said, I got the files. Nick's, Nick heard it. He's like, oh my god, there's more of it. <laughs> like, I have a folder of like... Well, no, no yeah, because like, I know I, I, I know the, the, uh, I know the, the exclusive voiceover she does all the time. But it was good to hear a new one. I was just like, oh, that's that's new. That's nice. <laughs> there's a there's a commercial for Tits and Art that's going to come out talking about booby traps and all sorts of stuff. I have 24 <laughs> files of her voice. Oh, my God. Um, you know. <laughs> nice. Yeah, so it's going to be pretty funny. Um, just like I said, folks, be on the lookout for that. Sometimes the pieces come together in a reverse order, but you wanted it for Christmas, so I had to make sure I did it a certain way to get it to you. So that is why it's um, it's like building a pizza and you put the cheese on uh, last. It's like, of course you put all the cheese last. Duh. But you know what? Eventually you get it. It's like, built, you know, fuck it, I'm drunk. I don't care. Buy the book. Titsandart.com. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, thank you, though, TLJ Screwjob. That was a fiver, guys, to drink for. Uh Ooh. Fuck Mary Kill, video game copies, THQ Midway, oh, companies, and Neversoft. So THQ Midway, Neversoft. Fuck oh, that's a I like, fucking. I, li- I, dude, I played a lot of Midway. I played a lot of Midway. I, yeah, I'm fucking Neversoft for sure. Uh, just their opening, especially for Tony Hawk. Fucking dope. Didn't didn't THQ um, wasn't THQ in a lot of Star Wars games? Or am I, yeah, Star Wars and WWE. That's yeah. what it is. Okay. Okay. All right. THQ think, didn't do uh, Star Wars. That was all. Well, they, which wasn't um, the early, the mid-90s games THQ? Those were like JVC, I think. Honestly, I'm not okay. sure to be funny. I think JVC no, published. No, 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 yeah. I, I thought, no, you're, you're good, man. I, I, for some reason, I thought, I thought THQ did uh, the other bounty hunter, bounty hunter game. And then I always want to call that game Shadows of the Empire something else. It's a, that, that's a different game. Dude, Star Wars Bounty Hunter was such a weird-looking game. It was, but it was so fucking... I I started replaying that. I should fucking play that on stream, but... uh, Bounty Hunter is such a fucking good game. It looks weird, and and it's almost as if... It's like, it shouldn't be a Star Wars game, but the mechanics, and it's in the universe, makes it so fun. Especially, you know, Django Fed, and dealing with that other little fine-ass... What's her name? Um... Duke oh, the friend. one that. Oh, uh, I thought you were gonna say the one uh, that turned into the chick, or the the chick that turned into the weird creature and died in episode two. Um, remember her? She got shot in the neck in the very beginning. Yeah. Well, well, she's in. Yeah, she's she she's in Bounty Hunter. She's you know she's one of the 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 shapeshifter or whatever. You know, you see him pick her up, and it's just like God. That game was just so wild, and then it's like it does a great job of of. of of putting into the culture of how badass Django was, even though Attack of the Clones wasn't a great movie, you know that motherfucker broke into a prison a prison planet to get the actual Slave One, and like that that was fucking cool as hell. Um, it's only called Slave One. It's, it's just called Boba Fett Starship. Oh yeah, fuck! Don't remind me yeah, of that shit. shit. <laughs> it's called Unpaid Worker One now. <laughs> unpaid oh. Worker One. Yeah, let's just call it that from now on. Forced Labor One. That, that's a little too aggressive. Just, oh, I'm, 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 I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Thank you, Anubis. Thank you, Anubis. Yeah, it's Amazelle. She was a cool character. You know, the fucking... It's just... God, Bounty Hunter, I think, and I would die on this hill, is top three best Star Wars games of all time. So, with that said, I'm killing Neversoft. Oh, I'm fucking THQ, and I'm marrying Midway, because you know how much I love fucking arcade games. And oh, and, and really Arcade cool. One Up has released an NFL Blitz. Oh my Ooh. god! Oh. I know this because the other day 
we were shopping at Sam's Club. I saw NFL Blitz. I said, hey, you go take care of whatever else is on the list. I'm going to stay right here for a few minutes. And I just got that look of, you got to be fucking kidding me. And she walked off, and I sat there and played NFL Blitz because they had that as a demo. And I'm like, hell yes. I know what I'm fucking buying when, you know, comes time next year. and have it shipped home and not telling her. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's kind of part of the course, man. Yeah, she ain't going back to she ain't going back to Camp Kendo for spring break. Kendo is. So guess what? He's buying. He's buying Blitz, and he ain't telling her. <laughs> we have to see it next summer when she's like, "Where did that one come from?" But I don't know, man. It, it was a it was a birthday just, gift. Just, it was a wedding just, gift from no, the no, channel. No, no, no. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just just blame blame us or blame me. It's fine. It's okay. Jeff bought for me. It was yeah, a, I'll, it was take, a, I'll take the you. fucking hit. I don't give a shit. It's fine. Nick Nick bought it. Nick bought yeah. it. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. yeah, yell at him. You hate Indians. Damn, <laughs> <laughs> we're learning Damn. a lot tonight. Hell no, Prime Minister resigned. He don't hate Indians. <laughs> it's their revenge. Um, now, to answer Xavier to God's question, I'm gonna see. Okay, fine. I'll fuck NeverSoft because they made Tony Hawk and they made that Spider-Man yep. game for PlayStation, which was amazing. Damn I'll marry. Right. I'll marry THQ because they made No Mercy and a fuckload of great wrestling games. Just alone, they could have made oh, shit games. Oh nine SmackDown vs. Raw 2006 is an all-time great. Six is great. Fourteen. Well, 2K14 is technically the old engine just with a fucking 2K logo on it, but we'll just go WWE 13. That was another good game. Like, yep. they made they made some bad ones, like Legends of WrestleMania, but they also made No Mercy. So that's, that's the fucking best. So, yeah, that's my reason. Midway, I don't want to kill it. They had Mortal Kombat. Wait, no. Yeah, was that? Yeah, Midway clean, had clean. Okay. Well, it was on the Midway arcades. Yeah, Midway, oh, okay. Midway did, yeah. Yep, did a bunch of Mortal Kombat. And NBA Jam was Midway. I, I, yeah. Yeah, I got to kill Midway, but just like the, Midway had quantity, not always quality. Yeah, but NBA Jam, Blitz, Mortal Kombat, oh, I'm marrying that shit every day of the week. Mm. All right, guys, that was a tour. We got another oh. twofer. From TLJ Screwjob says, so Batista's the wharf of WWE? Sure. Wait, hold on. Did he say the wharf of WWE? Is that what he just said? Yep. Oh, that's, that's, that's uh, weird. That was a high council joke this past week. Ah. Nick should have watched that instead of doing whatever the fuck he was doing big time. You know? <laughs> I'm sure did he can watch, watch the replay. Did you watch later. it, Kendo? Yeah, I did, actually. Okay. Jeff was on there, and uh, these two other fucking guys were on there, and they were talking about some shit. I was watching. What, 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 what were the two other fucking guys' names? I, I, uh, I think one guy's name was like Steve or Dan, something like that. Barry. Yeah, Barry. Uh, Echo Base Network, I think, was one of there them. There you go. Yeah, there you see, go. That's see, I watched Nick. Fuck you. Oh, you think? And it just happened to be the exact same of his name? You're totally not looking at Look. it up. Look, I, I, I <laughs> yeah, didn't want... about to say so He's not looking up right now. <laughs> no, I ain't looking up right now. Look, hey, my hands are free. Look, fuck you. My hands are free. Hang on, sorry. <laughs> hands, are free. hands are free. I ain't doing nothing. I'm just drinking this wonderful banquet right here and enjoying my time <laughs> with my friends, except Nick, who's a dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, missed, I missed you too, buddy. I missed you too. <laughs> yeah, you weren't here last week. You didn't have to, well, have a good time with us. We didn't suffer through shit. Dion's one that skips out on when we suffer through bad shit. That's uh, that. That's that's strategic. 
because because the the things that I that I stick around for that are terrible are Halloween kills, and I get fucking blackout drunk and make my wife watch a terrible movie, and I'm just screaming on fucking stream. And thank God our fans are awesome and put up with my bullshit. But that's why I fucking don't. We I get love you, brother Dion. And just end up yelling at the fucking television. <laughs> So, like, in the pantheon of, like, world-class bullshitters, Jeff is up here, and then I think Dion and I are probably tied, and then there's Nick. So. Goddamn. <laughs> 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 oh, man. Well, you know. It happens. Honesty abound here on episode 329. <laughs> Listen, I love that. And the only the reason why I agree with that is we got Nick to watch the fucking Royal Rumble. With us. Yes, we did. <laughs> I I have vague recollections of the Royal Rumble because it was on the eve of I Championship Sunday. I got surprisingly Sunday. drunk during that stream, and I had, it was a great time. And <laughs> fucking just drunkenly listening listening to Nick respond to the Rumble is one of the high, when I get dementia. <laughs> That's gonna be on that fucking <laughs> just like just just Kendo and I fucking drunk watched the run be like this is fucking bullshit and Nick just trying to keep up but yep. being a good sport about it and yep. being like yeah guys WWE's not that bad and we're like yeah what it is. is that bad <laughs> and we're fucking drunk as fuck. yeah folks if you have not listened to the Royal Rumble 2022 stream you need to listen to that because I. It was an impromptu stream. It was just like, Jeff's not available. We should totally do something for the Rumble. Nick, you want to do something for the Rumble? And then Dion's like, I'll do something for the Rumble. It's like, shit, Dion's going to get in too? Fuck yeah. I started way earlier than everybody else. So yeah, I was you did. Yeah, you did. Time the Rumble even started. <laughs> and then Dion yeah. was like, I got to play catch up. So Dion is fucking hustling after me, double yep. barreling bourbon and beers to try to get <laughs> caught up from my level. So him and I are just completely fucking shit-faced by the time the oh, women's yeah. rumble oh, yeah. starts. <laughs> and then, it, then, then, then we were so bored with the show that we proceeded to just yeah. essentially give everybody a preview of what was going to happen the next day between the AFC and the NFC championships. And I was very, very positive about what was going to happen. Then the game happened the next day, and hungover me is like, oh, God, I know where this is going. And 30 minutes later, yeah, that's where it went. I, I, I saw that coming. Fuck. And then I just shut down <laughs> yeah, did some yeah. school work and refused. Yeah, you to speak both directly predicted that. It was fucking weird. We, w- we watched way too much wrestling, man. That's the power. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's the, like it's we. It's power, damn it. So, yeah, we what we have we, to do. We know what's going to happen. We have to top next year, or this year's Royal Rumble with next year's show. So, it's going to be the build up to our actual WrestleMania meetup. How do we do? We just get really, really fucked up for it. Like, should we start the day in advance and maybe just back out before the show I'm even just starts? I'm so excited for the lead up to the WrestleMania show. Like 2023. Listen, I'm I'm ready for 2022 to end, and then we got our own road to WrestleMania. The fucking Rumble. Oh my god, I can't fucking wait. I can't so fucking here's, wait. Here's January what we should do. Be fucking nuts. Here's what we should do. We should totally start drinking earlier in the day, like five hours before the Rumble starts. And go like go live on the channel and just routinely cut promos. Cause okay, you remember the old uh, old rumbles? Whenever they'd show the guys before the rumble, they're like, tonight there's twenty other nine other men standing between me and the WWF championship, and I'm gonna take it down. I'm gonna kick everybody's ass. I'm gonna fuck you all up, and I'm gonna be less. You know, those like those type of promos. Yeah. <laughs> totally get drunk and cut those promos on the channel. Just like you go live out of nowhere, and there's just one of us on video just Ooh. cutting a promo. About how we're going to be the last man standing at the Rumble. 
Yes. And then we proceed to like every hour on the hour, make sure we check in with each other to like see how much we've consumed. So that way we're trying to keep an even pace and then see who's the last person standing at the end of said Royal Rumble pay-per-view. <laughs> I'm okay with that. I think that would be a wild and obnoxious fucking idea. But also because, you know, it's going to be a bit, you know, the, the WrestleMania for us this year is going to be a big deal. You know, it's going to be, you know, a little bit. It's a WCBS family get together. You know what I mean? Like all the fans and actual family members and shit. You know, my wife's going to fucking be there. Fucking Mama Hicks going to motherfucking be there. Like, I I think we should kick it off with an obnoxious stream that may or may not be set to private after that shit goes on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, I agree. it's going to be gone. <laughs> Our, event, our eventual membership club won't even get access to that one. We just know how it's going to yeah, go. Like, All right. I'm, so the I'm Royal Rumble is January 28th. fun for the Rumble, knowing full well it's going to be in L.A. later that year. We've got fucking, you know, you know the, the My Black Ass series starting in February to celebrate Black History Month. <laughs> I'm so ready for that one. It's going to be fucking nuts, man. Like, I'm ready to kick it off with some. And you know the Rumble is going to be fucking full of fuckery. It's gonna be nuts. Can't wait. So, so Dion, the first rumble after Vince McMahon has kicked the proverbial promotional bucket for the company. Come on now, Dion. Yes. Um, the Royal Rumble is Saturday, January twenty eighth, and the Championship Sunday is uh, Sunday, January 29th. So yes, Ooh. we clearly have to fucking do this rumble up big time, make yes. it you know huge, go fucking crazy, and then the next day is Championship Sunday. So. That's we can right. Sit there and enjoy football because none of our Hung teams will be in championship Monday. So I'm fun. in, man. I'm fucking in. Sign me up for both. I'll, I mean, obviously, I'm there for the Rumble because it's here on the channel, but I'll go for the championship football shit. Well, especially, you know, the the Bengals might be in that shit. I don't oh, know. I'm hoping man. they won't. I don't. I, honestly, I, I, it's, I, I don't see it happening. I see it being like Buffalo and some team that shouldn't deserve, that doesn't deserve to be there, but somehow luck their way into it, like the Chargers would. Chargers ain't there yet, but I I, I can see it's. Listen, this is, this is gonna be a crazy playoff here in, in, in the NFL. It's gonna be wild, and I can you know. And listen, I'm I'm you know my, the, the teams I'm putting the most money on are the Chiefs and the Bengals this year, and I know everyone's going with the Bills. Every Bills Mafia is getting crazy. You know they're they're about to start throwing up and jumping through tables and shit on fire. You know what I'm saying? But but. Josh but, Allen could be paralyzed tomorrow, and you don't know it yet. And you're always forgetting <laughs> there's still Buffalo. There's always a chance for Buffalo to fuck it all up. That is also true. <laughs> that don't mean, man. I'm from Buffalo. So I'm yeah, going to the entire game. Actually, you know what I want? Dion, here's what I want from a personal yes. standpoint. I want a rematch of the Chiefs and the Bengals, and I want the and Chiefs to just pecker slap the hell out of them so I can take all those memes <laughs> that Phil and Loudie bombarded my ass with last year and shove them straight up their candy asses. Wait, how many memes did I send you, though? None. You weren't that bad. Exactly. That is, you were not that, bad. that is why you were innocent in this matter, and I don't hate you. <laughs> but it's still my team, man. I know, but I but you were cool about it. I do have a, a bit of a lingering, you know, Unhappy. Who that dad don't beat them Bengals? Not, I was whoever they play this about it all the way up to that game. I said, guys, you know, 
I'm not going to say anything. I'm not going to talk shit. Whatever. Whatever happens on the field, happens on the field. The game ended. I said, in the, in, in, in the fairness of our friendship, I ain't going to talk to you guys for a while. But that didn't stop them from fucking trying to dunk all over me. I ain't happy. <laughs> I'm glad you still went to Lottie's most... wedding. Yes. Oh, this is after the Which is also the most feeling loudy thing to do. That's right. <laughs> I just wish I was aware that it was going on so I could have <laughs> I would have had fun. All right, guys. Um, Cesare Japan with a $2. TSA tequila, schnapps, and absinthe. Mm, oh. I don't know if I would drink that as one shot. Oof. No. God, no. That, that, that's like that's like having a, a, what's it, a scotchka. Oh, dude. dude. No. Those are awful. Okay. We got together one time to watch The Room with me and a group of friends I used to hang out with back home. And we did scotch goes and watch the room. Terrible idea. Bad idea. They, those yeah, are it just, awful. Yeah, it just it, it sounds just, like it just a sounds. bad idea. Yeah. It's a bad idea because you buy shitty vodka and scotch because you don't want to ruin good vodka or good scotch by mixing the two together. True, true. Right, we got to get a room. Okay, the year is almost up, but we need to make sure we get a room drunk watch in this year and make it annual. I don't care. We should just Absolutely. do it every year. Well, I haven't, the, I haven't the watched that movie out. since I moved out to California. 2003. Damn, for real? Right? Oh, it came out 2003. What day did it come? Oh, June 27th. Yeah, that's past. So uh, we'll do it. Um... Good for good news for you, Kendo. June 27th rolls around every year. So that's true. <laughs> yep. I, heard the rumor, more, buddy. I heard that there's the one, at least one a year. So that's good. <laughs> well, maybe we'll do one on uh, like a six month out from its anniversary. It's like, hey, to Let's catch up for this year. Let's do it on St. Nicholas Day. Sure. In December. Just, Celebrate we'll St. Nicholas Day. Yeah. St. Wiseau Day. Yeah. Nick. Motherfucker keeps eating my cookies. Put that cookie down. Put the cookie down. I just want to walk through all the way. Oh, shit. Tommy hey, Wiseau's birthday's R. October R. 3rd, so we lost that one, too. God damn. <laughs> When's testosterone born? Oh, okay. Hang on. Greg Sestero. His birthday is July fifteenth. God damn it! Um, all right, last all right. we can we can try Juliet Danielle or Denny. <laughs> all right, Juliet Danielle. Denny looks old as fuck now. December eighth. Yes. Juliet Danielle was born on December eighth. So okay. December eighth, if I look at the calendar, is a Thursday night, guys. Oh, Thursday. Juliet Danielle birthday party. Oh, yes. <laughs> So we will celebrate Juliet Danielle's 42nd birthday, and we will watch The Room as part of the podcast. Let's wouldn't, it be great, wouldn't it be great if she was so not busy on her birthday that we could get her to hang out? I'm pretty sure she's so not busy on her birthday, Jeff. Yeah, I, I, would, I would put money on that. It's her birthday. Yeah, but she's only ever had one real film role, and we all know how that went. Yeah, she got, yeah. She, she, she got belly button fucked. <laughs> she was his rose. She was our rose. She was our rose. She was our rose. God, dude, that's that's been missing in my life. The room. Yeah, I said that. So, I, listen, I get it. We got a drink for a big one, guys. This is a twenty from our friend John Thomas. He says, "My procrastination almost made me miss TNA." So, y'all weren't fans of Batista and Stuber? <laughs> also, I was a little late. Did y'all hear the rumor that Ezra Miller may be finally gone? Shouting match in Warner's Direction meeting. I have seen the article, but we haven't talked about it yet on the show. So, I've seen 
an article that said people in Warner Brothers want him out at all costs or any you know any cost necessary. So what do you think is going to happen? Do you think they're just going to fucking CGI over him, deep fake him out, or do you think they're just going to cancel this movie and make something new with the Flash? No, I, the, the fl- Flashpoint's coming out. Yeah. Um, this is the, especially that's why he all of a sudden is even though he's pleading not guilty, which was going to be my story, but. Uh, he's pleading not guilty. You know, he had that statement where he's trying to get on his, get back on the horse with his mental health. Blah 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 blah. He's sorry for all he did. You know, Flashpoint's gonna come out now. I do also believe DC's done with him. They're gonna Flashpoint's gonna come out. He's probably not gonna be part of any of the um, press junkets for the film. Um, you know, but they're, they're they're DC wants Flashpoint to be their fucking Top Gun Maverick, and it's gonna come out. Ezra's going to get persona non grata and they're going to move on. Now it's, it's going to be interesting the process of which they, they pick a new flash, but you know, this, this is the poison of, of painting yourself in the, in the corner of, of banking on what's the flavor of the month. You know, you can't stick with Ezra Miller. You, you just can't do it. That dude is fucked up. They've, they fucked up. It, they, they, there's no going back to pre, uh, to pre getting in fights with chicks with dudes' wives, like we can't go back to that shit. And hopefully, it's good. If, if, if and that's the thing, you know. It, it, and Kendall knows this in sports. Nobody cares when you're winning. If Flashpoint is good, everyone will look past the Ezra shit. They'll recast them, and we'll, we're gonna go on to Superman versus Black Adam with a new Flash put in. Yeah, um, I, th- I mean, yeah, I, I, I agree with that 100%, uh, but they need they need Flashpoint because it's going to be their restart. They need it badly so they could kind of, you know, restart their universe because that's what, that's what Marvel's doing with, you know, a lot with, with their stuff. So they need it so they can hopefully get back to normal and uh, start up, you know, an actual timeline instead of just doing sporadic crap all the time. Just Batman and then Joker and then this and that. So, you know. They need they need to kind of stay on point and make uh, and and actually you know make good movies and make them consistent either create a universe or don't or I don't know figure something out. Yeah, you're right though about this whole just throwing everything out there jumbled mess. It's like the ones that they make that aren't connected to anything are the decent to good ones like Joker or the Batman was pretty solid, but then every DCEU one like Black Adam allegedly and uh, you know. Well, Shazam, you know what? I keep forgetting that Shazam was a Shazam. solid movie. I just forgot it existed. <laughs> yeah, because, I mean, like, it was, yeah, because it was, it was good when it came out. It was a big deal, and then it just, like, it just got uh, covered up with everything else that was coming out at the time or after it. So, you know, we just kind of forgot about it. But, yeah, part two is coming out. Um, it it yep. looks fun. It looks it looks like a good time. We'll go check it out for sure. Um, but, yeah, man. Yeah. Listen, yeah, DC, overall, yeah. DC's in a good place. I mean, don't get me wrong. You know, Ezra, you know, they're a fucking problem right now for them. You know, but still, you know, we're still at the at, – DC is a, is, a, is, a, is a young Jedi Knight. You know, they could either do really well or not do well. And obviously we're going to figure that out very soon. It's going to be it's, – it's, it's sink or swim. But, you know, Shazam coming out, you know, depending on – what Black Adam actually is, and then obviously Henry Cavill's coming back, and you know, worst comes even if all that shit goes bad, 
you just go lean into the universe of the Batman. You know, they, they're in a place where they can still make some motherfucking money. You know what I'm saying? But it, it, it's, it's, it's I hope they be, are for their sake. Yeah. It, seriously, especially, you know, Warner Brothers killing all this shit going on. But um, everything up until this point, you know, it's it's they're in a corner. And if they just make the right decisions, they can still come out on this shit on top. And, and again, I think part of that means you have to release Flashpoint. Whatever whatever Aquaman two is gonna be, you know it has to be good. Uh, Shazam is gonna come out. It's I think it's gonna be just fine. Yeah, you know DC is still with all the hoopla in the media. They're still in a good place. I think DC's kind of fucked because it's like they can't ever start anything. Like they like this, they can start a million things, but they never go anywhere. It's been like the same securitas route since like 2013. Like they really haven't grown their universe outside of Man of Steel. It's like they did the Justice League, but that universe is still that little bitty Man of Steel universe. Everything is small. Marvel has grown their shit, and like I think DC, if Flashpoint were to come out and they actually rebooted everything, I think they would be in the best spot possible because then you have characters that people like, played by actors that people like, with no uh, reason to stick to a a current storyline. You can go anywhere. That's like their one chance. So if you look at it from that point of view, Dion, I do agree that they could be in a good spot. But like, you have Joker 2 coming out, which is going to, I think Joker 2 is going to shit the bed. People expect this movie to be something else. They created something unique back in 2019, excuse me, it's been that long. But I think they're going to buy into their own hype. I think they're going to buy into their own hype. They're going to. Isn't Scorsese a producer on Joker? Yeah, he's either a producer or an executive producer, which, you know. I I think because of his comments, they're going to try to go even further to prove that what they do is different from a Marvel movie, and I think we're going to end up getting something really stupid from Joker. That's my guess. I I, I don't... I wouldn't say you're wrong. It's still very 50-50 for DC. You know, they, they... obviously put a lot of eggs in a lot of dumbass baskets. And so that outcome is very possible at the same time. Um, you know, luckily, and I agree, I do not think Joker's going to do very well. I do, you, you can't follow up Joker with a sequel. That's just, it's well, not and, that and, 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 and not just a sequel, a musical sequel. Oh, fuck. Yeah, that's Gross. not good for me. Yeah, man, I don't, I don't, I don't know what their plan is, but if... You know, hypothetically speaking, Joker can be bad, but if uh, if Black Adam's okay, if Shazam ends up being re- good to fucking very good, and if Aquaman two is good too, you 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 could afford a mulligan with with Joker two. I think you can honestly, especially when again you you know you you banked a solid three pointer with the Batman in March. You know, you have enough goodwill. You know, to to, to kind of have, um, oh shit, something getting pulled over in the fucking parking lot. Uh, awesome. But <laughs> you, you you have enough goodwill to throw a few mulligans up, and and I think if they do the right thing, Joker Two is a non-factor. I, but if things don't go well, and you have to you have to get a win with Joker Two, then they are fucked one hundred percent. If if everything comes down to Joker Two being good, 
then yeah, then DC's in some serious fucking trouble. It, 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 it's all going to come up to this, you know, fourth quarter of 2022 and that first quarter of 2023. A lot of a lot of things are going to be dependent on these decisions that DC, DC has to make now. They have to make these decisions. And um, we'll fucking see, man. We'll, it, I, we'll see. And it's all going to start with fucking Black Adam. Well said, Dion. Oh, so, shit. folks. What? <clears throat> hey, Dion. Mm-hmm. You know the widest guy in the NFL, a kid named Christian? <laughs> yes. He's just been traded to the San Francisco 49ers. No fucking way, dude. Are you literally serious? Just, it literally, as of just now, hitting my fucking news brief on the NFL, Panthers traded running back Christian McCaffrey to the 49ers, which sucks because Kansas City's playing the 49ers this weekend. Hopefully, he's not ready to play on Sunday. God damn, that's cr- I haven't gotten the, I haven't gotten the update on ESPN on my phone, but my that phone changes. Again, that's probably it. Yeah, breaking news from ESPN: Panthers are trading Christian McCaffrey, the whitest motherfucking name you could ever get. The 49ers I just got it. As you said it, I don't know if, if the fans heard it, but I just got that ES. I just got the breaking news. That's fucking <laughs> the 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 blow up begins. Yeah. Well, folks, up. you heard it here third on World Class Bullshitters. First, the NFL, <laughs> then ESPN, then World Class Bullshitters. The third name in sports. We are breaking news right now. <laughs> you can even tweet this out. We are talking about the trade for Christian McCaffrey, hashtag McCaffrey, hashtag 49ers, hashtag Panthers. Like, oh, they're talking about it. And then we literally just finished talking about yeah, it. Yeah, just – it influx people. You guys cover it yet? Yeah, sorry. You just yeah. missed sorry, it, You folks. just missed it. But we're about to talk about some other shit like G4's meltdown. <laughs> yeah, you know what? G four went out of business. It's done. There's nothing really else to say, right? Yeah, it was so inevitable. Folks, folks, if you play fantasy football and you have a San Francisco 49er running back, you might as well just you know waiver wire them right now because they ain't playing anymore. <laughs> that Caucasian sensation is going to be all over the place in San Fran. So Raheem yeah. Mostert owners, I'm sorry. Yeah. No, Ramadan Mustard plays for Miami now. Oh, that's right. That's right. He's in Miami. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Wait, is that his Jeff real name? Wilson. No, his name's Raheem Mostert. I call him Ramadan Mustard. I was just like, that's <laughs> a name? Right. No, yeah. no, no. He's he's Muslim. He he was he made a big deal. I'm not doing anything on Ramadan. I'm like, all right, man. Yeah. I mean, so, yeah, my cousin's fantasy football league, his known as Ramadan Mustard. <laughs> oh. Well, there you go. So, Ramadan Mustard is now a Miami Dolphin. But if you own Jeff Wilson Jr. and you've, you've had him on your, your IR, you might as well cut him. Um, I don't remember who the hell else they've got as a running back out there and running. Well, now they've got Christian McCaffrey. So if you have a running back that belongs to the San Francisco 49ers and his name's not Christian McCaffrey, he ain't some white dude that looks like he's from Salt Lake City, Utah, might as well cut him. And the 49ers might have just fucking won themselves the NFC. That's fucking weird. Nah, they still got Jimmy Garoppolo as their quarterback. Hey, Jimmy Garoppolo's better than what the rest is in the fucking NFC. You could have Jared Goff. Hmm. That's true. Goff. Well, no. If Matthew Stafford gets his thumb out of his ass, he might actually be you know presentable again as a ring. I'm, you, you know me. I'm a Lions fan. This is the year where the thumb stays firmly in the ass. That's <laughs> based on his play this year. Well, I mean, Kyler might get his thumb out of his ass and stop playing COD and actually watch some game tape. Listen, I will always die on the hill that after I saw the meme, I think you were the one that sent me, Kendo, where it's he looks like a toddler who just stole his parents' phone. 
I will never unsee that. Yeah, that and was that me. Is how that was me. Play. 100%. Yeah. 100%. That was me. Yes, it was. And it's still my, my one of my favorite sports memes of all time. So, uh, let's keep drinking because there's a lot of stuff to drink to. Thank you, John Thomas, though, for that um, and your message. Uh, Space Monkey 0899, this is a fiver, guys. Interesting how survival game horror games are going through a reboot phase. Resident Evil, Dead Space, Silent Hill 2, Fatal Frame, and System Shock. Yeah, uh... Yeah, man, because they're, they're, yeah, they're, they're fun as shit to play. I mean, even horror games this last year have been really good. We got e- we got Evil Dead. We got uh, some more stuff from Dark Pictures. They've been fucking solid since since uh, since the jump, since Until Dawn. Um, uh, we got, uh, what, what is it? We got Ghostbusters. We're getting Killer Clowns next year. Like, it's happening. Like, there's, it's, you know, it's, it's almost, I was having, happening quicker, but I mean, like, People, people want it. People are willing to pay for it, man. It's and it's fun stuff. I mean, I I can't wait to download Ghostbusters and play it. It's going to be so so much fun. Um, and the dark picture stuff has always been a lot of fun and had a lot of uh, replayability through all of them. So I mean, is Ghostbusters going to be the one we finally get together and play on Twitch? I hope so. I wouldn't I, be surprised. I, I mean, think yeah, I think so because you know so we, yeah you got the single missions and you got the. Um, the multiplayer stuff that's actually really good too. So, yeah, I'll I'll download it and check it out and uh, and and see how it is. I I should just commit to it. It's Ghostbusters. We can use it. And we'll yeah. promote it. Uh, we'll use it on Wokebusters streams coming up. So there you go. There you go. But yeah, I mean horror horror games have I mean have always been popular. I mean I remember, I still remember getting getting uh, scared from Resident Evil Two when you see the uh, the the liquor, um, you know, on the fucking ceiling. Man, that shit freaked me out. That's why you gotta yep. be the liquor lady. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you get her to stay. <laughs> oh, that's a good show, man. Now we got another twenty. Shit, I don't fucking be right. All right. Cat wait, C dub this is from Darian two one seven. CW and others are currently in a contract dispute with Verizon Fios in New York as Nexstar, parent company, proposed charging as much as 64% more for its programming. Katie Tong telling me the news is not worth that increase. No, it's not because I mean they're they're not they, they haven't they haven't they haven't fucking turned they haven't fucking turned a profit since like what is it 04 or some shit like that. Fuck you, CW. <laughs> <laughs> $20 for that one. I'll drink to that. I fucking will 100% drink to the CW destroying themselves. Warner yeah, and, and nobody's nobody's going to pay for the fucking CW VOD platform. Nobody's going to fucking pay for that. It's, it's going to be like, it's going to be like, um, what the fuck was it? The, the, the one news channel that tried doing it a, a few months ago and it failed in like oh, 10 CNN days. Plus? Thank you, CNN Plus. Yeah, Nick, it's be like you that. know exactly who's going to fucking pay for the CW platform. All the motherfuckers who love Birds of Prey and all the motherfuckers who swear up and down that the CW universe is just as good. Get the dude from Flash to play the Flash and the Flash. Get the fuck out of here. Those dummies will pay for it, and the CW will drag itself along for just a little bit longer. Dude, those, well, no, no. Those dummies will pay for it for maybe six months. Then they'll be like, well, this is not enough on here, man. I'm going to go back to Netflix. I'd say okay, a, year. a year, a year. Okay, all right, fine, fine, fine. You know, which is you no, know, they they cultivated the, the the supernatural audience to come in for the uh that bullshit Gotham Knights show. Yeah, yeah. 
it's going to be they they're, they're going to stick around. They're, listen, the CW for those who are uh, uninitiated in the world of entertainment, the CW is what WCW was 20 years ago. And they can't they 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 they're too ingrained in what they're doing. They can't abandon it because then they lose everything right away. So let's hold on to the shit because it it, it gives it keeps us alive for today. And the CW, I promise you, I'd bet my entire 401k can't help itself. It'll get just enough, just enough to keep losing fucking money. And I'm here for it. Yeah, but I, I couldn't imagine the CW VOD. I just couldn't fucking imagine that, man. Uh, there's a CW app on my, there's a CW app on my TV, and they won't let me delete it. So I just have to. <laughs> oh my it. god. Dude. Oh my god! That's I terrible. will never spend too much money on this shit. I don't think I'll ever buy another smart TV because all it does is advertise to me constantly, and it's just yeah, your picture. No, dude, nice I fucking, all, I, fucking I don't want hate, fucking ads. I fucking hate smart TVs. I fucking hate them. Uh, I try to avoid them at all costs. I'll, I mean, I'll, I'll buy like a Roku box or or in uh, or a Fire Stick, or whatever. That's fine because you can unplug that shit. Uh, but yeah, I just fucking smart TVs are terrible, terrible. That has been Tech Talk on World Class Bullshitters. <laughs> do, do you get a lot of ads on yours, Kendo? No. No, I do. Like I turn on the TV, <laughs> well, it takes me right to like... Now, sometimes the ads are okay. It's like James Bond, now on Amazon. But sometimes it's like, watch the trailer for Bros, or, you know, this or that. Oh, it's God. like, I don't care about any of this <laughs> oh, stuff. Talk about a barn fire. No, dude, I turn mine on and it goes straight to, like, the home screen where it asks me what, like, app I want to use or if I'm playing Nintendo, it's like, do you want to switch to your Switch? Yeah, I do, actually. Thank you. And, yeah, I don't get any weird advertisements. <laughs> I think I think Kendo has the AI version and he's trained it very well. <laughs> yeah, just, it, it, it's a little 43-inch or whatever it is, uh, O-N-N on... TV Roku TV that my mom said she hated because she didn't like the the she didn't so okay so my mom is 61 years old and doesn't understand how to fucking use said television she's used to you know the old TV you turn it on and you turn to channel 3 if you want to watch a movie on the VCR type stuff so gotcha. she she doesn't like the integrated interface like of a smart TV which has got the Roku built in and you can switch to different things, or you can go to the thing to watch whatever you got plugged into the TV. She hated that. So she just gave it to me for free, and it's been appropriated to the baby's room at this point because apparently he needs to watch TV now or some shit. I don't know. So I'm going to buy a new one on Black Friday. She just doesn't know it yet. Um, African-American and, Friday, thank you very much. I'm sorry, whatever. Oh, yeah, you're the fucking creator. Listen, man, as long as the TVs are on sale, goddammit. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway i don't get weird ads it like it's like when i turn it on it's like the background for the like the roku that just like scrolls across the screen and shows like a landscape that's got famous movie shit like you know in it and you gotta be like oh yeah that's back to the future hey that's king kong yeah. i'm working great <laughs> y'all just stuck at tv and fair enough uh, it's People of Color Friday, says Cosmic Vader. People of that color. Works. That's right. That's right. Well, it depends. Are you buying the TV or stealing it? 
Oh, 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 oh. God damn. Damn. God damn. damn. This ain't LA in the 90s, Kendo. Remember. Oh. <laughs> no, 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 but it's LA now. <laughs> listen, listen, listen. If that TV is under $1,000, you can walk, walk out with it. It's fine. True. That's why a lot of those Shit, a lot of things are on sale for under $1,000. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Dude, when I was there, I, 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 had to, I, had to buy, I had to buy deodorant. It was in a fucking. It was in a fucking glass case. Like you had to like, ball, like go ask somebody to get it out of the fucking thing. Like deodorant, really? Apparently that shit just is just you know they're just stealing that shit left and right. Welcome to California, they have that the land no- of theft. They have that in Ohio though too. <laughs> all the Walgreens, all that shit is behind glass cases. It's I like don't, I, I don't. I don't know. I don't know why. Dude, to be fair, in the land of enchantment, there's a certain areas of the Walmart that you have to go into. Like to buy razors or anything like that. It's a little section you have to go into. Well, razors. Get I, some think, guy I think I think I can open the thing and give it to you, and you got to buy it right there on the spot. I, think, I never well, have to. They let me just take it because I look like somebody that's going to pay for shit. <laughs> like, oh, well, he ain't going to steal. I think. Well, I think razors have been like that for a while. Um, well, you know, they see you with the Asian wife, and they're like, "Yeah, he already paid for shit." <laughs> 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 He's probably paying for him when he gets home. You're right. I am. It wasn't cheap. There's a little to bit of honesty sh- sprinkled in there. Yeah, it, was, it wasn't. Cheap, it wasn't cheap to ship her across the you know yep. the pond. That, hey, that, those, she was that, here already. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> those checks were emotional. Yeah. No, she was already here. Free shipping. Free shipping. All right. Right. New Mexico rock landed on me. <laughs> <laughs> She was like, "Listen, I need I I need something from you," and you were like, "Listen, I got it." What? Yeah, there's a whole list. Of you shit want a baby? I'll give you a baby. Oh God! <laughs> that kid is adorable, and you know it. That, that, that I, 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 that's my boy. That's my that kid. Like, the point well, home, I'm going to send you a picture of like, how happy he was when I got him a boo bucket. <laughs> <laughs> you revel in that fucking beautiful biracial child. <laughs> Oh my god. Biracial angel. Biracial angel. (laughs) (laughs) Oh god. Alright guys, Um, we have to keep drinking. So, thank you Darian217. Hopefully we uh, answered your CW talk uh, appropriately. I I think the CW has been covered more on this show than anywhere else on the planet today. (laughs) Yeah, especially considering how we spent most of the time talking about the shit that's locked up at Walgreens in the CW. Oh, God. Um, Xavier to God, thank you very much. He says, fuck, Mary kill. Telltale, THQ, and Midway. That's the tour, guys. Oh. Damn. Killing Telltale. Still marrying Midway and fucking THQ. I'm... Ooh, out of those ones, I think I'm fucking Midway. Marrying THQ and killing Telltale. Because Telltale had some great moments, but boy, did they shit the bed. I will marry THQ, fuck Midway, kill Telltale. Man, as much as I don't want to kill Telltale, I gotta kill Telltale. Um, fuck Midway, marry THQ. Alright, our friend John Thomason is a $10 one in, guys. Right, John says, Oh my fucking god, the Washington football team, formerly known as the Redskins, didn't pay a fan, winner of a 50-50 raffle for a month, and then... $14,000 check bounced. LMAO. Sounds about right. I was here about that. Not at all. 
not at all. No, not at all. Dude, dude Dan Snyder's Washington Commies? Nah, that's fucking par for the course. And he's an idiot. That's true. Folks, if you're a fan of the Washington Commies, do me a favor. One, don't go to the game. And two, if you do go to the game, don't buy anything. All right? Just don't do that. Just And three, we're sorry. Yeah, there's that too. Sorry. Hey, it was it look back in back in the nineties when you were still the Redskins and Mark Rippon was winning you Super Bowls, it was a good time. What's happened since then? Yeah. Sucks, doesn't it? We know. <laughs> My Rex Grossman was a quarterback there. Yeah, sexy Rexy. He did is he the one No, that was somebody else that hurt themselves by fucking headbutting the wall. <laughs> I forgot about that. That motherfucker. Or he chewed, that's who it was. And fucking hurt himself. True story. Oh, Celebrating, he headbutted the wall with his helmet and hurt his neck. Listen, and people give pro wrestling shit. You know, oh my god, NFL has so many dummies in it. It's so funny. Yeah. Yeah, yeah dude, those those post game interviews are hilarious. Oh yeah. Oh my god. It, it, go look go look up NFL players with college degrees. That's a very short list. Well, they I mean, you know, if, if, you get, if, if, if you get tossed around enough, you forget half what you learn anyway. So yeah, okay, yeah. Also, go look up NFL players and their wonderlick tests and see how many of them fall underneath the illiterate boundary. Oh yep, God. yep, yep. Hey, Dion. Yes. Since you suffered through She-Hulk, did you hear that the show was essentially a troll job? Yep, I did. Ooh. What did you think about that? How did you feel after being trolled for eight weeks of your life? I'm not surprised. Um, it, it is indicative of what is wrong, not just with comic book films, but in t- entertainment in general. You know, the, the need to try and get back at the trolls as opposed to making good content. You know, She-Hulk, she, you know, she, She-Hulk is what is called as... It's, it's a losing bet from the jump. You know it's not going to fucking pan out, but you make the bet because you feel that you have to. And Marvel is where they wanted to be. You know, they made Iron Man in the idea that they would have something like what they have now. They're on Disney+. Plus. They're a brand. It is, you know, pump shit out and get people to watch based on name brand alone. And I'm not surprised that's the fact. The funny thing is, you know, especially... For those who are defending She-Hulk, you know, you you answer your own. It, it's a self-fulfilling prophecy for She-Hulk. And even if there is a season two, it is it is it is forever going to be the Ally McBeal of the Marvel Universe. It is the Twitter. <laughs> it, it's 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 the, it's the bait for Twitter. It's the it's She-Hulk is the embodiment of everything that that glass-spined assholes use comic books for. You know, the, She-Hulk is, when, the, when everyone, when, when you're in a group of people and there's one person who goes, yeah, I've seen that movie. I've, I, I, I read the book before it was cool. I've read the comic book before it was a film. You know, that's what She-Hulk is for. And... I'm not surprised that it was Marvel's way of of frosting Twitter. And 
<laughs> we'll see, man. Like what you know, it's it's you know, She Hulk, you know, Miss Marvel, uh Captain Marvel. It it's it's all in the same boat. And it's it's I'm not surprised, and when it fails, and it's going to fail. You know, you're gonna you're gonna hear me on this show saying the same thing over and over again. I told you so. Do you think I'm glad. Uh, she? I mean, did, did, is she out getting another season? It is. I I believe it will be. I I um I I'd be surprised if we don't get a season two because because it's 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 one of those bets you have to go all in. You have to do a season two. If you don't, then the people you made the show for aren't going to come back. At the same time, if you don't make it, according to the, the the prophecy that these people made in their heads, then you let the internet win. You know, when you have the show, the show had where where she specifically goes, it's like Twitter Twitter armor for a week. That's the tone. the The show was never meant to be good. It was meant to generate hashtags on Twitter. So if you don't do season two, all of those um, trending Twitter followers aren't going to come watch your shit. All of those, all of those um, casual fans aren't going to watch your shit because you did everything you could to keep actual comic book fans from wanting to watch the show. So there, She-Hulk is reliant it, it it will die without the casual fan viewership, and they're gonna they're gonna scream from the hilltops that people watched it. They're gonna they're gonna they're gonna continue to claim that it was breaking records without any actual sources. The the you know the end of twenty twenty two is gonna be is gonna be proof as to why tr- making a show based on a troll job doesn't work. But they have to make season two anyway, and I'm going to laugh my fucking ass off about it because She-Hulk is so bad. It is so bad because it called out the fan base that watches it, while at the same time putting things in the show to keep that same fan base watching. Bring in Daredevil. The fact that they teased Daredevil until the eighth episode. And then tease him being in the final episode for him to make a shitty cameo tells you all you need to know about that show. Oh, it's bullshit. it's it's dirty little it's pretty little liars for 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 Marvel. It's Alec McBeal <laughs> for Marvel. It's it's the voice for Marvel. And you, you know it's it's I'm not surprised at all that it's you know you have all these reports and quotes about oh it was, they they were they were tra-. you know it's it's. The fact that, and, and, and no one on Twitter is going to admit it, if you are so big and successful and, and good at your job, you don't care what Cannon Fodder say about you. If, if Marvel was as good as they claim, they wouldn't make TV shows to piss off Twitter or to piss off the trolls and the misogynists, as you call if, 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 if it's as good as you say it is, you don't care about those people, but you made the show specifically to piss them off. That means no one's watching your shit. It's the same thing that we saw with 
uh, Birds of Prey. Oh, they're and 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 the and Dark Fate, right? Like they they're just scared of these characters and blah blah blah. If they were truly scared, you wouldn't talk about it. If She-Hulk and 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 actual She-Hulk fans hate the fucking finale and they don't like the show because they actually read She-Hulk stuff. And so I'm not surprised at all. It's it's you know, it's it's the old man who thinks he knows about the internet. The whole Kevin Feige bit was it's it's watching a corporation talk about what they think the internet talks about. And it's fucking hilarious. And I can't you know, season two's gonna happen. It's gonna be even worse than season one, and even less people are gonna watch it. But they're never gonna admit it. And it's it's you know, it's it's <laughs> It's gonna be, it's gonna be biblical, and I can't fucking wait for it, dude. Dion, I want you to admit something to me right now. When you yes. were a child, did you watch Barney the Dinosaur? I stopped watching Barney the Dinosaur pretty quickly, but yes, I, I, I did. You know, my sister is is a is a glaring pussy, and she loved Barney <laughs> way longer than she should have. But yeah, <laughs> and because of that, I had to watch Barney. I just, it's an odd transition, but there's a documentary out called I Love You, You Hate Me yep. about how people hated Barney. Have you watched it, Kendo? No, but I saw that Jericho's most recent podcast was about it. I deleted it because I wasn't interested. Well, yeah, it's so weird. It's a, a weird ass documentary. I watched the whole thing. You gotta check it out because it, it's not like. It doesn't shit on fans for hating Barney. It's just a nice trip down memory lane of the '90s because oh, Barney, nice. Barney, Barney really did suck. Like it was I know weird as people, fuck, man. My cousins were into it, and I fucking hated going over there because I wanted to watch Power Rangers. My cousin was only a year younger than me, so it wasn't like she was you know, a little little kid. But I wanted to watch Power Rangers or Batman or you know X Men or something like that. Though they had to watch Barney and I Love You and all that other bullshit. And they didn't have video games or anything fun, so you were just stuck over there watching fucking. Oh god, Barney. that's terrible. That's fucking yeah. terrible. And like, they weren't allowed to watch Nickelodeon. Uh, they were only allowed to watch certain shows on Nickelodeon, oh, and so like man. they had cable, and you go over there, and it's like, well, you can't watch anything good. You're just fucking dude, stuck. Dude, Nick, Nickelodeon in the, in the '90s was the shit, man. That was so much. That was so much good stuff on there. Fucking Nick, love Nick, it. Nick, 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 Nick. Nickelodeon. Yeah. No, see, Bar okay, so Barney came out. Like, okay, so we had a Barney video because Barney, I was definitely too old for Barney by the time he came out and it was like a thing. My sister was right on the cusp. Um, We had like a Barney tape because I remember Sandy Duncan and her lazy eye were in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I didn't watch it because it was like, oh, it's about a dinosaur. And I started, I was like, oh, fuck yeah, dude, I don't watch stuff about dinosaurs. And then there's this singing and dancing Barney on there. I'm like, yeah, I'm not into this. Okay, never mind. And I remember we gave the tape to like uh, a relative who had younger kids at the time. So we didn't have it for very long. But like by the time Barney the show came out, it, it was like, what, 1992? So. Yeah. I was nine. I was well past Barbie at that point. My sister was maybe six. So I think she was past the Barney stage at that point. So Barney never infiltrated the House of Slice. We never had that problem at our, our joint. My cousins, my little cousins who were born in the 90s, 
they had that problem. So that's my that's my Uncle Johnny's problem. Fuck him, okay? So he had to deal with the Barney <laughs> shit. I didn't. So, yeah, we did Barney wasn't a thing in the House of Slice because we were a little old for that, and I was busy trying to, you know, goad my parents into buying me a Sega Genesis for Christmas at that there point. There you go. There you go. I was like, I want a Sega in Mortal Kombat. And they're like, you're 10. You shouldn't be playing those games. I'm like, that's bullshit. When Dad and I went deer hunting, that's all I did was play this fucking Mortal Kombat <laughs> at the gas station arcade across the street. <laughs> that's okay. I got NHL well, PA 93. The game was great. It was just satisfying to watch them, like, shoot Barney dolls, burn Barney dolls, cut the heads off Barney dolls. It was a, uh, it was a satisfying was documentary. Figure. Well... Would you believe that the woman who created Barney, her whole life fell apart because of that show? It yes. fell apart? Yeah. What What happened? Did she just, like, spend all of her money on meth? Yeah, people uh, were marked in front of her house, carrying signs that says, Dinosaur Lives Matter. It was not a good time. Yeah, it was It was the 90s. It was rough. Yeah. Uh, no, what really happened, though, is, um, like, Barney was so popular that her husband had to quit his day job and stay be the stay-at-home dad. And, like, they tried to market Barney as this, like, this uh, independent project that, you know, little project that could, and it grew into this big industry. What happened is this lady didn't really want to babysit for her fucking kids, so she would show them these videotapes, and she's like, huh, he likes these ones. I should create one for him. So she makes a phone call to a family friend who has a television studio. So, like, they just fucking, they're just rich white people that just made Barney because they were bored and had a kid that they didn't want to babysit, essentially. So... This woman creates Barney. It becomes this huge hit. And, like, she neglects her family, essentially. Her kid grows up to be this fucking attempted murderer. Her husband and her get a divorce. He kills himself. <laughs> it's this, like, fucking shit show. Oh my God. It, like, her life and Barney the Dinosaur caused more problems for her than, like, anyone else. It's, it's kind of sad. I her head when she was signing the checks, though. Jeez. Dude, the, oh, I don't have any simpy for her. No simpy. That that kind of reminds me of a movie I watched uh, back. It was called Brigsby Bear, uh, with um, Mark uh, Mark Hamill. It's fucking Dude, weird. Um, no, the the show Brigsby Bear Brigsby Bear's Adventures is a child's television program produced for an audience of one. James Pope. When the series abruptly ends, Pope's life changes forever as he sets out to finish this storyline himself. To do that, he must learn how to cope with the realities of a new world that he knows nothing about. Basically, this kid, like, Mark, Mark Hamill's, you know, his, this kid's dad. And uh, I, forget, I forget who the mom is in, in the movie. But, like, they basically kidnapped this kid and kept him, like, on, you know, in this spaceship kind of thing and said, you know, don't go outside. You know, the air's bad. It'll kill you. Um, and he gets to be, like, I think, I, think, I, think, I think he's almost 18 or almost 20 or whatever. And um, they find him and they pull him out and they arrest the, the two parents. And so this kid, for the majority of his life, has seen Brigsby Bear and thinks, you know, he, he thinks every, every kid's seen it. But the, the, the show is literally made by his two parents for him only. That's it. This is crazy. It's, it's, a really, it's a really, really fun movie. And it's something that Mark Hamill has, you know, he, like, he did it in, like, it's not Star Wars. And it's, it's, actually, it's actually really fun. Andy Samberg's in it. Yeah. I'm going to watch this. Yeah, dude, it's 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 a fun movie. So, um, let's keep on drinking, guys. Space Monkey, 0899. This is a fiver. He says, 
Additionally, original director is doing another Silent Hill movie for the from the perspective of James's wife. Also, three new Silent Hill games and a remake of two. Okay. <laughs> I I am excited for the remake of Silent Hill two, except I don't have a PS five, but it plays on PC, so I'm gonna be uh trying to play it on what I got. Yeah. Um, and, and what? There's a new movie coming out as well. Yeah, I guess so. I didn't hear about the movie. I saw all of the stuff from the um, the game stuff on IGN, but God. I didn't see. The yeah, movie. because yeah, that that Silent Hill two movie was was fucking terrible, so fucking bad. The first one wasn't bad though. The first one was good. The first one was legit. Like they went, you know, they 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 did a good job with it. It was really, it was um, it was really good. Uh, that second one though, man. Whew. It was terrible, and I think it was also 3D because that was a thing to do at the time. So it just, yeah, it's bad. Ugh. The first one, when the woman was in the um, church and the barbed wire goes up, or you know, and then rips her in half, that was the gnarliest movie kill I had ever seen. Oh yeah, oh yeah, dude. Especially when Pyramid Head like skins that one woman, I think as well. That rips her skin off. Yeah, it's fucking crazy, man. I'm all about the goriest horror films. That's how you got to do it, man. You got to rip the flesh off. <laughs> have you seen Have you seen Antlers yet? No, I need to. It's on, it's on my list. I tried to watch it. Uh, we fell asleep, and then Jesse's like, you want to go back and finish it tonight? I'm like, eh, probably not. It was kind of dumb. I don't think I'll ever go back and finish it. I'll give it a watch. Let's see what's up. It's just disappointing when you hear something good, and then it's just like, oh... You watch it, and you're like, yeah, it's not as good as I thought. Yeah, kind of like Halloween Hopefully ends. it's... Oh, God. We'll talk about that in just a minute. <laughs> Fuck you. Thought I was going to have this show white. Uh, Adam Wofford, this is a 10 for guys. Or 10 or guys, shit. Well. I have to move to California shot soon. Oh, no, God, don't no, do that. No, no, no. No, no, no don't no. do that. <laughs> no Aquarium Jeff. No. This isn't wrestling. So, where were we at? Where's the tab? Here's the tab. Yeah, I hated The Rock's Doom movie. They should have followed Event Horizon. That would have been badass. Someone with one extra chromosome turns into a monster or makes you a god to conquer. Um, and, like, once again, like, they had the best premise of fucking ancient ancient beings open, you know, if you, if you mess with the ancient stuff on Mars, opens a portal to hell. The fuck more do you want? That's a great movie idea. Oh, no, we're going to make it a chromosome. It's, we wouldn't have the balls to do this movie. It's fucking retarded, man. It's such a fucking I don't. I'm not going to watch it again. Don't. <laughs> Just don't. It's terrible. So, actually, actually God, no, no, no. Watch, watch Event Horizon instead of that. There you go. Yep. Well, our, exactly. our next super chat is about Event Horizon from Space Monkey 0899 who says... Event Horizon is an unlicensed Warhammer 40k movie and was the inspiration for Dead Space. Yeah, yep. I've heard that. I've heard that a lot. Um, yeah, dude, it's oh, so fucking creepy and good. I don't know. Do you yeah. see? <laughs> yeah, if uh, if <laughs> if you guys have never watched it or, or or know what it is, by all means, go rent it and check it out. You will not be disappointed. It's it's a good fucking movie. You ever see fire in space, Doctor? It's beautiful. <laughs> Lawrence Fishburne, goddammit. <laughs> yep. 
isn't the only copy of the uncut version somewhere like a VHS, and that's it? Because I think the original so. Yeah. Film's destroyed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, and and the yeah, the unrated copy is like it's even gorier than the original copy. Like it's 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 just like insane. Uh, from what I've heard. Xavier to God, thank you very much. This is a two dollar guys. He says, uh, "Fuck Mary, kill Lego Star Wars, Lego Batman, and Lego Marvel games." Ooh, killing Lego Marvel, fucking Lego Star Wars, marrying Lego Batman. Yeah, that's that, that's the winning ticket right there. Yeah, that is. God damn it, that is. Yeah. And 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 by and by the way, that's Lego Star Wars before Disney got got a hold of it. Right. Um, because yeah, I'm not fucking playing them now. I'm gonna go fuck Lego. I marry Lego Batman because Lego Batman's fun and it gets to the movie. Uh, fuck Lego Star Wars, the old ones, and then kill Lego Marvel games because they weren't that fun. I don't really no. like no. big ensemble Marvel games. Okay, so uh, Adam Offord says no, no, you have to watch the Mauler review where he slices the two versions of the movie. You have to see how trash cheered is. Uh, 13 and 33 buttons. What movie were we talking about? Uh, Adam Walford, could you give us a little context? Because uh, we've been drinking a little bit. We're drunk. Also, we had two requests. Grace! <laughs> we haven't heard from Grace in a while. And, uh, oh yeah, where's number 33 at? I'm going to kick your ass later! He's a billionaire! <laughs> Hey, hey, hey! Uh, Adam Walford yeah. said Batman vs Superman. Oh, okay. That movie sucked. Yeah, no, no, thank you. I have the Blu-ray. I paid a whopping two dollars for a Blu-ray That's copy. Two dollars too much. That's two dollars yeah. too much. I knew, but it was two dollars at Best Buy. That's the thing. It was a Best Buy. It was like so cheap. I was like, fuck. Was it African American Friday when you got it for two dollars? Because that would make sense. <laughs> I don't remember. It's still too much. I don't remember how I acquired Batman versus Superman. I just know that I own Batman versus Superman. I might have lost it. Who knows? Watchmen of Yaw, thank you very much, guys. This is five. What is the best SmackDown versus or what is the best Raw slash SmackDown intro theme song? My ultimate fave is Burn It Down. Could we get a random button in Yoshi, bitch? Also, happy birthday, Jeff. Watchmen of y'all, you will get those, of course. And thank you very much for the birthday wish. Uh, Kendo, Dion, I know you guys will have more so than Nick, but favorite Raw or SmackDown intros? Uh, I want it all. SmackDown. I, that's my favorite show intro for all of WWE. I fucking love that intro. Absolutely. Especially the one that ends with um, Kurt Angle. Like, that's, that's, I want it all, 100%. Uh, the old school one that had weird techno music and the pictures bouncing around and ended with the fucking siren. That always takes me back to the glory days of WWE or F at that point. So I'll take that one. My favorite is the original, not the original original, but like the first era of SmackDown where it would do that like whip sound effect and the guy was like, <laughs> you couldn't understand the words of the music, yep. but it was awesome. Yep. Like I got amped up every week and then the guitar would hit and like the rock would uh, breathe in the electricity and Stone Cold would drink the beer. It was cool. Like for a Thursday night, you couldn't get more excited. So that was what's up. That was my favorite of all time. I'm trying to think of another one that I liked as well. The one um, when 
oh, fuck. Uh, it was in the early 2000s on SmackDown. Uh, the one, like, was it not Papa Roach? It was some famous fucking band that was like, the one that was like, I will not be denied. They used it twice. Rise yeah. Up is the name of the song. I can't think of who sang it. Was it Drowning Pool? It was one of those bands. It was Petey a Pablo. that was, it was a good one. It was it was trapped. It was trapped. That's a that's Petey, a Pablo. <laughs> Petey Pablo. Petey Pablo. Yeah. All right. Did you take a shirt off? Shirt. Yeah. Inquisit's been around your head like a helicopter. He's <laughs> <laughs> got the thing in the car that goes. Eh, eh. <laughs> All right. Oh, so now. We have some requests here. Uh, requests for a Yoshi bitch and a random button. So, of course, ask and you shall receive for the Shiba. Yo, she bitch. Let's go. Uh. I watched it the other day. It looks great on 4K, man. You got to get a copy. Maybe I will. You should. Uh, and here's another random button. <laughs> oh, that is a totally different movie. <laughs> There's no Russia, sequel. Russia trying to get off. Russia trying to get off the ground. That's what it is. Goose did not hit the canopy in that movie. He just didn't get out. He hit the cement. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder. For the people that listen to the, you know, because this podcast streams on iTunes and other platforms, I wonder what the people that only listen to the show think of when they hear this, like, broken version of Danger Zone, and then... Well, folks, if you're one of those people, you can email us at worldclassps at mail.com, the best mail. Dot com. Dot com. And tell us what it's like to be audio only. And- Dot com. <laughs> <laughs> no context for the buttons, just to hear a broke dick danger zone and be like, "I wonder what the fuck that's all about." Whatever. <laughs> oh, thank you, Xavier. The guy that was drowning pool. Yeah, okay. I couldn't remember exactly who sang that one, but uh, I might go listen to it later. So, Xavier, the guy has a question. Uh, did you guys like Edward Norton and Terrence Howard being replaced in the MCU back then, and how do you feel about it now? Terrence Howard, no, because I thought he was really good at the role. Yeah, they, Granted, they... he was replaced with Don Cheadle, who is an equally good actor. Edward Norton, I was okay with it, because I didn't think Edward Norton was suited for the the Hulk role to begin with. But then again... The way Mark, you know, Ruffy Lowe's turned out, it's just like, eh, maybe we should have stuck with Edward Norton. Yeah, because Ed, Ed, Ward, Ed, Ed Norton would have given it a little bit more edge. Uh, yeah. Ruffalo is just, yeah, Ruffles just, you know, he's just, he's, his, his Hulk is too fucking soft. I'm sorry. Yeah, they um, really bitched him out. They really, really did. They really, really did. Um, Taren, yeah, Terrence Howard. Their chemistry in, in in Iron Man one is really fucking good, like it's it's there, it's it's all on screen, like it's right there. Um, when Don Cheadle shows up in part two, it's not there. Even even though in part two you have like you know him getting the suit and them fighting during that party and that whole thing going down and everything else, and then the the war machine scene at the end, the chemistry's not there for some reason. Even though Don Cheadle's an amazing fucking actor, love the guy, he's really good. There's just it's just not there all the way, you know. Yeah. It's it's weird. But because Terrence Howard left to go do Empire, we got Juicy Smollett. 
That's true. We did. And, you know, being beat up in the middle of the fucking night at, for, you know, over a cold cut combo. <laughs> it was a polar vortex, Kendo. Dude, it was a yep. he, 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 he got He got beat up because it was $5 foot long. That's why. That's true. And, you know, Subway was really smart. They would have steered into that. And they would have created a vortex, you know, polar vortex <laughs> sandwich. Like, you know, it's like a cold cut combo, but it comes straight out of the fucking freezer. Oh, God. I think Subway learned to stay away from controversy after you know who. Yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah, yeah. You ain't lying. Hey, he's a, he's, a, he's a neighbor right now. If you've watched Better Call Saul and you saw the end of Better Call Saul, the, the, the prison that Saul goes to is actually the fucking Supermax in Colorado where you know who is at. Oh, jeez. Yeah, so good show. Well, not, good by not, him. Not, not anything with Subway. The Better Calls All. That was a good show. I need to watch it. Oh, dude, it's so good. If you've never watched, you've watched Breaking Bad. So, yeah, you can watch Better Call yeah. Saul. Because I had somebody ask me, like, should I watch Better Call Saul first or Breaking Bad? It's like, you got to watch Breaking Bad yeah, first. You do. You it do. takes away some of the tension of some of the things in Better Call Saul, but you'll understand and get a better appreciation for Saul had you seen Breaking Bad first. Well, I, I was watching Breaking out. Bad when it was still on the air, so I yeah. need to catch I up. Still, That's how behind I, I am. I still can't figure out where in McKinley County they robbed the train at because – I literally drive parallel to those train tracks every day, and I'm like, there ain't nowhere out here where there's, like, no signal. I don't know where the fuck they robbed this train at, but I'd like to find out. <laughs> All right, guys, let's keep drinking. Um, oh, wait, we didn't – I didn't answer. Sorry. Um, I liked Edward Norton back then, but I also liked that movie. So I don't really miss him per se. I just really liked that film. Um I still think Terrence Howard should be Rhodey in the MCU. He had better chemistry with Robert Downey Jr. It was so much better. Yep. So, Grave Digger Nick says, Happy birthday, dudes. Do you guys see Terrifier 2? Uh, thank you, Nick. What? I have not. Have you, Nick? No, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go check it out. Um, hopefully this weekend. Uh, I'll, I'll see what's up. Because, uh, no, I've seen the first one a couple times. And uh, no, I mean it was it was out of nowhere that Terrifier two came out because I know he did a he did crowdfunding for the Blu-ray for part two, and then all of a sudden I hear you know he's getting an unrated movie released in the seven hundred theaters across the U.S. out of fucking nowhere. It's great. I'm glad, um, you know. And so it's one hell of a of a success story. Yeah, good for him. You know, folks support independent art. Support titsandart.com. Uh, so, Boar Legion, thank you very much. Asa Akira was my waitress at a Hooters in Fayetteville, Arkansas, one time back in 1994. Cheers! <laughs> Go Razorbacks. We all got to start somewhere. We got to start somewhere. That was a fiver, but Boar Legion also sends in another fiver that says, my bad, it was Kobe Ty at Hooters in Fayetteville, Arkansas. Happy birthday. Go, Go Razorbacks. Okay, stick with that one. We'll have to do some research and figure out who these people are later, Dion. TLJ Screwjobs yeah. says, uh, Oh, hi, happy... Oh, he goes, Oh, happy birthday, Jeff. Sorry for not saying it before now. TLJ Screwjob, no problem, man. Uh, it's also the channel's birthday. Yeah. This day, many, many years ago, back in 2015, Back to the Future many Day. Many moons ago. Many moons. We started WCBS. It was a... Uh, I'll never forget. It was my birthday. I went to O Charlie's for dinner, and then we came home. I came home and I started recording this podcast, and it took for fucking ever. Dion, remember? It was like till two in the morning. Yep. Yep. 
Well, back then we had like six people on there, so yeah. Yeah, I was thinking, man, we should have done a reunion for this, but then I thought it would be like a fourteen-hour show, and I just don't have fourteen hours right now. But no, it was the the shows used to take forever to do because we would record them on Skype, then we would I would run them through Windows Movie Maker to turn them into an MP3. Right, I would take the MP3 from Skype, put it through Windows Movie Maker, so it could be an MP4 to upload to YouTube, and that took fucking hours. And sometimes people would just like Nick used to hang out with me during the fucking render time the whole time. Remember? Yep. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, because it would take. Yeah, it would just take for goddamn ever. I'm so glad it doesn't take that long. Yeah. <laughs> and then a couple months later, an episode came out, and a guy was driving home from watching a certain movie at a movie theater, and he was like. Damn it, I've avoided spoilers this whole time. I want to hear people that think the way I do about this movie. And I typed in Star Wars rants into YouTube. And I found a show called World Class Bullshitters. I was subscriber number 83. And now, not only am I a client, I'm also a member. Or however the fuck that fucking <laughs> Well, yeah, folks. Uh, Kendo was a listener. And he's like, hey, I'm going. He's a patron as well. And he's like, he was the first patron. And he said, hey, I'm going to go to WWE Money in the Bank. Did you guys want any kind of insider information about it or something like that? Right, Kendo? Yeah, uh, because that's back when the ring rust days were still going on. And I said, hey, I'm going to go to Money in the Bank. It's in St. Louis. I'll, uh, you know, give you guys some fucking from the crowd notes. And I'll, you know, hang out with you on your next stream if you're cool with that. Jeff said yes. And it turns out I was far more prepared than the other people that were on that show that day. And, uh, yeah, I, the rest is history, folks. That's how you, long story short, that's how you get my good graces. If you're really prepared for shit, I'm just like, well, I like you. Yeah. And it, it, it helps that I'm comfortable behind the, the microphone and I'm not a total douchebag. Okay, to these guys. But, <laughs> well, okay, to most of the, okay, to Jeff. So, it works. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's, that's a fucking truth. <laughs> Oh, man. Um, TLJ Screwjob, thank you very much. Digiakuma sends in a big $20, guys, so, you know, we got to do. We got to drink again. Says, time, um, baby. from one birthday boy to another in the channel's birthday, chug a cold one off me. Well, Digiakuma, happy birthday to you from me to you and all of us here at World Class Bullshitters, and we all drink together. That one went kind of a little hard. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> um, Ninja Lawyer Steve, thank you very much. This is a $2 one. He says, Kendo should check out Heil Honey, I'm Home. I am very familiar with that very, very short-lived British sitcom. I know it as well. 1990, where only one episode ever aired of the Adolf Hitler sitcom. I really, really <laughs> wish it would get a home release because I think they, I think they filmed like 10 or like 8, 10, 12 episodes or something like that. One actually made air, and there were so many people that were pissed off about it that they were just like, yeah, maybe we should pull this from the air. So to get pulled off of a BBC, (laughs) it takes a lot. and (laughs) A lot of effort requires you to be pulled away from a BBC. And uh, I mean, if you're, I mean, you know, if you're, if you're on the BBC, I guess. if 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 you're on that BBC and you're, you know, firmly planted upon it, 
It's hard to get off of it. Well, Kyle <laughs> Honey got off of it after one episode. They they pulled now, it right up and said, "We're not going to offend any more people." It's like, come on, Andrew. are we really that sensitive? Yeah, apparently we were. Well, Kendo, there yeah. is an article on Wikipedia list of television series canceled after one episode. It's not yeah. a very large list. No, Kyle Honey's on there though. Kyle Honey's on there. The very first show canceled after one episode was the Dennis James Carnival, which is as exciting as it sounds. Okay. It's, um, it's oh my god! It sounds terrible. It's a vaudeville-style show that, um, under the premise that host Dennis James was trying to keep afloat a carnival that he inherited from his uncle. <laughs> that's terrible. Uh, there was a show called Who's Who's, which sounds dumb. There was also The Melting Pot, which is a BBC sitcom. Uh, let's see what was it about. Oh wow! Okay. Here we go. Probably why it was canceled after one episode. It stars Spike Milligan, who starred as Mr. Van Gogh, a Pakistani illegal immigrant in London who Milligan portrayed in Brownface. Aired as a one-off pilot on BBC (laughs) One. Oh, my God. I think I remember hearing about this show. Starting to see some reasons why it might have been pulled. Well, it was commissioned for five episodes, but those remaining five episodes have never been seen. Which is weird because like the, the the two dudes that did Little Britain that did come fly with me, one of them was in brown slash blackface quite often, and that show made it it's like full six eight episode run. But I think that was on Sky, but that was like fifteen years ago when okay, people were yeah. still getting into the whole, you know, everything that offends me offends everybody else type of mode. True. Well, obviously there's Hile Honey. I'm home. Yeah. And uh, let's see what else. What else got canceled? Because there's not a lot. So after Hi Honey, I'm home. Let's see. There's a show called Public Morals that got canceled. Or canceled, not canceled. Uh, let's see. There was a show. Yeah. Lawless Fox action series starring Brian Bosworth as a private investigator <laughs> that got canceled. <laughs> there was Dot Comedy, The Will, and just only a few other shows, but uh, a lot of UK stuff. So, we'll skip that one. There was a Barstool show that got canceled, too. Hmm. Did you know that one? No. Oh, neither did I. Alright, so let's get back to drinking with the audience. Darian217 says, Hey, Kendo, will you tell us how Woodrow Wilson's portrayal in the movie holds up to history? If he's included, does he look like a bitch? (laughs) Kendall will be back in just a moment, folks, so we will get back to that, uh, Darian, in just a minute. Adam Wofford says, Dion, go down, Dion goes down like Scarface getting shot up. <laughs> that, I hope so. It looks way cooler. Dude, I remember, fun, I, heard, I remember the fucking Scarface game. Like You had to like, like dodge the bullet and not get killed and then like you know make it out. <laughs> yeah, because it's like a... A riff on that, right? You you survive. Yeah, 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 yeah. You yeah you you survive the, sh- the the shooting at the end of the movie, and like you you make it out and you, you build your empire even bigger kind of shit. So yeah, yeah, that was such a weird game, man. But it was so fucking cool. I never played it. I need it was, to play it. Uh, it, it. It was <clears throat> it was like when when GTA was getting real big and they were doing a, a lot of stuff like that. Like that's when it kind of kind of happened. There was a lot of clones. Yeah, a lot of clones. Yep. Yeah. They were clones. They were clones. So, uh, after that, we have one from our friend, TLJ Screwjob. Oh, Kendo, you're back. Okay, cool. Yeah. All right. Um, 
It's like one of those scenes in the movie where they're like looking for Indiana Jones, thinking he's all dead, and then they look over and they realize he's right there. I'm just like, oh shit, Kendo, you're back. We've been waiting for you, man. Because Darian 2 and 7 had a question. Uh, Kendo, will you tell us how Woodrow Wilson's portrayal in the movie holds up to history? If he's included, does he look like a bitch? Oh, well, number one, he's always going to look like a bitch. Number two, I doubt he, he will be portrayed in the movie only because All Quiet on the Western Front is told from the German perspective. And um, I don't feel like going on a Woodrow Wilson rant right now, but goddamn, I totally could go on a That motherfucker <laughs> is responsible for every son of a bitch and thing that's happened in the 20th century to our great country. Oh, God. I Okay, so folks... I will sit down whenever I have some free time, which is coming up very soon. Um, not soon enough. It'll be more like, oh, the week of Thanksgiving, <laughs> because <laughs> I, I, I am. Spoiler alert: will not be on as much of the podcast as I would love to be on for the next couple of weeks, just because of the fact that I've been blessed with an opportunity to continue coaching for another few weeks and i cannot wait it's gonna be exciting and i really hope we run up against those motherfuckers that i really fucking hate from the last couple of weeks anyway that's the point um and i will i i will definitely give you an a um, comprehensive analysis and discussion of why exactly i hate woodrow wilson and his fucking beady motherfucking eyes that little son of a bitch so yeah I'll do that. I'll do that for the channel. And I'll give it to Jefferson, and he'll upload it to the Patron. Yes, I will. Uh, also, TLJ Screwjob says, More questions for Professor Kendo. And this is a $10 one, guys. Shoot. For. If Germany had won uh, was it the Battle of the Bulge, would Sea Lion have succeeded? Bat the Battle of the Bulge? I don't know what B.O.B. is. The B -O -B? Oh, Battle of Britain. Hmm. So... Battle of Britain was kind of the precursor to the Operation Sea Lion. So Germany, knowing that Britain was pinned to its island and all they had was air support, so they, 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 they launched the Luftwaffe in an attempt to try to weaken uh, as much of the RAF as they could so that they could launch the ground invasion of Britain. And would it have worked? Ooh, probably not, only because... Invading Britain as the Germans, the Nazi Germany of that time, would have been akin to us having to invade uh, homeland Japan when we had them pinned to nothing but just the you know the home islands, so to speak. So could it have succeeded? Maybe it would have taken a long time, and it would have it would have resulted in the death of a lot of fucking people. Uh, I don't know if Germany would have had the resources because they still had a lot of really good supplies and some steel at that point. But the thing is, even before that happened, we had not been, uh, the Japanese had not bombed Pearl Harbor yet. We had not committed to the war. We were still involved in the Lin-Lee deal where we were giving them shit in exchange for them letting us use their ports and whatnot. But the second the Germans would have actually launched an invasion of the United Kingdom, Great Britain at the time, we would have totally fucking gone. We, it, the war would have been declared. The United States would have mobilized. We would have been in that war. So we would have gotten into it about a year sooner than we did eventually. Um, so, no, it wouldn't have succeeded because it would have taken way too much resources, way too much manpower, more than what the Nazis had to – Nazi Germany had to expend at the time. 
and the United States would have came into the war a lot sooner, and we would not have been fighting on two fronts against the Empire of Japan and Nazi Germany. We'd have been concentrated squarely on Europe at that point. So, no, it wouldn't have succeeded. Oh, okay. And there's a second part. It says, one of my professors, who's 32nd in line for the British throne, thought they would okay, never have enough resources. Well, I'm probably closer in line to the throne because, you know, in an Uncle Buck, or not Uncle Buck, uh, King Ralph situation, I could be on the throne. And no, they wouldn't have succeeded because of the reasons I just gave you. They they did not have is not enough resources and manpower to expend over that long period of time to do what they had to do in order to conquer Britain and get them to submit to their will. And the United States would have joined much sooner. And we would have been completely focused on the war in Europe. And we would not have been involved with Japan fighting on two fronts. Well, TLJ Screwjob, thank you for asking the history questions because I like them too. Yeah. I just I learn. I'm, I haven't taken a history class since fuck, high school. No college, college stuff. So Xavier to God sends in two guys. So it's a five and a two. We drink four, and then we're gonna talk about Halloween. Uh, Xavier to God says, "What's your favorite Iron Man suit from the MCU? Mine will always be the Mark Three, then War Machine, originally Mark Two, and the Mark Five and Six. Um, I like the Mark Three and the Mark Seven. Mark V was cool. Uh, the suitcase one, yeah, that one like like they and, and and they showed very little of it during the trailer and just seeing it like all assembled and everything that was cool. I do not like the man, the nano suit one. I think that's like I don't know. I'm just not into the whole nano nano suit nanoparticle bullshit that they, that happened you know in movies for for a while. I thought that was dumb. Um, yeah, I mean Mark, yeah Mark Mark Seven's good. Mark Seven's definitely good. That was a good one too. So. So, I would have loved if he never evolved past that one. That's like my favorite Avengers look. Man, that was a great. I'm looking it at it. It is. Now. It is. <laughs> I, I, I was a fan of the nanotech. Because when he's like, it's nanotech. Do you like it? I'm like, yes, I do. It's cool. I like that give me the Give me the 85 and Endgame because it's the closest to the original Iron Man. You know, the fucking the bread boots, the yellow legs. You know, the. the 85 all day. That's why I bought what that is fucking... It, um, what Dion said. I'm, I, I agree with Dion. <laughs> what is it? Uh, Lego Lego has the Hulkbuster um, figure that you can buy and build. Yeah, they also Ooh. released the Hulkbuster thing that totally spoiled Endgame, too. That's true. That's true. Xavier to God says, Iron Man and Iron Man 2 have such good CGI and effects. They do. Um, yeah, I love to watch those movies. Well, I love to watch the first one. And... Um, yeah, Marvel was on point with the CGI until yeah. Shield. And okay, until let's all right. So the original Mar the MCU run from Iron Man to Endgame was on point with the CGI. So we'll just we'll leave it. Well, there. I mean, you know, it kind of it kind of fumbled a little bit in Black Panther. <laughs> yeah, he looked really weightless <laughs> and silly. Nick hates Black Panther. Everybody, start marching. <laughs> Wakanda forever. Yeah, I don't know about you, Nick, but Dion and I are on the side of Wakanda forever. Where do you sit? Exactly. Hey, I'm just saying. I'm I'm just saying they they did Black Panther wrong. They should have done a little bit better with the CGI. That's all I'm saying. Okay. So what I'm hearing is you hate Black Panther, therefore you're racist. <laughs> Dion and I oppose you. That's awful. That's yeah, you got me, man. You got me. You got me, Nick. Absolutely terrible. Tell him the awful. truth. You're the fucking leader. You're the chair of the committee for Wakanda 2024 Olympics. <laughs> Which have already been awarded to somebody, I'm pretty sure, and it wasn't Wakanda. 
kind of disappointing. I'm pretty sure the Winter Olympics are in 2024, so I highly doubt they'd be in Africa to begin with. It's that hey, 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 Wakanda got part of Wakanda. Yeah, they do. We saw it in the movie. The guy's kind of cool. Yeah. Oh yeah, that guy is cool. I like him. That fucking weird like mountain tribe thing. The guy that screamed "Ooh, bear claw!" I'm fucking on that guy's side every day because bear claws are awesome. They are. I could go for one right now. Yeah. I haven't eaten much today. Folks, if you'd like to go to the Wakanda 2024 Winter Olympics, send in your super chats now and we'll give Yo, you a I heard I, I I heard they got a they, they got a bomb uh bobsled team. Yeah, yeah. Hey, you don't believe Wakanda's got a bobsled team? <laughs> Coach looks a lot like John Candy. <laughs> I mean, no, I'm willing to eat like Crow, 80, that's, that's calories a day to, you know, do that role. I'm losing some weight, but I'll put it back on if I get to be the, the, the star in that movie. <laughs> All right, go for it, bro. And then we'll remake cool. Canadian Bacon, Uncle Buck, The Great Outdoors, and uh, Summer Vacation. Yeah. Sorry, Summer John, Rental. Summer we'll rental change my name to John Kendo. It'll be cool. John, John Kendo! Kendo. <laughs> and a new character was born here on the show, folks. John yeah. Kendo. Yeah. The, the, Star the of Uncle uber Buck fat too. version of me that just remakes John Candy movies. <laughs> we can make, we can remake the Great Outdoors with you with you and Dion then. Yeah, well, I'm Dion obviously has played the Dan Aykroyd role. Yeah, <laughs> we'll never lips and assholes. Lips yeah. I haven't seen the Great Outdoors I, in a while. I need to go fucking watch it dude, again. That's, that's you, damn it, we need movie. to watch it together. We dude, do. the fucking light stand light bulb gun thing is just. God damn, that's such a great fucking movie. Dan Aykroyd and John Candy were an amazing duo. Better oh, God, yeah. than better than Dan Aykroyd and John Belushi, and I will go to my grave saying that. Every ooh, ooh. <laughs> I, will I will stand by that one. You know, as much as I love the Blues Brothers, and you guys know I've been obsessed with it this past couple of years. Yeah, man. I don't necessarily disagree because Candy brings. I always like John Candy's brand of comedy more than I like John Belushi's. And I know it's maybe because of age or whatever, but Candy just always fucking delivers. He's well, even and, in the fucking like, Blues well, Brothers. Well, because well, Candy, that's true, he was. Candy never played the stupid fat guy. He played the fat guy, but he was never stupid. That's the thing. He was the big yeah. guy, but he was never like, you know, the the, the, the dumb fat guy. That's the he thing. He was mildly competent in there you go. vacation. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. folks. Parks closed. The moose out front should have told you. There God, you. that's a great line. I use that whenever something's closed. Like the Four Corners thing when I tried to go there one time and it said closed. And I posted a picture <laughs> of it. I said, sorry, folks. Parks closed. The moose out front should have told you. And somebody said, there's moose in New Mexico? I'm like, no, there's elk. But, however, this you're ruining the joke. Shut up. <laughs> oh, so... Uh, this is actually going to be our transition because it's about Halloween. From Justin Proper, this is a $5 one, guys. He says, Jeff, I've had colonoscopies that have sucked less than Halloween ends. God damn. By the way, The Room is my favorite movie. Met Tommy Wiseau. He's the goat. Dude, you're kind of young for colonoscopies. I think you just like having stuff shoved up your ass. Eh, probably. But you but, 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 too, but uh, own. We don't we don't we don't kink shame on on, on the uh, no on the dude yeah you know we're all about you know getting screened for colon cancer. Nobody wants to die of their ass falling out. That's true. That's true. Can never be too safe. I've been dreading this because last Friday night, actually no, last Thursday night, we had a great show. We had a great mm-hmm. podcast. Without and Nick. it ran without <laughs> Nick. Sorry, Nick. We missed you, man. 
But no, in reality, we had a great time like we always do every Thursday night. And I was riding high emotionally. I thought, you know, it's been a great night. I'm gonna, I just had a decent dinner. I'm going to look at TV for a few minutes and then I'm going to call it a day and start Friday fresh. So I got the stupid idea to turn on Halloween ends just to see the credits. I thought, ah, I'm kind of feeling the Halloween vibe. I want to hear the new rendition of the Halloween theme. We'll see what's up. I turned it on and I can't turn it off. Nick, Jesse and I are like watching this. We're watching the opening scene. And folks, I have a full review. It's on Patreon. It's going to come to the YouTube channel this week. I just, I'm trying to edit the video and do all this extra stuff behind the scenes. And so the movie starts with this boy and this little kid, like, Dude, baby, little, he's like, babysitting this little kid. That little, like, every, like, everybody's against that guy, and that little kid's an asshole. Dude. I swear to God, I said to Jesse, Jesse, too bad Michael Myers doesn't kill kids in these movies because I hate this fucking kid. Well, it's like I wrote the script because five minutes later his ass was dead. One Dion, thing, well, well, here's 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 one thing I, I think it's kind of funny thinking about it now. Um, <laughs> the black kid in 2018 was way cooler than the white kid in 2022. Agreed. The white, the little black kid from dude, he was so cool they brought him back. Yeah, that's true. That's true. They did. They did. So, folks, we are not going to go through a beat-by-beat review. I have that for the channel ready for the ne- in the next couple days. But the movie, this is a Halloween movie there where Michael Myers doesn't really appear until the second hour. This is not a, re- a Halloween movie where Michael Myers is a focal point. Because it's about this kid named Corey who accidentally kills a child and then becomes a pariah in Haddonfield. And the whole town hates him. And it's the story of how he's bullied for a couple years because he killed a kid and then goes crazy. But instead of, like, going crazy on his own rampage, he gets kidnapped by Michael Myers, who takes him into his underground cave and then chokes him. And then the evil of Michael Myers is transported through the gaze and the choking. And this guy, Corey, becomes the new Michael Myers, where he goes on a small killing spree but really isn't Michael Myers. But one thing, one thing I don't, one thing I don't understand is like how aggressive Al- Allison, um, uh, Lori's um, granddaughter, aggressively pursues this kid. Like she, yeah, she, she's a fucking loser. You know, he, he he's literally he's literally like like a fucking beta. Like he's literally a loser. And she's like, hey, what's up? You wanna you wanna go to this Halloween party? And he's like, I don't drink. I don't I don't I don't do anything. I can't I can't go out past six. She's like. Whatever, man. I'll get your costume. Let's go. I was like, jeez. Well, Nick, she likes uh, weak guys that kill children. <laughs> what? And another thing is, like, almost every guy in this movie is an asshole except for uh, Deputy Frank. Oh, yeah, the cop. Yeah. Um, he wanted yeah, to get cause, some cause, glory. Cause, That's why even, he was a good guy. Because even, even, the, even, even the doc. Okay, the doctor that... Um, Allison deals with is an asshole. The cop that she apparently she dated like a forty year old cop before before um before you know like this movie or whatever. And he's an oh, asshole. Oh, the guy looked well. like Emilio Estevez. Yes, that guy. Yeah, and I, and I was like, I was like, yeah, you <laughs> like there's a yeah. It was just fucking creepy. It was really fucking creepy. Um, but it was just weird. And uh, she goes for, you know, this this kid. Oh, God, it's so fucking terrible. 
Um, and then, no, like, Nick, you forgot to mention that the people that beat him up were the kids in the band, and the they other were, ones were they like, were, they were, yeah, they were band kids. They were one hundred percent band kids. I, and then, was, like, and, and, and mind you, it happens like more than once. Oh yeah, guys, they beat him up and throw him off of a fucking bridge. Yeah, Warrior Michael Myers. Corey, this Corey kid, Michael. Yes. Michael Myers. Corey. Michael Myers doesn't, doesn't show up. Doesn't show up officially until like he doesn't come in like and start killing people until like Act Three. I was worried when reading the synopsis that this was going to be their out for making more Halloween movies by going. Exactly. exactly. Hey, by the way, you know we've got a new Michael Myers. Michael Myers might be dead. Halloween ends, but here's Corey. He's a serial killer psychopath. He's good. Yeah. Well, well, I mean, there is. It'd be way cooler if you were. Yeah, well, I was and, worried that was going to happen. And also, and also, like Lori takes a like she keeps following the kid and making sure he's okay. Or so, like she's like she's always like like somewhere following him, like in the truck behind him, or making like just 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 looking at him from afar, which is also fucking weird. Um, it's it's strange. It's strange. Um, and then like she's she's happy that they hooked up. She's happy that Allison and, and the Corey kid are together. And then once he gazes into Michael Myers' eyes and he has that, that those devil eyes, like a doll's eyes, um, she's against it. All sure, of a this is a Wendy's. <laughs> Thank you for that. Um, but it's and and like the, 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 there are shots of them like together on like on the roof of this radio station, like you know riding a bike and stuff like that. And I'm just getting like. Who the fuck made this goddamn ri- ridiculous love story bullshit all of a sudden in this fucking Halloween movie? Like, what the fuck is this? It was a raw. It was a weird romance. It was something terrible. It was. It, oh, dude, it was so bad, so bad. Uh, and 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 plus and plus they they kind of cucked out Laurie Strode a little bit too because she becomes like this little like homemaker. I want to bake pies and shit like that because in 2018, she's a fucking badass. She's a fucking compound. A compound in 2018. Yeah, she's no longer a prepper. Like, she was ready to fucking fight. And here's the thing I don't understand. She's prepping for 40 years in 2018, but Michael Myers has disappeared after after Halloween Kills, and it's been like it's been like five years, and she's not prepping because they haven't found his body? Like, how are you not worried again? So Thank make you. Because they shot him six times. Oh, God. So you're just going to make pies and kumbaya your way through fucking life? God damn it, lady. Like, be, be fucking consistent. Dude. It, such bullshit. You, no, you're not wrong. That's exactly what I wrote in the review. Because she is, like, so hardened to the point, like, you're like, Jesus Christ, man, that one night in 1978 ruined everything. And... Real quick, I'm not trying to... Let's just say it like this. I don't give a shit. There's no preface here. The shit Lori went through in the first Halloween was bad, but she had to go through the second movie to make it really impactful. They cut out so much of the shit that she goes through with Michael Myers that it's almost like too much how hardened she became to be on the lookout for him. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, you had this, yes, yeah, you had, it, had, had Halloween 2018 come out after part two, I, I think I would have believed a little bit more about her being hardened. Because yes. for, her to get, for her to get attacked in the same, like, the same night, twice, that would have been fine. I would have, I would have believed that. That's fine. But also, for, for, for and, and, and like, I, I have no problem with her being a badass in 2018. I kind of I like it. It's cool. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a new concept for her. 
because that's the most badass she's been. Even even like H two O, she wasn't even that badass. No, um, she just runs around the axe for a couple minutes. That's true. That's true. But no, her being badass twenty eighteen was cool. I like. I kind of. I kind of dug that part of the uh, the movie. Um, and then once again, yeah, her going to being a fucking homemaker all of a sudden, and you know, Halloween kills. Like, I mean, Halloween ends. Like, come on, man, fucking come on. <laughs> it was, and, and you know, like the granddaughter too. Oh, my mom and dad were murdered by Michael Myers. Halloween's no big deal. I'm gonna date a weird guy. Like, it's they yeah, don't really yeah. I'm gonna date. Worry yeah, about I'm, the last I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna date an ex con. It's gonna be fine. You know, well, like, come on, man. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, jeez, it was yeah, it was so. And then and then she like she complains about her job not not getting the per, like like wanting the promotion and she didn't ask for it. I guess she was given to the other girl, which is like. You sh- don't be mad because you didn't ask for it. Like, come the fuck on. Um, and and even Corey's mom, like she was really irritating too. Like it was fucking weird. Um, I felt I I, I, I felt with her dad and the whole like chop shop thing, the, the whole Christine vibe happening as well. Uh, with that with that whole I don't know the whole car repair area or whatever the hell they were doing with that you know, uh, you know the dump or whatever. It was it was weird. Uh, also, also that odd cameo of Nick Castle was so fucking weird. Thank you. So like out of nowhere, out of nowhere, man. So weird. Um, also, where the hell was Anthony Michael Hall during all this shit? <laughs> he died in the last one. Remember? Oh, he did. Sorry, my bad. I just, I just didn't remember. <laughs> I just, didn't, sorry, I just didn't remember. Um, oh, I look. I tried to block it out myself. That's you don't true. Need to apologize. That's true. Um. God, dude. <laughs> the 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 character of Corey and everything that happened it doesn't it just doesn't make any fucking sense. And then having like Michael be underground for so goddamn not, goddamn long and not leave the cave or whatever. What like or or the sewer sewer drain or something? It was weird. Why is he like that? Like, what's going on there? Yeah, and he's been wearing the same clothes for five years. Yeah. With the mask. Oh, and how was he not burnt under the mask? I agree. Like, at all. Like, he caught fucking fire in the other two films. I agree, man. You know, so we don't go to a five-hour show. I'm going to keep my bitching to a minimum right now and say this. (laughs) Corey stabs himself in the fucking neck with a butcher knife, and you think he's dead, but then Michael Myers shows up, Corey comes back yeah, that, to life that to part, grab Michael Myers. Dude, that part was just like, why, why? And then, and then, like Michael Myers snaps his neck. I'm like, he already stabbed himself. Why is this a thing? What's going on it here? Was, it was over the top to be stupid. It was stupid because it had to be. That makes no sense. But no, it was a really, really, really terrible, terrible, terrible horror film. I mean, let's be, let's get into this part. Nick, is there a worse Halloween film than Halloween Ends? <laughs> Seriously, I'm not trying to be funny. I don't know, man. Um, the Rob Zombie stuff is 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 like on par with that shit. In all honesty, um, at least at least the Rob Zombie stuff had tits in it. If I mean it, the, the, that's the only like dividing factor. Um, but even then, man, like his stuff was still fucking terrible. Like it's. It's bad. It's just fucking bad. Um, yeah, it's just bad. <laughs> just it, it makes no fucking sense. Like, it's bad because Resurrection makes more sense than, than this movie does. 
resurrection. Yeah, you know, <laughs> somebody sent uh, us a message the other day. I think it was proper Justin uh, in the chat who sent in the super chat not that long ago, talking about how Halloween Resurrection has now been replaced as the worst one for him, and Jesse had never heard of it. So I explained it to her that it's a Halloween movie that takes place via a live stream, and Buster Rhymes and Tyra Banks are the hosts. <laughs> Like, yeah. It, it, yeah, it's bad, the only Halloween idea. film. It is a bad idea, but have you noticed it's the only Halloween film that's actually kind of fallen into becoming possible? Like, look, back in 2002, people weren't watching live streams and doing the shit they the way they were in that movie. It's it kind of predicted the way we watch shit these days. It's a terrible film, but <laughs> yeah, it's, it's oddly pressured. It's not good, but the the bad thing is is that like it makes more sense than Halloween Ends does. Yeah, it does. All of them do. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, H, yeah. Because yeah, if if you go from like Halloween one and two to like H two O and Resurrection, that timeline makes sense. Um, even if you go one, two, four, five, and six, that makes sense. Um, so yeah, I. <laughs> Here's what I'm waiting for. I'm, I'm I'm waiting for them them to make another Halloween another Michael Myers movie. Honestly, I'm waiting for them to announce like another one in another year or two after this one. That's what I'm waiting for. How, Nick? He's dead. <sighs> Listen, there's a part of him that's still alive. There's a part of him that still exists in in that universe, Jeff. The mask? Yes. If this becomes some bullshit franchise where somebody puts on a mask and becomes Michael Myers that's every year... That's what it's going to become. It's got to make money, though. It's <laughs> True... That's why they're gonna wait two or three years and then put and then and then bring it back. But it's gonna be like the fucking mask that, you know, that Lori had in her office, you know, during her book tour or some bullshit like that, that they you know auction off or she's trying to get rid of or somebody steals, and you know puts it on and boom, you know they're Michael Myers. I would hate that. Yeah, but uh, you know that's on part of what what Hollywood's probably probably gonna do anyway. So you know, yeah. Well, thanks, Hollywood. Yeah, I mean, this is I mean, this is why I'm happy that the Friday the Thirteenth franchise has is been in like litigation for so long, because it's it's just been it's just been like it's been put in that legendary category. It's been loved, and people like can still watch the old movies and things like that. And you know, they're good. There have been a bunch of fan films that have been wonderful, and I'm happy that people I'm happy that fans are making fan films because, um, you know, it's just. They're they're showing their love for the franchise, you know. Um, I think um, I don't know, two, <laughs> two, I've actually I actually had I actually have a spec script that I wrote for uh, for something like that, but it was Freddy, Freddy, uh, Freddy in space. Yeah, dude, I like that one. So don't don't tell me, but is there a point where they pull him out of the dream world and then they shoot him out in the airlock? Into fucking space? Uh, no, the mission doesn't survive, and she has to like fucking hard crash into the planet. <laughs> oh, that's even better. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Cause, cause yeah, I have, I, yeah, I, have, I, have, I have a whole thing written. We'll, we'll talk about it later someday. Um, <clears throat> where, yeah, <laughs> nobody survives. And <laughs> mm. is for no survivors. Great. Yep. Yep. All right. Um. Back to the audience. Darian217, thank you very much again, my friend. This is a $20 one. So. Yeah. 
He says, The road to WrestleMania continues next month. I believe I might be on the hard cam during Survivor Series War Games in Boston. I'm going to wear a world-class bullshitter shirt for the night. By the way, description do says it. $20 is a California shot. Please do. <laughs> um, Darian 2 and 7, I'll make you a deal. If you are wearing your WCBS shirt and you get on hard cam, I will send you something exclusive. I'll either make a custom WCBS shirt that is only available to you, or put it like this. We'll, yes, we'll do something special just like that for you. So, folks, get on TV, Nick but Darian 2 and 7 will do it first. Listen, I can't bend like, a, like, like I used to in college, right? That was, the, the, that was a long time ago. It's a long time ago, all right? I had to. I had to make money. I had to make my money any way I could back then. Don't judge me. Uh, I won't. That's awkward and weird, but okay. <laughs> well, look it. We don't kink shame on this channel. So, um, John Thomas says none of y'all are old enough to remember the epic collapse of the Oilers versus Bills in the playoffs. Motherfucker, yes I am, because I was watching that game. Frank Reich. Down, bigly, came back to win that game. I was watching it, so yes, I am old enough to remember that game because I watched it live. All right. So uh, John Thomas also said, and "This is a fiver as well from John Thomas." He says, the, "Is the insane clown posse doing the soundtrack for Killer Clowns? Juggalos Jeez, for the win." Uh, no, they're oh, not. God, no. Um, no, I think I think they're getting the old band back. Um, to do the to do the main to do the main theme for it, so. Yes, I agree. That would be good. Yes, you should agree. Thank you. Um, sorry, I just we're like John Thomas. That's where we are. Sorry, man. I've been yeah. drinking a lot. Um, you know shit. Yeah. Hey, um, the, the, home to all that de all the destruction. Yeah, this is not going to be a lot of fun tonight. That's okay. Uh, that's what tomorrow's for. Yeah. By the way, the Dicky sing the Killer Clowns from Outer Space theme song, and it is awesome. I was listening to that earlier today, man. Yeah, I think so I think I, I think I, I think Waxwork Records just put out. What was it? Waxwork Records just put out a two a two LP four like yeah two two LPs about uh, with a soundtrack on it. I, I just really like the song Killer Clowns from Outer Space. I don't know if I could commit to spending any more money, but you know. <laughs> yeah, what dude, it, the carnival this... music to a, like a fucking metal guitar and a rock and roll beat, dude, that's awesome. Every yeah. time. Mm -hmm. I fucking love that. The lyrics are legit, too. When you talk about, well, if you've ever wondered why the population's going down, blame it on the plunder from the likes of the Killer Clowns. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's legit. It tells a good story, man. I'm ready. Oh, yeah. Ready for the fucking end. Killer clown oh. from outer space. <laughs> love that song. Love that it was so it. awesome. It, dude, they played it all the time at Universal. Like, every time you walked through the fucking house, it would start playing. That's great. That's a great song. Uh, Monster Zero One. This is a $10 one, guys. He says, Happy fucking birthday, Jeff. I love my Thursday nights, but I will say it's nice having the High Council back. I love the return of my Tuesday night ritual. As always, hail WCBS, the mods, and the chat. Well, Monster Zero One, thank you very much. Um, this week we had Echo Base Network. The previous week we had Literature Devil and uh, my friend UCAS News. So it was a great show. And uh, you'll be hearing more from me uh, all the time. As you guys have seen, there's been more content, more streams, more stuff. 
uh, there we go. You wanted more of us, you're going to get it. And uh, get some more tips and art this week, folks. It closes on Saturday, and then it goes, it goes to the printer tomorrow. So be on the lookout uh, later this year. It will be in your hands, like I said. It's a beautiful book, 11 by 17, full color, full of awesome art, women everywhere. And it's funny, too. Uh, you'll get a laugh out of tits and art. So, uh, Jack White says, Jeff, I sent you an email with links to old anime promos. Would like to see you react to them. Well, I started looking at the Roroni, the Kenshin one. I don't know how to say that fucking name right, and I never will get it down. Um, I was watching that one because it's the narrator voice that takes me back. See, I didn't watch a ton of these shows, man, but I remember all of these commercials because I watched a lot of TV. So I would catch these commercials, and I'd go, man, if I was up late enough on a Saturday night, I would watch this. And so, like, I'm watching the one right now, the Roroni Kenshin long promo, and I kind of want to watch it now as an adult. Is this show fairly, fairly violent? Because I don't need it to be berserk levels of violent, but I kind of got into, what is it, Ninja Scroll? And that's, like, super violent, so... I don't know. Maybe, I, maybe I'm just looking for the goriest of anime. But this is taking me back, man. Uh, this trailer makes me definitely want to watch the show. Um, and you always send me those links to the anime stuff, so now I have access to it. My big complaint, though is these trailers always had awesome music, but I don't really like a lot of the music in anime. Sorry, that's the one part where they lose me. If it's not the loop on the third theme or something really epic, I don't I don't care about the music. Even Dragon Ball Z. I love Dragon Ball Z, but they're, they're, uh, I don't like the Japanese theme song at all. Uh, it is not enjoyable. <laughs> so um, uh, That's why I like the American stuff. That Bruce Falconer score is where it's at. Alright, so the, I'm looking at the big O. I need to get this fucking narrator to narrate everything for us. Or I'll just learn how to do his voice. Did you guys ever watch Toonami? Uh, a little bit. I feel like the big O would be one I will watch. Um, yeah, okay. So you kind of sold me on the big O. I already know you, you Hakusho. And the Gundam stuff is an easy sell for me because I like military entertainment. Um, especially, like, futuristic military stuff. We should all, uh... I think we'd all enjoy watching Gundam uh, pretty high. We should get drunk and watch Gundam. Uh, let's see. Uh, Zocast says, Kenshin is a bit dated. You will notice an older style, but if you like that, then it's solid. It has a great story and characters. I like the, uh... I uh, I like older anime. To be honest, that uh, the '90s style, that late '80s, whatever it's called, like I like that. You can tell it's painted. You can tell it's drawn by hand. I don't like the more modern stuff. With uh, yeah, I just don't like the more modern stuff. I prefer that classic stuff. Like uh, what was it the old Rob Robotech and the Gundam stuff? I just like how that stuff looks. So, uh, let's see. Yeah, I'm sure it did. Uh, Xavier to God. I don't like that theme song at all. I'll take the uh, main Dragon Ball Z theme. It gets me pumped. So guys, we have a few more. We'll keep drinking. Uh, TLJ Screwjob, thank you very much for your fiver. Yellow Flesh, Black Adam is nothing special. Good action scenes, though. It's like a Godzilla vs. Kong, but a superhero movie. I can see that. Yeah. That doesn't sound that terrible, then. 
Xavier to God, thank you very much. Fuck Mary Kill, Marvel Ultimate Alliance, Marvel vs. Capcom, and the Avengers game. Oh, uh, didn't didn't play any of those. I don't I don't know what those uh, are. This is this is fun though. Kendo, are you having trouble? Yeah, because okay, so I can kill multiple or uh, Ultimate Alliance. Uh, Marvel versus Capcom, I'm gonna fuck, and the Avengers game, I'm gonna marry because that is a fun fucking arcade game. Okay, you're talking about that Avengers game. I was worried that Xavier to God meant the new Avengers game for PS4 because that game fucking blows. Dude, nobody means that game. Good. Uh, with this conundrum here, these games, I will marry Marvel vs. Capcom. I will fuck Ultimate Alliance and kill the Avengers. Not because I'm trying to be contrarian, but Ultimate Alliance was awesome. That game was you the shit. Suck. So did Ultimate Alliance 2. That, that's true. But that Avengers arcade game, oh man, we had fun playing that game. My friend had it for the Sega Genesis. And we played it at that fucking arcade bar in Cincinnati and had a good time. Yes, we did. Now, I want to, you know what I'd love to do is go to a Pizza Hut that has that arcade machine. Oh, you're never going to find those, man. (laughs) I know. Those are like. In in my dreams. No, but I could just I could smell Pizza Hut. I remember how exciting it was to play a couple games. I on the know, way out. and you got the Book It Club and the red yep. and the red cups. Look, I've seen all those memes. I miss those days too. Problem is, that's thirty years ago. That shit's gone. You got to live in the now. I can order Pizza Hut, and it'll be if it's the pan <laughs> crust, it'll be just as buttery and delicious. Look, but I can't. Nowadays, you got to get stuffed crust. Yeah, I can't order anything because nothing delivers out here on the res. But you know what? I don't have to deal with. People, okay. There's some people out here, but they don't bother me because they're like, I'm not gonna. Well, I, I, I bet, I bet you could order a six pack though. <laughs> I got a six pack. Okay, it wasn't. Well, no, it was a twelve pack, but now it's like down to like two. But, but I bet you could. I bet you could order a six pack though. Alcohol is illegal on the res, Nick. You know that. <laughs> Except for pale faces like me can have it whenever we want. <laughs> pale faces. Because I'm not under. That's actually, you don't know. No, seriously. So, okay. So, fun fact um, I'm not um, privy to tribal authority. They can't arrest me. They can't arrest you. No. Okay. Look, if I do something like really ridiculous, they could probably do it. Do you, do, do you carry a blanket as a shield? No. I'm do oh, oh, my God. That's a horrible statement to make. No, but the number of times I've had like the tribal police following me while I was doing like 10, 15 over the speed limit. You know how many times I saw fucking berries in my uh, rear view? None. Because they don't, because I've got a Missouri plate still on my car. So they don't pull me over. It's great. I fucking love it. And they're probably like, as a white guy, we can't do anything to him. Fucking love him. <laughs> no, but seriously, tribal authority <laughs> extends only to members of the nation or on tribal lands, unless it's capital crimes. Then, the you know, the actual authorities get to take over. Good to know. Good to know. Yeah. So don't commit anything other than a capital crime and they ain't going to do it. Well, they might do something to you. They'll be like, hey, look, you're an Indian. I'm an Indian. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm, the, I'm, I'm, the, I'm the original Indian. I'm not the mistake that Columbus made. Yeah, you say that, but last time I checked, we called them Indians before you. So they're kind of the no, OG we were no, not... we we were we were Indians before them. Last time I checked, you're also Samoan. So why you're trying to like <laughs> appropriate Indianness is just like really weird to me right now. And you're from the Appalachian Mountains, and I'm not, but people keep calling me that, which is racist, by the way. 
you fucking dickheads in the comments. I'm not Appalachian, okay? I'm from Missouri. I'm more like Ozarkian. But even then, uh, that's, not, that's not any better, buddy. Exactly. It's not a thing. It's not a thing. But Appalachian is, and that's what Nick is. So fuck you. I mean, he's... he's All right, Jason Bateman, calm down. I mean, I, I mean, he's, he's correct. You know, he's correct. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> I know geography. You mouth-breathing douchebags don't. <laughs> Where is Nevada at? That way. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's check in with the audience because they actually have some great questions for us. Uh, first off, Grumpy Old Bastard, thank you for your very generous super chat. This is a tenor, guys, we have to drink for. Just tuned in. Did you guys see the new Hellraiser movie? I heard good things about it. Um, I have not. I have not had time to watch it yet. Um, but also, I know I've also heard good things about it as well. Um, I'm sure I'm 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 sure Dion will watch it because you know Hellraiser's female this time, so he'll he'll probably you know check it out multiple times. I have heard from somebody that it was pretty solid. Yeah, so um, that's all I can say. Yeah. <laughs> but grumpy old bastard, we will uh, when we check it out, we will tell you about it. And if we do check it out in October, we should just turn it into a quick October thing. I agree. Yep. But thank you, grumpy old bastard, for your very generous super chat. Kenai24, welcome back, or at least we haven't heard from you in a while, says, Happy birthday, my dudes! Glad to support awesome chads. Well, Kenai24, thank you for joining us tonight. We appreciate the support, and uh, we're glad you're joining us tonight on WCBS. SHRubbles08, thank you very much for your uh, generous super chat. This is a tenor, guys. Kendo, have you heard that the Yahtzees could have somehow won World War II by using their own creation, Sarin Gas? It's an awesome book called Operation Paperclip. Okay, um, um, those are two separate things because Operation Paperclip was where we had some Yahtzee scientists that we yeah integrated to the United States. Is like, oh, this isn't Werner von Braun. This is uh, Warner uh, Brown. He works for us now. <laughs> and he's going to help us with our rocket reference. lab. Yeah, yeah. And so Operation Paperclip, that that was something totally different. Had the Yahtzee. Well, no, hold on. There's a book that he's referencing called Operation Paperclip, the secret intelligence program to bring Nazi scientists to America. Like, yeah, it's just no, literally a book. That no, we literally did that. That's what Operation Paperclip was. It was where we 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 would overrun an area. We would capture these scientists. It's like, we're not going to shoot them because they're non-combatants. We, we, we believe in the Geneva Convention, and we would just repatriate them to the United States to use them for our own, you know, reasons. Yep. And which was fine because, you know, they were non combatants. But this, using the Serengeti, this thing is like, okay, this is about to get complicated, but it'll make sense. So the Geneva Conventions that happened in 1929, I believe. And the Germans agreed to it, just like most of civilized nations did, that you don't do certain things in the field of combat. And in terms of dealing with like prisoners of war, the Germans were pretty favorable to the United States and the British. There was obviously like Malmody and things like that that happened where they weren't. But the idea was that if they are, if they do shit to us, there will be reprisals. The Soviet Union was a little bit of a different story because the Germans, okay, the Germans didn't hate us or the British. They they hated the Soviets. There was like a, a thing where like national socialism of the of the nazi accord didn't jive with the communism of the soviet accord and so they treated each other like shit but they were not as bad to us 
So they, I don't think, would have ever employed the sarin gas, even if it was their creation, because of the fact that poison gas wasn't really used in it wasn't used in World War II, as far as I know. Could be wrong, but it wasn't, especially on our front, because of the fact that the Germans, for the most part, tried to abide by the Geneva Convention, mostly through fear of reprisal. That and even under what was the warped Nazi view of the world, the Americans, for the most part. And I'm a living embodiment of that. And um, the British were conceivably part of that whole Aryan race type thing. And that, you know, we were on opposing sides, but we weren't to be treated cruelly. So there's that. So would the Nazis won if they had they used gas? Probably not, because we would have just busted out the gas masks and kept going anyway. But shit, they... In the long run of things, it's the same thing as like most other things. The, the the side with the better economic situation is going to win. We had more economics. We had more people by that point. It would not have worked out for the Yahtzees. Yeah. Well, I now learned something new. <laughs> yeah, because no, seriously, that's the thing. As much as like we think of the Yahtzees, it's like, Oh, you know, they were murdering, murdering Jews and, you know, Poles and Russians and, you know, the handicapped. They were doing that. They not to get me wrong. They were doing that on a fucking industrial scale. It was horrible. But at the same time, because of the world, the, the, the bizarre worldview that Hitler had towards peoples of the world, he saw us and the British as, you know, the same people. Even though we were English-speaking peoples, it was we were of Germanic descent, which we are, and we were okay in his book. And that's why, if an alternate history happened, I'd be the commandant of a you know probably you know territory around here. Well, I'm glad that the man in the high count, my man in the high castle, is just fiction and not reality. Yeah, no, it's great. It's it's a very good thing. I'm glad we won that war because, fuck that world. So, uh, thank you, SHRubbles08, for that. Darian217, uh, this is a fiver, says, Asking for clone geek, fuck, Mary kill, Hitler, Rob Zombie, Woodrow Wilson. Jesus Christ. God, no, th- no, they're all getting killed. Sorry, they're all getting killed. Yeah, everybody dies. No, every, 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 everybody dies tonight. Yeah, no, they're all dead. Um, yeah, no. No, I ain't playing this game. Although, god damn it, if I had to, Rob Zombie's the least bad of the three. Yeah. He makes horrible movies, but he's never committed genocide. <laughs> so he's got that going for him. Yeah, to put to put Hitler and Rob Zombie together, that's a that's a fucking stretch. I'm sorry. That's that's yeah, too sorry. far. So we're gonna we you have to kill Hitler in this situation because he was a fucking monster. Yeah. Then yep. you fuck Woodrow Wilson because even though he was responsible for a lot of the bad shit that happens, he never committed genocide. Uh, and then you and you marry Rob Zombie because all he's ever done is made bad movies. Yeah, so, we can get over the monsters. But then, but then I guess I guess I, I, I guess the, the the caveat of marrying him is that is that you're always in all those movies all the time. That's true. You marry well, Rob Zombie. You always got a job. Have a job. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you can always you can always pull from your acting reel and maybe get another job somewhere else. True. And while he may have committed genocide on good movie making. He never murdered people, or at least authorized said murder of people. That's true. So there's That's that. True. Yeah. Um, Adam Wofford says the new 
the new Halloween movie takes place on Mars. Jeez. So, uh, Kenai24 again says, Did Gundam make you cry like it made Yellow... Like it did Yellow Flash 2? I did not know it made him cry, and no, I have not cried from Gundam. Have you guys been moved by Gundam? No, I hate that song. Ah, uh, Psy. He's a Psy up. Yeah, that weird fucking, like, galloping on the horse thing. It's like, dude, fuck you. You're you didn't ran, you run know? up to random people and say, hey, sexy lady? No, because he's Korean. He's never rode a horse. <laughs> <laughs> he's ate noodles and fucking thought about Listen, you, know, you, you, you don't know. They might, have, they might have horses in Korea. You don't know. They don't have horses in Korea, Nick. They might now, but they didn't then. <laughs> Horses were like a European thing that they brought to the New World and used it to conquer all these people that thought, hey, white guy on a horse, he must be a god. <laughs> Shit, that might work. I'm going to try that. So, uh, where were we at? A uh, few more. Darian217 sends in another 20 guys. This is a full drinker. Uh, he wants Dion's horse girl's ba. Check your Twitter messages. You said you told people uh, you did all the voices yourself in the early days, and that clone geek Kendo thirty five thirty five joke reminded me of a story I saw. Digital voice clones. Oh, is that where we convince people that you and Dion were the same person? Yep. Yeah, that was great. Oh, uh, let's see. All right, Darian two and seven sent me a link. All right, cool. Would you? Just ten dollars to create an AI chatbot of a dead loved one? What? Oh yeah, that's weird. That's weird. Not doing that, man. I'd rather just encompass it in my own head. Oh man, this is so bizarre. Like we we will be in the twilight zone in like six months. Well, he, he, here's the thing. I think I think that stuff starts with our generation. Like, there's enough text messages and messages across all of our social media that that it could cultivate and read through and study that it could make a, a coherent message that sounds like us. Maybe. I mean, I still got my grandma's phone number in my phone because I refused to delete it, but I, I don't need to recreate her voice. I've got it upstairs. That's going to stay there. Gotcha. Yep. Same with me, but it would be really unsettling to yeah. get a yeah. phone call well, from there was, like my there was a black There was a Black yeah. Mirror episode that, that did that. Like, or it was like a voice... Sorry, it was texts, then it was a voice, then it was a robot that looked exactly like like this is this woman's dead husband. It was See, fucking weird. Is it the one with Haley Atwell? Yep, that's the one. That's the one. See, that's the disconnect. Like, if somebody I know that's like a loved one dies, I I don't need to hear their voice again from like anything other than something I may have saved on my phone that I have to have. It's like that. There's just a weirdness there that's just unnatural. See, this is what happens when you start burying people in the Micmac burial ground, okay? <laughs> and thinking everything is going to be okay. And it's not okay. They come back. and Because the, the ground is sour, Jeff. And they don't come back quite right. And that's why you have to kill that World War II soldier all over again and burn the house down. Jeez. Speaking of which, we need to, take, we need to trek up there, Kendo, one day. One day, sir, we will. And we're not burying a goddamn thing in that. No, barrel. we're not. No, we're no, we're fucking rounded sour. 
We should bury Dion up there. Jesus. No, we do not need that coming back. Because you know what's going to happen. He's going to come back, and he's going to kill Hillary and Dee. And he's going to come for your ass. I've seen the movie. I know how this goes. He's going to get them first, and he's going to come for you. And he's got to go through me first because New Mexico's on the way to California. And I don't want to deal with that shit. Nick's safe because Dion doesn't have enough gas to get to Atlanta. His, his, <laughs> his brakes are messed up or whatever. <laughs> his, his reincarnated ass is going to be like, George is out of the way. Fuck him. I'm going through New Mexico first. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, God. All right. So um, let me uh, press the button for Darian217. And uh, where are we at? Right. Every time the last horse goes, I think of Matt Damon. I think I should have dubbed that. Wait. Maybe since Dion's asleep, what I'll do is I'll dub funny voices into that and see if it makes him less uncomfortable. Think it'll work? (laughs) No. Uh, Let's see. So up next, we have our friend Jack White with another very generous super chat. Actually, hold on, I gotta keep drinking. First one. Oh, that's a 20... The voice you hear in those promos is Peter Cullen. Oh, the voice of Optimus Prime. Fun fact, and the reason I sent you the old promos to Kensington because the original manga is getting a new anime adaptation. Oh, all right. Uh, let's see. Now I'm just... I See, Jack, every time you send me a message, you make me wish I had more time to like just watch this stuff. Because, you know... I, I want to get more into it. For example, when I found out that Lupin the Third's gone to London, I was listening to the soundtrack. I've been listening to the soundtrack for a couple of days, actually a couple of weeks, but haven't had time to watch the show or even track down any of the episodes. Um, but one of these weekends, I just maybe on Twitch we'll do like a fucking weird like binge watch stream of like anime and crap like that and get some like real experts on people that know the history and make it really fun for the audience if you guys want stuff like that let me know we'll uh we'll make it happen but jack i never knew that it was peter cullen's voice i feel silly because i love i love the original transformers and i love his voice so kind of dropped the ball there on that one sorry folks uh, Jack White also says, and the new adaptation is going to follow the original manga, and it's intended to con- and it's intended to conclusion. And check out My Hero Academia and Bleach. I have My Hero Academia. Uh, I think, yeah, right here. Here's a volume of My Hero Academia, volume three. Let me show you guys that on camera to show you I'm not bullshitting you, even though this is world class bullshitters. See, My Hero Academia right here. So, I do have that one. I will check it out uh, in greater detail. This woman doesn't have nipples. Okay, anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, I, honestly, I opened a page with this chick with her knockers out, but there's no nipples. It's kind of weird. That is um, obvious. That, that's very odd. You see knockers, yeah. you expect nipples. It's like the old joke. How do you make five pounds of fat look appealing? Put a nipple on it. <laughs> 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 
It's a terrible joke. Why am I laughing? I don't know. So, um, Jesse, the Ninja Julian in the chat's worried about you. Me? Yeah, he can hear you cough. Yeah, he's like, are you okay? I'm just going hard, bro. Yeah. <laughs> we're we're, we're celebrating. Like going to. No, we're celebrating my birthday early. Oh, is Dion is not the last bullshitter standing there. Dion is regularly the first bullshitter sleeping, so yeah, that's he's okay. Usually he's got out. the. F yeah, can you blame him though? It's uh, it's one fifteen where he is right now, folks. Yeah, so, <laughs> yeah. So, look at this is almost a five-hour episode, so uh, we've covered everything we promised and more. But we would like to say thank you to each and every one of you, because guys, this was an awesome birthday stream. It was a fun episode. A uh, very great night. And I just want to thank everybody who keeps supporting WCBS. We keep telling you, we keep growing in audience members. We are up higher than we've been before. We will be passing new milestones, having new uh, videos come out all the time. And I just want to thank you guys because when we started doing this in what, 2015, we never expected it to be this way, this fast. So thank you yep. to everybody. And you I know what, Kendo? you on the show. Yeah, we met you through this fucking show, too, and now we're yeah. godfathers to your kid, and we've been to yeah. weddings together. We're all lifelong yeah. friends. All of those fucking Disney Star Wars movies. So, folks, <laughs> join us next week for another episode of World Class Bullshitters, where we'll be doing more of the same, but better and funnier. So until then, folks, be smart, be safe, be cool, but always be excellent to each other. Dot com. Nice shooting, son. What's your name? My name is Jeff. <laughs>